to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com Fly Racing, and the folks at Decal Works is live, coming at you! It's Monday, January 25th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Good to have you here. Three rounds of Houston have come and gone. Lots to talk about when it comes to that. And a little bit of controversy as well for the Houston three-round. Kenny Roxon, Dean Wilson... Had an issue late in the race when Kenny was lapping Dean. And, uh, yeah, Cooper Webb took the win because that's what Cooper Webb does, everybody. We're back in studio. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the remote show last week. And now this week, here we are. I can yell at Travis and Tits and get very upset with them in person. So it'll be perfect. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. All on board with us tonight. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. The new Lucid Goggle from X-Brand has dropped. It's a choice of champions everywhere. Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Cambio CBD, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Guts Racing, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleMachineJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us. Pulpamex Show, sponsored deals. Pulpamexshow.com, sponsored deals. Go on there. Click on there. All the codes to save money is on there. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our partners for supporting us, man. It's been a good ride. It's been really fun. And uh, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Speaking of Dean Wilson, uh, props to him for coming on tonight. Dean will call in from Florida and talk about uh, how he saw it, it all go down, what happened afterwards, and, uh, and all of that, we all saw a social media uh, apology. And so we'll talk to Dean about that and more uh, later on the night. Ryan Dungey will come on, Supercross Motocross champion, rdcoffees.com. We'll have RD himself, Ryan Dungey, on to talk about what he thought about the incident, the races in general, and, uh, and the coffee business, of course. Uh, and Alex Ray will be on, friend of the show. Alex Ray will be on as well. And, of course, Jason Thomas uh, will come on later with the Fly Racing Racer X or fly racing race fly racing uh, update amazon app on pulpamex.com make a make a click on that if you're going to buy something from amazon and we get a small slice of that we'd appreciate it don't forget this friday indianapolis live pulpamex racer x podcast show 20 tickets are 25 bucks come on uh, friday night before the race and uh let's talk some moto and it should be a good time these are always fun Karcher and Arma also on board with us for affiliate deals. And the Pulpmex app is coming uh, any day. The Lucid is dropped from X-Brand, so the Pulpmex app will surely follow maybe Thursday, maybe Wednesday. We're not quite sure yet. So, uh, all right, let's get to our co-host tonight. If you had given me a list of 100 people to name that would sit in my studio at some point across from me and a co-host this show... This man would not be on that list. I, I can't believe this day has come, but it's really, really cool. He's a former factory rider. He's a Supercross winner. He's a Supercross champion. Davey Millsaps, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming in. I, 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 it's, 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 been, it's been said that health pros over today. 
Short, Andrew Short, you, you're aware of Andrew Short? Yes. He, uh, he DM'd me and said, uh, you're kidding, right? <laughs> and I said, no. Who would have thought? And he said, I had to read it twice. <laughs> yeah, I got, so, a, I got a message from A-Ray this morning. It's right, pretty funny. Right. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Obviously, look, you were never really a fan of mine when I was covering you as a media guy. But at somewhere along the line, we, we, got, we found a mutual understanding, I feel. And like, you know, after Honda days, maybe somewhere uh-huh. along the line. <laughs> No, not at all. I mean, you did the shows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, it was just one of those things. I don't really hold grudges. Right. So, mm-hmm. and you're just doing your job with, you know, just being you. Being me. Just, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to be nice. On, I'm going to be nice. Over you this. can, hey, <laughs> you're, you can say whatever you want. Like this is the, the floor is yours. So I, no, I'm fine with it. So. No, I'm, hey man, there's, there's probably kids listening and yeah. Lord help them listening to you. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's. <sighs> Going back and reading some of the things that, that you wrote about me, yeah, it, it was tough to swallow. Right. But then again, I mean, you weren't – yeah, you were wrong in a lot of areas, but yet you still were just being brutally honest from what it looked like from the, you know, from the yeah. outside. Right. So I get it. Right, right. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, and that's the media's job, right? Yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't talking to people, though. It wasn't like I was just firing from the hip. I, I would talk to people and be like, you know, hey, what about this? Just what not about me. That? Well – yeah, because I mean, you're, I'm not going to get the, the full the full truth from you, but but uh, the simple fact is, yeah, yeah like uh, I definitely was harsh on you at times. I, I 100%. Hey, man, you weren't the uh, only one. Yeah, uh, and we'll get into that. I got a lot of questions about your career, uh, um, but I, I want to talk to you about a lot of stuff, and I think it'll be really fun to, to have you in here. You're living in Lake Havasu now. Yes. Uh, how do you like that? How, how's that? It's. I mean, it's good. The the kids love it. Um, obviously, it's it's quite a bit different from what I grew up doing because there's not. Yeah. Yes, it's a big motocross town like everyone knows moto there yep um they ride desert and whatnot but taking me out of basically growing up in florida and yeah. georgia yeah california yeah. you know it's that's surrounded by everybody everything yep and and have a suit that's that's not there mm-hmm. but you know my my kid started riding i lost a bet with him so he started riding <laughs> dirt bikes and you know the works races are there yeah you've been to some works races so, right yeah. yeah he's he's raced the works series the last two years okay um so yeah, we just you know we do that, and my wife. Your wife's from there, right? Yeah, so my that's, wife's. That's why you're yeah, there. Yeah, my wife's yeah, from there. Yeah, and her family's there. Yeah, and she started working, and so she's doing what she loves to do. Yep, and it's one really always wanted to do. So she started doing that, and then I'm been stay at home dad. Yeah. So right. trying not to trying to stay sane. Yeah, it's uh, it's a definitely a big switch for a guy like you for sure. But but on the other hand, like I don't know, I, okay, like. Tallahassee and MTF and where you grew up and all that kind of stuff that's out in the middle of nowhere a little bit. This is out in the middle of nowhere and now it's in the desert and not in – but you know what I mean? Similar to that a little bit. Yeah. For me, like everyone laughs when I say it, but if you could take the dirt from Georgia, Florida yeah. and bring it to Havasu, like you – there would be nothing right. ever that you hear me complain about. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just rock. Right. So like, yeah, that I like being – I'm a country boy. I mean, I'm, I'm from the south. Yeah. But I'm not – I'm not like country, country. I'm not, you know, redneck country. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for me, I, I, I enjoy I enjoy where I'm at. You know, it's, it's home now. It's been home for, you know, three years. Um, you know, the kids go mm-hmm. to school. They get to hang out with the grandparents and yeah, in-laws yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. So it's yeah, fun. Yeah. They enjoy it. And uh, you still in touch with your with your family, with your dad and all that? Like, yeah, like, I talk to my dad quite a bit. Yep. Uh, my brother, he'll be in Vegas in March. I think he lives in Texas. And... Uh, my all the rest of my aunts and cousins and stuff they live in Florida still. Yeah. Okay. So, but you, yeah, there's some community. Yeah. Some communication there. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's it is odd to hear like Davy Millsaps lives in Lake, Lake Havasu, like for sure when you think about that, right? But but yeah, I mean, hey, I never thought I'd live in Vegas, so yeah, you never a, know. There's actually a, quite a bit of people that live in Havasu. I mean, Eddie Lawson lives there. Does he really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's so, cool. And Weimer's got a place. Jake Weimer Weimer's has a place there. Yep. JG had a place there. He okay. just, I know he just sold it. Yep. Um, so for yeah. me, it's I know the, MC has a place there, obviously. I don't know. He, I think yeah. I think he, he still, still has his uh, little, condo or yeah, whatever it is. Right. I the only thing I know about Havasu, I went there a couple times for the the World Jet Ski Finals one year, and then a, free, year. a freestyle contest yep. uh, was there. And I, you just drink on that bridge and those bars. The London and, Bridge. Yeah, that's all I know about Havasu. That was it. So I never don't know the the surrounding areas and all that. So, um, obviously you had to retire, hit your head really bad, yes. got to ride the Yamaha. Uh, how's that? How's your health? How, how are we doing with that? The head. The head injury took it out of me. Yeah. Um, straight up, it it sucked. Yeah. You know, and I bet. and yeah. and, and, it, and it still does. I'm still dealing with a lot of uh, post concussion symptoms. Um, but like my, it took away my vision. So my vision from afar, like I can't see road really? signs. Like when I'm driving, yeah. I used to have 20/20 vision. Is that just glasses though? Do you just no? Nope. I, I put glasses on <laughs> okay. and it doesn't doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was told well, that. What I are can, we doing with the microphone? Why are we touching? I because I, it's. It's okay. getting like close, and it's not. I'm just. I'm, it's fine. All right. Sorry. Yes. Um, it just sounds. You know. I, I got it. Is it better now? Yes. Perfect. Okay. I'm leave it. Okay. Um, so, but that's crazy. How many years has that been? Three, and they told me between three to seven years oh, okay. it would take to possibly get because there was not damage done to the areas that i'm struggling with okay. that was permanent. Mm-hmm. The permanent damage was done in my motor skills. Okay. Which is why they couldn't release it back to racing. Yeah. Um. Which is like I guess I was told in the center of your brain. Okay. Um, but for me, it's, it messed with my emotions quite a bit, messed with yeah. my, I just, my motivation, how yeah. I am, yeah. everything else. And I've ridden a dirt bike twice since yep. then. Yep. And with, with my one, son, one of them was at Western, right? Yeah. I one of them was, told me, was uh, that, yeah, you're Western, right, Western and shorties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I did. My vision probably bugs me the most, to be honest with you. Probably bugs me the most just because I'm driving or we're going somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, Brittany's like, Oh, you got to turn that so-and-so street. I'm like, you got to tell me. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, see. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't read the signs. Yeah. Um, and at night, if a car is coming at me, the I used to be okay at night. Yep. But now I cannot drive, especially on Rice Road. I can't drive at night yep. with anyone coming at me. I just, my, my brain yep. can't take it. Jeez. Um, Still, wow, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. Like I said, they told me yep. three to seven. But right. at this point, I'm just learning to, to live with what I have. Um, and... Do you miss the dirt bike riding or are you okay with that? You did it your whole life. so uh, I did it 27 years yeah, of my life. Yeah. I, I say I would say I miss – of course I miss racing. Yeah, yeah. I miss riding. I miss being in shape like that. Yeah. Um, even if you cycle or you go to the gym, like it's just a, it's a different yeah. feeling. And I know it's crazy. Like I miss jumping triples. I miss jumping the finish line and I love hitting whoops. Yeah, yeah. So I miss all that. But – I miss I miss more so I think having a purpose. Yeah. To get up every day to accomplish something for yourself. Right. Um, obviously now I have my kids. Yeah. And and stuff like that, but it's just, it's a different purpose. I can still do everything with my kids when yeah. then when they're in school, uh-huh. like everything else. Like if I was still riding, you know, I could be riding during the day while they're in school, come yeah. home and do what yeah. I need to for them. Right. Right. So uh, that purpose I think is 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 gone. Like I've been. Yeah, a lot. Hey, you're not alone though. In that, yeah. a lot of guys are like that. You yeah. know what I mean, for sure. A lot of a lot of guys retire and they're just like, now what? You know, Chad 
balls deep in the BMX stuff with his kids, right? And, and that's what you you just gotta find something. I was too, it is. and yeah. he and he said he was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was number. You know, I think he was first or second in points going into Grands. Okay. And he he, he said he was done. He said he wanted sixty five. <laughs> You're just like, ah. I'm like, okay. Right, right. Oh, damn. Uh, well, I'm glad you're doing better. Not 100%, but yeah. better than what you were. Because I've read enough articles on athletes who have concussions or yeah. seen enough documentaries that they go and it can get into a scary place for, for, for guys like you, you know? so I mean, yeah. it it for sure was the darkest time that I've ever had Yeah. when I hit my head. You know, like, I've always been a happy-go-lucky, you know, minus reading your articles about me. Yes. But... Been happy, go lucky, just go with the flow, move forward, you know, right. don't dwell on the past, don't dwell on anything. And uh, when I hit my head, it literally consumed me, consumed yeah. my life. Yeah. And I mean, I'm okay to talk about it because I mean, it's what it did to me, but right. like it was the first time that I really ever had suicidal thoughts. Yeah. And for no reason. Right. And I have like, yeah, you have all the, you have all this money, you have all this great racing it's, success. It's not even it's not good, even about that. No, you have a good family. There's I have an no amazing reason, family. Yeah, right, yeah. There's no reason for you to. So it was just it was one of those things that was easier to end it than to live with what I was living with. Yeah. Like all the thoughts yep. in my head, it was yep. weird. Yeah, it'd wake me up in the middle of the night because I my brain wouldn't stop. Yeah, and so yeah. But besides that, you know, I obviously I got over that. Yeah, you know, CBD actually brought me back Did it? from okay. the brink. Yeah, um, and it's it's been a struggle but man the last i think the last maybe few months maybe six months mm -hmm. it's actually started to get a little bit better good um, good yeah so yeah i'm just well my son's racing he's everything's being back to normal and have a little right, bit right well somewhat normal yeah and kid they're, they're in school so i can actually have my sanity during the day <laughs> and uh well the 800 yeah. is, is racing arena cross that could be for you if you feel good enough I heard. Let's, let's get it going again. I heard he was going back to Loretta. Yeah, he is. He is. And I thought, I'm like, goodness, <laughs> it would be amazing <laughs> to go race that guy at Loretta again. I think the war, the internet might break. I yeah, almost. Yeah. I started right. thinking about it. I even wrote. I even wrote Carlos. I wrote Scuba. Okay. Um, and I know Carlos will obviously be working outdoors. Yeah, and Scuba's yeah. like, I will be at Loretta. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll be there. And I'm yeah. like, if I ride a Husky, then you can wrench, you can wrench. wrench for me there. <laughs> um, but I've honestly thought about yeah, it. I mean, yeah. I thought it would be fun to go. I right. raced him in Canada yeah. in 16. Yeah. And again, when you thought I was going to do crap. and then Hold, uh, hold on. I did not think you were going to do crap. I eh. called you for the championship. Eh. I just didn't think you would be as dominant as you were. <laughs> I mean, easy on that. Come so on. I thought it would be fantastic yeah. you know, to yeah. go back and race him just because of our our history and our rivalry back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, so I always uh, I always want a double digit titles there, but you know I have everyone telling me no because of my head. Then yeah. I have people saying yeah. I'm like you only live once, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, if I was you, I might not do it. But hey, the 800 is big motivation. <laughs> the the 800 for me was racing against racing against Mike was yeah. is what I'm like. Ah. Right. I, it'd be fun. Right. It'd be a right. fun. I don't care if I win or lose in that one. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be funny to line up next to him again. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, so. I, I agree. Um, we're going to get into that and more yep. uh, later in the show. Uh, doing the video tonight, uh, controlling all of the, what you see in, and, and see on here on RacerX Facebook and Pulp MX YouTube. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? How are you? Hello. 
Everything good? Uh, yes, I'm fine. You're How back you? at work now? so <clears throat> I'm back at work? Yeah, I mean, last week you had it off. You just kind of sat well, there. Well, I mean, sort of. I mean, you're, I'm sure you yeah, were my, coding. My slave driver of a boss is, uh, right. yeah, I don't really get We had no off. video for our show last week, just audio, but he still had to, to work a little bit. I still got to set stuff up. and Yeah. It's yeah. a rough life I live, but someone's got to do it. All right, you know? all right. Sounds good. Thanks uh, for introducing me, you know. Yeah, no, I'm getting to Producer it. Producer lives matter. Oh, God. Yep. Um, over there in the corner taking your calls, holding things down. Uh, he's coming in for his rare appearance here. Tits legendary. What's up, Tits? How are you? Oh, hi. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, message received loud and clear. We are not that important, which is cool because Davey's it, special today. How um, many times is Davey Millsaps coming in there? Our stu- so they're mad because I normally introduce them right away. Yeah, and we 16 did, minutes into the and show. And you and I just got into it, and now they're, now they're mad. So yep. it's just it's, it's, it's what cool. I deal with, Davey. That's fine. I, I mean, I, I would be too. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. They're, 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 here, here. they're here all the time. They are, mm-hmm. yeah. I I'm right. here once. I, I couldn't believe you're you're in fucking studio. I just, <laughs> I, I'm still imagining. Is this a hologram? Yeah. Is this, is, you know, like, so. Um, but, but just but, so you know, yeah. message received. I will come in more often. I'm not going to let talent do, you know, as frequently as I was talking about, because oh. clearly you didn't like that. Yeah. Okay. So All I right. will come in more frequently. All right. Sounds good. We'll okay. update the Google calendar. Oh, I will. And oh, I'll you can be on, sure of that. I'll, yep. I'll get on it. Uh, all right, David Millsaps here in studio. Dean Wilson coming up soon. So the big the big story from Houston three uh, was Dean was getting lapped by Kenny. Multiple you couldn't see it on the TV broadcast that well. You could see a couple of boot flags, but trust mm-hmm. me, I was there. They were waving. He thought it was Dylan Ferrandis, uh, who he was in a big battle with for eleventh. Uh, Kenny couldn't get by him for half a lap, and uh, basically. Cooper took advantage of that. And this is a situation that you've been in many times, Davey. Uh, I don't know about being lapped, but lapping people. Um, both. Yeah, both. <laughs> but, but like, what's your take on it? What do you think? Dino posted an apology. Kenny was mad after the race. He went on the track with him. He, you know, he was waving his arms and he was, that's a hundred thousand uh, dollar loss right there. I would imagine. So I, I don't know, know what he gets paid to win. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, but. but yeah. So what's your take on the whole thing? That's a tough one, man. Yeah. That's a Well, what do you what do you think? You know, like when you're obviously you're, you're racing, yes, you can see the blue flags. Watching the race. Yeah. I could not see that many on TV. Mm-hmm. So, but granted, he's in the battle. He's it's only a couple laps left. Um there could be people coming up behind you just because it's the end of the race and you might yep. have gotten a little tired. Yeah, you haven't gotten lapped yet, so you so, know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then again, most of the time as a racer, you know, where you are, where you're at, you know where people are at. You know where the leaders are at. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, see, this is where I, I like Kenny. I, I yeah, love Kenny, right. um, and I, and I like Dean. But when it came to Kenny making the move to try to pass Dino yep. and then getting passed by, yeah. by you know Webb, all. Kenny had to do was just kind of follow Dean, like where he had gone almost the entire race. Yeah. But I think he got into a, obviously last lap panic yeah. and jumped outside. Yeah. yeah. Now, you can't blame that on Dean, you know, because mm-hmm. there was no way that Cooper was going to pass him if he had gone inside. Right. So why would you go outside, knowing that Cooper is right behind you to take the inside? Yeah. yeah. So well, he made a mistake in that rhythm before. He went outside, right? So he kind of made a mistake. Feet came off, and maybe, and then the panic was in. Well, right? yeah, because yeah. I mean, Dean messed up. Yep. I think uh, Roxon hit his rear wheel and almost made him, you know, loop out a little bit. Yep. And then couldn't do the triple after the roller thing yep. after the wall. Wall. And then that messed up Kenny. So then you just go double, double, single inside. Yep. You know that way you block the inside. But I think in that area or that time frame, that situation, 
you know, Kenny was so excited about winning, you know, because he hadn't obviously since last year that it was just, yeah. I, th- I think he panicked, yeah. you know, yeah. from looking on the out from the outside. Now, right. if I was in the situation, would I have done better? I don't know. Yep. You know, none of us do. You've had guys that you could get by a lap, though, right? <laughs> like, I mean, this has happened. It has, it has it's happened to all you top guys at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, there's a, obviously you're always going to have that that one guy that, you know, for us back in our day, for me, it was more so Heath Foss. Yeah. I like Heath. Yeah. I like Heath. But, I mean, he was he, he was, was a he, hard one. He, he did not care way. where – he didn't yeah. care if you were leading, if you were second or third. Like, you were not getting by him. Yeah, he yeah. was not moving. <laughs> so, I lost I a lot of podiums for Dean's that. Dean's definitely not that. But, yeah, yeah. I don't think right. anyone is. Right, right. But – I mean, yeah, it messed up a race, you know, and, and then to see on the the apology and Kenny saying, you know, just look out for your surroundings. And then my head, I'm like, didn't you just get docked for not, for jumping on a red cross flag? Yeah, I've heard that. So I'm like, right? well, you're going to blame Ferrandis for being in the way of the flag. Yeah. But shouldn't you be aware of your surroundings? Everyone else is rolling it. That's you're not wrong. So you're not wrong. I mean, I've right. been docked for red cross flags yeah. before, too. Yep. It just it just happens, and like I said, I love Kenny, and I'm not putting blame on anybody. Should Dean have been he, a little Dean bit more? Should have gotten out of the way. He should have yep. gotten out of the way, yep. hands down. Right. But you know, if it's hard to say when you're in that situation, yeah. You know, like, yep. do you know it's them? But realistically, well, you you should know who's behind you. You tell me. So do you know when you were getting lapped? Did you know it was James or Chad or whoever? I mean, you had to have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, but. Then again, it usually wasn't in the last lap. Yeah. I hardly, if it was because I had crashed, you know, I could see them and I knew when they were coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to get lapped on the last lap, like, I don't think I've ever been, I don't, I'm not saying I haven't, yeah, but I just yeah, don't yeah. know. Yeah. It, nothing um, comes to mind. But for him, he should have known. If he saw a blue flag, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a chance that someone's behind you. Right. You can at least, you and, know. And I, and I look at like, and, and I've seen this happen to so many guys. Like, you see the blue flag, and Dean's going to come on here in a second to explain it and yeah. talk about his side. You see a blue flag, and, okay, Ferrandez is on you. But at a Dean Wilson's level, do you care about that $100 in one point? Let's say Ferrandez did use it to get by you, right? Say you slow down, and Ferrandez is that guy, because we've all seen those that, 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 get by, that gets by you. It's a spot and a, and $100 in purse money. Maybe he wanted to be in open ceremonies. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No, but I'm saying, like, what's the deal for, like, it's not a at, killer to move over. At that at that level, or sorry, at, at that place, he was fighting for 11th or 11th, fighting for 10th? 11th. No, 11th. Oh, he was fighting for 11th. Yeah, he was in 11th and, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. and when, I didn't really see Ferrandez on him as. Yeah, he was. Well, but, as Kenny got close yeah, to him. Yeah, Ferrandez slowed down to get when he got lapped. And Ferrandez, yeah. As you should. Yeah. But. Like I said, man, it's you always really know who's behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're in a race and you know first seconds are like you know who's behind you. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I, I'm a little confused on that part. So right. yeah, I get it. But then again, it's yeah. If Kenny wouldn't have, I don't think if he would have panicked and he would have followed Dean, I think yeah, he would have been all yeah, right. Yeah, if he just does that, yeah. he goes to the inside, they go double, triple, right? And then double, and, yeah, and, and they then, go left, and I think it would have been done. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, but like I said, I wasn't in Kenny's shoes. Right. I wasn't in Dean's shoes. Yep. I liked them both. Yeah. And it would have been cool to see Kenny win, hands down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, but how about Webb, though? The guy's a fucking gamer, man. Like, late in the race, he's coming. He, Regardless of, D, even before Dean held Kenny up, Webb was coming. You know what I mean? Like yeah, well, he, Kenny he was, pulled. Yeah. And then Webb caught him again. Yeah. And it was kind of yo-yo the whole race. Yep. But. But he, I still do not think Webb gets by him if no. Dean doesn't get in the way. Like, he, yeah. Kenny yeah. would have had it hands down right. if it wasn't 
for the mistake yeah. with the Dean yeah. and him jumping outside. Yeah. Hands down. But I think you got to give props to Cooper for like, hey, I'm charging and maybe something does happen weird, but I'll be there if something happens he weird. He took advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's think about this. There's been a thousand races where somebody has lost due to something like that. Yeah. You know, for actually, yes, Matt Gerke got in my way at Salt Lake City and okay. cost me the win with Dungey. Oh, when Dunge came back from the mm -hmm. collarbone, right? That first race. Yeah, mm -hmm. you led forever. I led the entire race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, no, you didn't lead the entire race. Well, Dunge got The last lap. I'm saying the last lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right. Gerke messed up and I wasn't able to do the jump. Right. Dungey went by me. Right. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh. Right. right. It was one of those things where it's like, Dang it! I should so, I should have used my common sense. Am I taking it that you're more you're and, and correct me if I'm wrong because I you know I'm wrong once in a while, Davey. Not, yeah, not often, but uh -huh. once in a while, you're taking it like uh, calm down, Kenny and Dean. You didn't need to apologize. It's a total racing incident. Like, are you more that way? Like, hey, like, are you just like sh like yeah, it sucks. You're not saying it doesn't suck, but shit happens. I, I mean, it's racing. Right. We're okay. on we're on dirt bikes. We're all out there to do our best. Yep. And for him to apologize, I get it, whatever, you know, but for Kenny to attack him, you know, but I think Kenny was cool on his messages other than saying that, you know, uh, you should be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's probably the only part that, that got me a little bit, you right, know, it's like, right. dude, we're out, we're out there doing our best. You know, it's the and best 20 guys or whatever it is in the entire world are lined up. Yep. So, you know, and, and Dean, Dean is not known to be this guy. He's not, everybody he's likes not Dean. out there to ruin your race. Yeah, no, no. Everybody, everybody knows that Dean is not, yeah, doing this on purpose. No. Or, you know what I mean? Like he's not that, that type of guy. So we all know that. Right. So for me, right. it's more so it's racing. Right. Shit happens. Yeah. And there's next weekend. Yeah. Or what is it? Yeah. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, no, next, next weekend? Next, Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> Indianapolis. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> I'm kidding. Who I'm knows? Joking. But uh, yeah, it's Indianapolis this Saturday. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't. It's your yeah. Uh, you know, obviously we're gonna have Dean on in a second, yeah. and he's gonna tell us about the social media hate that he was getting in this day and age, right? So that's probably what a little bit what prompted Dean to put that on social media to be like, you know, hey, because I'm sure there's a bunch of fucking idiots that were just you know ripping him a new one. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I got I got ripped apart when I took Mookie out. Right. I mean, they destroyed me. When was that? I don't even when. Seventeen, Glendale. Okay. I don't remember Mookie this. and I were yeah, battling, yeah, yeah. and our lines came together. Okay, and don't ask. He's 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 a big boy, mm -hmm. and I bumped him off the track and he crashed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's racing. Yeah, you know. So afterwards, I went up to Big James. Obviously, I've known Big James my entire yeah, life. Of course, yeah. So I went to Big James, and I'm like, dude, I didn't mean to take him out. You know, just it was yeah. just our lines. He goes, that's racing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so right, I'm like, right, right. I'm like, okay, I didn't, yeah. but I was, I what did put on my social media. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so sorry. Right, right. You know, but. That's a different story. That was a wind. You know, I, I was battling for fourth. Mm -hmm. yep. So I get that. But yeah. I wouldn't have put an apology out yep. if it was me. Yeah. You know, I would have I would have went up to Kenny, dude. Like, I didn't mean to no, do that. I'm, I'm sure sorry. Dean did. I'm sure Dean called so, him or texted him. That's yeah. all I would have done. If it, yeah. people hate on me, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Miss life. Huh. Not a bad. See, you're off to a flying start on this show already. That's, that's a very intelligent, good take on this. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're already off to a great start. Yeah, because, that again, that shit has happened to you. A dozen times, yeah. and, and and I'm sure you've gotten in guys' way. You know, do you remember any of that? Is any specifically you that where you were getting? I don't. You haven't been lapped very much in your career, but can you remember any times where you were like, oh, like, oops? I got in trouble for getting out of the way. Okay. Um, back in the day, what, what, what did you do? Got out of the way. And why would you get in trouble for that? It was it was. 
trying to block someone for, oh, oh. for Wyndham. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I right. I got out of the way because to me that's not that's not up to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, let the yeah, let yeah. the guys race. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sorry, I hit the mic, but it's one of those things that. I probably, obviously, I know where everyone's at on the track for me when I'm racing. Mm-hmm. I know where the leaders are at. I know who's behind me. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I'm actually really surprised whenever I talk to guys like your level or whatever. You guys are very much aware. You're looking at the tower yep. on where your qualifying time is or who's the top five. You see the guy coming here. You know whose fender it is behind you. I'm actually, because I, I raced for a long time and I ride now and I'm just fucking oblivious to all that. You guys at your level are very much aware of what's going on. If somebody's jumping something, yeah. If you're not, you can even catch that a little bit and be like, oh, that guy's quadding. Or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's surprising how well you guys are. But as a mechanic, yeah. you could always see the board. Yeah. Leader behind you. Yeah. You know, it's it's a simple message from the mechanic. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it's, that's, a, that's a tough call, really. I mean, yeah. But if you watch the race, Dean really wasn't going – holding him up for almost a lap right. or half a lap. But the first half a lap before the finish line, he wasn't holding him up. It wasn't until after the finish line that he held him up. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it, it was, you know, like I said, uh, he was coming. The uh, uh, web was coming. So it was a little bit of like. But there was enough cushion there yeah, if it yeah. wasn't for Dean. But what I'm saying is like like when people say, oh, like Webb made up all this gap. Well, Webb was coming anyways. And, it, yeah. you know, it definitely, it, it would have been close to the finish. You know, let's, let's like it wasn't like a. Yes, Dean cost Kenny the race, but it wasn't. It would have been flipped at the finish if it wasn't for Dean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would have been yeah, yeah. Kenny first. One point second, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. It, yeah, that would have been the, it would been flipped for sure. Right. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's bring our next guest on here. Skosh, Accessories for Life. Skosh Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Proud sponsor of the Rockstar uh, Energy Husqvarna team for the number of years. Join them in celebrating 40 years in business by visiting skosh.com for a 20, 25% chart discount on lineup of phone mounts, chargers, and cables. Pulp 2021 to save with Skosh. You got Skosh stuff, I imagine? From you were, were they in Skosh when you were there? Bobby Hewitt and those guys? No? Okay. All right. No. They I follow them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so thanks to Skosh uh, for coming on board. Appreciate that. And also, uh, Davey Millsaps brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please check those guys out as well. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com to save with those guys. Uh, all right, let's bring our first guest of the night in. He was, he's been the topic of the last 15 minutes of conversation. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? How are you, man? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, had some better days, but, you know, we're okay. <laughs> You're all right. Um, yeah, do, yeah do, we're all right. Do you and Millsaps here have any history or did you guys have any racing? Like you were kind of, Dean was turning to 450s, maybe the raced a couple of years. That's about it. I think. Yeah, I didn't really no. have any anything with Davey, really. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're good. Or four. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, who can forget Davey with the, with the neck donut, though? Oh, neck, come on. The, on the helmet, come Dino. On. We all know that. Yeah, that was the MTF thing. That was the MTF thing. No, that was a that was a Davey thing. I had that when I was, God, I was 12. Really? Yeah. I think well, I was... When I was amateurs, I always knew, like, the MTF kids. So, like, okay, yeah. Cuba Clark. Oh, Steven. Uh, yep. Yeah, they all had the neck donuts, and that's always what I thought. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I wasn't sure when I texted you if you would say you wanted to. You know, I, we read your apology on social media. We talked about it on here. You didn't mean to do it. And I props for you for calling in tonight. But what's it been like, man? How's it been like for you to, to deal with it? Obviously, you know, I, I think everybody with a brain – 
knows you didn't do that on purpose. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sucks big time. It, like, I, I hate and, you know, even as a fan and as a racer, like, when I'm watching a race and someone gets in the way of the race, that, that pisses me off more than anything. And then, like, I can't believe that I'm even in these shoes and then this happened. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just disappointing. And I'm, 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 like, angry at myself. But it just, yeah, it was just an honest mistake. Um, I didn't know uh, it was them behind me because what had happened was Dylan Ferrandez had just went down and then he got up, like, just in front of me, he got up. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I got right in front of him. And then it was, like, two laps to go and he was charging to get back past me. And... But in between that, like, I could hear Ferrandez behind me, but in between that time, he must have got, you know, the blue flag. Yep. And I, you know, also got the blue flag, but not, um, like, I didn't see the blue flag, obviously. And I thought it was Ferrandez behind me. And, um, yeah, it was honestly just, uh, I, I messed up. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, I take on the chin, and it, 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 it sucks big time. I just, yeah. You know, like, I was, I, I was, I I understand everyone's pissed and like shit. I think I would be more pissed if I was Kenny too. Like that I he lost the win because of me and it dude it just it really fucking it sucks. But right. I can't do anything about it. You know I can't get his points back. I he was on my flight coming back of course. No, of course. And yeah. uh, <laughs> so I just went up to him like a man and just, like dude like I I can't say sorry enough. Like yeah, it was an honest mistake and. You know, he was just like, yeah, you know, just put yourself in my shoes, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, we talk, and I'm, dude, I'm like, honestly, like, I hate myself for it, but I can't do anything about it. Right. We shook hands, and I don't expect him to be my buddy. Like, like I said, if if I was him, I'd, I'd be way worse than he was, you know? Like, I, was, I have a bad temper, so <laughs> it sucks. It, it sucks big time, and I know the Roxon fans are pissed and Supercross fans are pissed, but it was just an honest mistake, and, yeah, I mean... I, uh, after the race, I got back to the truck and you know how there's like a, ta- uh, a TV delay. Yeah. And so, well, I knew I messed up when I came over the Fenny yes. and then I think Kenny like revved his bike. I, like right away I knew what had happened. I'm yeah. like, oh no, like this isn't good. So anyways, <laughs> get back to the truck. I see his interview and I'm like, I mean, oh, you, oh, you, I'm like, you got, yeah, like, you got, you got good. back enough to watch the interview. Oh God, dude. Oh boy. So, yeah. So I was like, like, this isn't good. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I was just like, I just had to own it obviously because yeah, I, yeah. I was the one in the wrong. And then, so I knew exactly what I had to do. I, I did a post, you know, saying apologizing. Like I wasn't going to go over there. Like the Honda dudes were hot. Everyone was hot. I was right, like, right. so I just did an apology and literally deleted all the apps off my phone. And that's all I can do. Like it, it's pretty gnarly, dude. Sir, like, yeah. Dude, I hope you break your neck. I hope you break your legs, <laughs> dude. Sir, but <laughs> I know it's, it's so bad. It's ruthless out there, but <laughs> they're just it sucks. I mean, what do you do? You know, it's just like I said, an yeah. honest mistake, and I wish I could rewind back, but I can't. And that's it. You, you know? you've, I mean, you've lapped guys that have held you up and probably cost you positions. I don't know about a win, but you can, yeah. You can totally understand. Well, what I was going I for. was lapping guys while I was a, right. like, You know, while they were coming up to lap me. Yeah. You know. Yep. And it's like it's 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 just horrible. I shouldn't even be in that position of getting lapped. But it's like 
cute. I got the guy in front of me, a, a second or two in front of me, who was on the podium last week. I got second place from last or the last race. Behind me, yeah. I got Marvin, who podiumed the first race. So it's like, it sounds so bad, but like the class is just that gnarly, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Not a good ending to the weekend, that's for sure. And I'm, I'm bummed how it all kind of happened, but, you know, all, I got, all, we got, all we can do is just move forward. Well, stand-up guy for coming on the show, I think. And, and, and but Davey, I mean, Davey was saying, like, he – this so Gurky cost Davey a win against Millsaps – or sorry, against Dungey years ago. And Davey, before you came on here, Dean – I mean, Davey, you were kind of saying, like, it's not that – it's a big deal. It yeah. sucks. But you almost think like Dean didn't even need to put a pole. It's racing. It's uh, racing. It, it, it definitely because everybody knows yeah. that, Dean. You didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the right. biggest issue is that he did it, and you know, unintentional to the most loved guy in the sport. Right. You know, right, like, right, right. That's probably probably the biggest thing to be honest with you. Um, but I don't know, man. It's I I read the apology and then I read Roxton's comments to you, and. For me, it's the one part that I got that got me, like I said earlier in the show, is the fact that he said for you to be aware of your surroundings and started talking about points with you. You know, it's three points here, it's four points here. Realistically, it's that way for everybody in, in the uh, racing right now. And he just got docked for not, you know, for not rolling on a Red Cross flag. So be aware of your surroundings. You know what I mean? It's like you want to blame that on Dylan being in the way of the flag, but yet now you're blaming Dylan for being behind you. Dylan's just the yeah, he's just yeah, the guy. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, I mean, all in all, like I I like Ken, I, I like you, and it's one of those things that it sucks the situation that that, that you're in. But man, I, for me, it's race. It was just racing, man. You you weren't trying to hold anyone up. You weren't trying to get in his way. You weren't moving over to block him or anything like that. You were riding your race. And mm-hmm. that's honestly, truly, I, if if you're a fan of the sport and you can't see that, then you're truly only a fan of Kenny. Yeah, well, right. I, I, Dean, you kind of mentioned the social reactions, right? Yeah. And that's that's. Well, I didn't you know. actually like like I said, I I deleted all the apps off my phone, and I told my wife, my family, like I'm like, listen, I don't want to hear about it, I don't want to see it, I don't want to talk about it, like, because it's just gonna like. It's just going to put me in a bad mood, right? So I, right. I just want to focus on the positive. But yeah. I never seen Kenny's reply, and I didn't know he replied. Like, uh-huh. I hadn't seen okay. any of that. Yeah, yeah, right. So people, of course, my friends that are, like, screenshotting and sending it to me and stuff. But like I said, I understand his frustrations. I would be worse off if I was him, like, you know, and it is what it is. You know, it sucks. Um yeah, I mean, did, did you just, did you see the crappy position to be in? Did so. you see that you were seventeenth in the results for some reason? And then, like, I don't know. Initially, after the race, we're like, did he couldn't possibly have gotten docked? Do you know anything about this, Dean? Yeah, well, I had to go to the AMA truck, of course, and um, they're like, so what about your seventeenth? I'm like, what do you mean about my seventeenth? <laughs> I was like, I was behind Brayton right. the whole race, yeah, and Ferranis was behind me. I was like, I I don't know. Like oh we're gonna have to pull up like uh, the the handwritten scoring. I was like I don't I don't know what if the transponder like what happened. Yeah, yeah. That okay, really so weird. so that so that had nothing so, to do with anything. All right, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. no, that was just on its own. So yeah, it was yeah crazy crazy weekend and uh, yeah, I was a bomber. You know, like I I was it sucked. 
Uh, no, yeah, what, what, it, what it does. Do. I think uh, apologizing to Kenny and doing yeah. everything you did—that's that's what you do. And then you race race on in Indianapolis. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, There's nothing yeah. more I can do. You right. know. So no, it's definitely good on um, you for apologizing. I get that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yep. Did, did uh. So for you for the first three rounds, like, dude, are you gonna get a start here or what? What like what? I have. Have you gotten one? I don't think so. I haven't seen much of you, Dean. You got to be a little frustrated. Yeah. With these well, first three. that's been the big. Uh, that's been the big topic in the semi. It's my start. You know, it's like what I feel like a lot of fans don't see, and I'm like not really making an excuse, but I'm kind of making excuses. See when you don't get, have a great heat race, mm-hmm. and then you're on the start and you pick your gate. Like, honestly, you're usually picking one with, like, a pretty big hole on the front. And, like, right away, you're kind of already got kind of a shitty gate. You right, know? Right. So, like, I feel like I always don't have the greatest gate. And then, uh, but that's not really an excuse because I have good gates in my heat races and my heat races still. I, um, starts haven't been good. So, I just, that's, I just need to figure out, um, yeah, uh, I need yeah. to, that's, one thing that I need to work on. I know you. I'm gonna jump in. I yeah, know you, I know you don't you're, check your Instagram, but old Michael Lessey commented on on your page saying that <laughs> he can right. help you fix that. Just hit him up. Yeah. So. Well, shit. You know, <laughs> I, I've been watching his arena crosses. He's been racing, and he uh, run one. He never got any hole shots. Run oh two, shit! He, he okay. went back to the drawing board. Yeah. Got every hole shot. Must so have I'm been Tony. Help Tony flew but, in. Must, yeah. Tony flew in, changed the setup, and got the hole shot. <laughs> Uh, yep. So, Dina, yeah, it, it's so, it's yeah. so tough. Like yeah. the class, like I know everyone keeps saying the class is so tough, but man, like you just really need to get that start. Like even top five, you know, and then you just it's kind of like follow the leader a little bit, you know. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first two yeah, we I thought yeah. the first two tracks were pretty simple, pretty easy for you guys out there, right? Like not much going yeah. on. Your start was starts always huge, but this was even more so. Um, right and. and, and uh, by the way, Dino, I love the fact that you're watching Kicker Arena Cross. <laughs> like, like, don't you have something better to do? Or no, that's it. Uh, I know. My buddy Colin was racing it, though, so I was watching him. Okay, all right. Yeah, this so. summer, I saw Dean was watching Canadian Nationals at some point. If it's most I, from- I'm a big fan of just watching racing, honestly. Yeah, you are. No, I but, know that. You know, you know what made my night even worse, like, after the main? It mm-hmm. was like, I was... I was just down, you know, like I was pretty much the hate, the most hated man in America. <laughs> and then I get the Conor McGregor fight on, then he gets knocked oh. out. And honestly, it was, I was just at the bottom of the slump. So I'm definitely, I'm picking myself back up a bit now. Okay, so. good to hear. Yeah, that, no, that's good. Dean Wilson on the show, brought to you by Skosh. Uh, Davey Millsaps in studio, of course, as well. Uh, let's get some phone calls here, Dean. We got a couple of calls from, uh, I don't think any Roxon fans. I think everything will be safe here. Uh, Preston, what's going on? What's your what's your question for uh, Dean and Davey? Hey guys, gentlemen, this might be for all of you. Just uh, I guess in regard to the flagging after watching the Red Cross uh, violations in the second round and then uh, third round, obviously, um, I guess riders and maybe even media perspective is what needs to change with the flagging to make it visible. I don't know if it's technology well, let, or more flaggers. Before or I let before I let the two guys answer, let me just as I said on the show for ten years. Flagging at most of the races is atrocious. It's terrible, uh, and it always needs to be get better. Now we'll move on from that point. Um, you know, Davey, what do you think? Is there anything? Like, I mean, obviously, up? when I was racing, those blue flags—if if they were coming up behind you, you knew it. Like they were out in the middle, blue flagging you. Okay. Um, when I watched the race this morning <laughs> from the weekend, right. it was—I I really could not see a blue flag. So right. I, 
I, I don't know where they're at right now. I uh, think liability reasons, they, they tell the flaggers, do not go on the track. Yeah, yeah but not, I don't think yeah. they cared too much back in the day. Right. Um, right. It, minus Heath Voss just ignored them all. Right. But, um, <laughs> but the blue flags were always there. You could always see them. And yeah. whether it be on the finish line, they waved yep. the blue flag at you at the finish line. Right. Um, so for me, it was more so you always knew it was there. Yeah. Dean, what about what about anything they can do differently, do you think? Well, honestly, like, okay, so so sometimes, like, they wave the blue flag, like, really, really, really early. Like, yes, they'll wave yeah. it, and I'll look behind me, and then I'm like, I don't even see anyone. And they're, like, they're literally, like, half a track away, right? So sometimes it's, like, too early. And then I feel like in my case, like, honestly, like, stand on, like, like down the start straight, like, get freaking down there on the track and, like, point at me. Like, really, like, make me see it. Like, because I was, like, like I said, I thought it was Ferrandis behind me. And yep. I was just focused, like, I'm going to the checkered. I'm not letting Ferrandis by me. And, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. that. But I don't. I don't, like, honestly, I remember seeing that blue flag, like, maybe twice, but they weren't close at that point. And then mm-hmm. after that, it, I don't remember, honestly. Like, yeah. I'm sure they were waving it, but I was just, like, focused on, like, the guys on front. So Yeah, and I can speak as a privateer mechanic. I thought many, many times, stop waving the blue flag. The guys are straight away and a half away. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So, uh, but I kind of sided with Kenny on the Red Cross thing. It was tucked away. It was behind Ferrandis. The guy wasn't waving it, like, violently. You know what I mean? Like I get it. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not no. disagreeing with Kenny. Yeah. I'm just right. saying, like, if right. you're gonna throw out, be aware of your surroundings. Yes. Right. Everyone right. else is rolling the yeah. jump. Right. Why are you jumping it? But I mean, again, Preston, as I said, uh, and Davey and Dean, t- disagree with me if you want. I've seen ten thousand examples of ferocious, ho- horrible, yep. flagging yep. over the years. Like uh, it's it, you know the outdoor nationals. Like wh- where do they find these people? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, thanks, Preston. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, line one for Dean Wilson, brought to you by Skosh. It's Skippy. Skippy, what's up? What's your question for Dean Wilson? What's going on, boyos? What's happening? Hey, so uh, I I really think that you had a pretty quiet off season. Do you agree? Dino, yeah, yeah. So uh, after you know having a good, quiet, hard working off season, after going twelve, eleven, eleven, uh, do you think that? You know, it's pretty tough to kind of uh, get back into the momentum where I think everybody thinks you belong, and that's the. Uh, of course, I'm I'm a I'm a mohead Houston boy, so I always think you deserve to be in the top five. How hard is yeah. it to kind of rebound rebound after going uh, 12, 11, 11 to get yourself in the top five positions? I think like it's just a start. Honestly, I know I could be up there, and like like I said, it's like weekend one. I had Tomac behind me, and then you know. Cooper was, like, a few ahead, and then, like, weekend two, it's, like, the same thing. Like, every weekend, I'm battling with dudes that were literally just on the podium. So, it's just that deep that you need to get that start and and hold your own up front and really just be tough because, you know, everyone's – the top 15 all, of, you know, work hard and, and uh, put everything into it. So, it's, like – Really, just it's a bit of a mental game as well. It's like holding on tight for that, or holding on loose. I should, you should say, but you know, just yeah. mentally being strong for that whole main event. You know, is is the I think the separator. Uh, yeah, we had we've had eight different guys on the podium out of nine in three races. We've had three different winners. Brayton was third last week, and he was now he was tenth, right ahead of you. 
Uh, you know, Cooper Webb was 11th round one, then he won round three. So, yeah, Dino, all your points are, are well made for sure. So, thanks, Skippy. All right, cheers, boys. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, line four, Craig Martin. What's up, Craig? No, not too much. How are you guys doing? Good. What's your question? I, I have a little bit of a different take on this whole thing. And I, um, I know that Dean definitely may have made an a obvious um, scapegoat for Kenny, to be honest with you. But if we look back in history, just like you have with Kenny and where you think he's going to end up at the end of the season, if you go back in history, you know, Cooper got held up about mid-pack or midway through the race by, I think, Greasy, and Kenny gapped him. And then Coop came back and caught Kenny before Kenny caught Dean, and this whole thing happened. And in my opinion, everyone keeps saying that Kenny wins no matter what if it wasn't for Dean. I don't think so. This is falling apart for Kenny just like it always has every other time that Cooper's been behind him. And I believe that Cooper does get Kenny because Kenny doesn't seem to be able to hold it together at the end of the race. And the decisions, just like Davey was saying, the decision to go out 20 feet to the outside of the track over that one, you know, little double in, double out thing right. um, was just a horrible decision. And that's just back to Kenny being Kenny if you look at history. Well, at this point, Kenny does have to wonder what is going on with Cooper Webb getting him late in the races, for sure. He has yeah, to be super frustrated. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I really I really believe that, you know, Dean was a catalyst for the whole thing. Right. But it was Kenny's decision that ruined the race. If he would have went inside and took the line that Cooper took, mm-hmm. game over. Yeah. yeah, no. And it was his decision to not do that. Right. So he lost the race, in my opinion. All right. Dean or no yeah. Well, uh, well said. Thanks, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly another another side to it. Um, Dean, so what do you think of the three races in all that time? You good with it? I mean, it's kind of Salt Lake-ish, but you, you you like it? I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's just good. Like, you know, you have a a bad race or whatever it may be. Like, it's just nice to like kind of look at what you could do different and jump back into it a couple of days. You know, the worst is when you don't have a great race and you have to wait another seven days, yeah. you know, to race. So I like it. You get in a good little routine and, you know, uh, we just got like a little Airbnb and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like kind of made it homey. So yeah, I, I like it. I like the program. Uh, and in Indianapolis, are you doing that again or are you in a hotel for those three? Uh, yeah. Another Airbnb. Yeah. Cause then, you know, you, you don't have to eat out as much and right. can do your laundry, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah. just, uh, it's just, yeah, it makes it better. So are yeah, you, I like it. Are you, uh, are you running the air shock? No, no, I'm running the normal shock. Did yeah. you, did you test it or did it, was it not an option for you? Did you? Uh, yeah, I never really heard about it. Until okay. <laughs> right, right. Then you're I like, never, oh, uh, hey, look yeah. it. I, just, I never had that opportunity, but that's all right. I, uh, my stuff's good. Did you ever try that, Davey? Was it around? I ran front and rear air. You did run the rear in 16. air. Sixteen. Yeah. The okay. Front. Yeah. Front was air force. Yeah. And air shock. And you did you like it? The air shock. I liked because Shorty had some mixed things about it. I loved the shock at the KTM track. Okay. You know, or at my track, I loved the shock. Yep. But it for me, it didn't transfer track to track. Okay. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And when you got there, just to adjust and everything, it was really, really, really hard to you, do. You weren't. You needed testing time at each round, yeah, know, to kind of get. A so, control. like a normal shock, you can play with adjustments, and, and it, I think it right transfers quite a bit better. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I see that Webb went back and forth a little bit. I think Anderson has gone back and forth. So guys are trying different things. So, um, well, yeah, sure. Dean, it's uh, it's been a gnarly season to start for sure, and. and Man, it's been a lot to talk about for us in the media. I know you're probably missing us in the pits, Dino. It's I I, I get it. In the media not being around has probably been a big you know, a big big deal for you. So, you know. Yeah. No, it's been uh it's been good. You know, it's it's been obviously good racing, and uh, yeah, I think with this class, we're just, just going to keep getting you know, getting yep. better races and good battles, and yeah, hopefully I get them start styled and wow. we can we can be up there and not have to worry about any bad situations like. I have. Yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully you do. I want to see you up there for sure. Uh, thanks for the time, man. Thank you for coming on. No worries. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'll see you guys later. All right, see ya. That's see Dean well. Wilson, everybody. Brought to you by Skosh. I mean, I deleted the apps off his phone. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get Like I said, I'm going to go back to, like, I love Kenny, and I, and I like Dino. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was one mistake from Kenny that cost him. But granted, he had Dino and his vision trying to get around him. I get that. So I, would he have won if it wasn't for Dean? Yes. Yeah. But again, it's racing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Davey Millsaps on the show, former factory rider for Honda, <laughs> Suzuki, KTM, kind of a Suzuki rider, again, 450 class. Uh what am I missing? Kawasaki. Kawi, Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah, Yamaha. Yeah. I, I, Only one I didn't race was the Husky. I don't even know if I ever saw a photo of you on the on the Yamaha. Uh like a like a like a here's we weren't O'Neill? We're still gonna wear O'Neill that year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you were O'Neill? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm still O'Neill, man. You still O'Neill guy? Okay, yeah. so I don't know. I, I know you got the shirt, but who knows how old that is. <laughs> I just got it in the mail. Okay. Yeah. Mark and God. Frank are awesome, well, that, man. They well, hook up Dane all the time. That was your teammate, Dean Wilson, and Alex Ray, your other O'Neill teammate. So enjoy the ride. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing, Davey Millsaps, uh, Dylan Ferrandez, and Aaron Plessinger, and those guys running Vortex Racing right now. Christian Craig and Colt Nichols that we'll talk about later are using Vortex Racing. Stu and James uh, won championships using Vortex Racing. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com if you want uh, a set of sprockets or, or a chain or whatever it is. Those guys can dial you in. V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. They offer it in a wide range of bends. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of R&D and testing into the super strong bars without sacrificing weight uh, on those things. So thanks to Vortex for coming on. And again, Dean brought to you by Skosh. Firepower as well. Uh, Firepower committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in the industry. Kirk and all those guys down there are absolutely killing it. Justin Brayton, Muckoff Honda. They are using Firepower now. They're using the batteries and the chains over there. A-Ray using Firepower. Chiz. Chiz still out there just grinding, Davey. Grinding. Chiz, man. Chester Cheatham's. Love it, Chester Cheatham's. Wow, that was his nickname back in Florida. Oh, it was? I, yeah. I did not know this. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. He, used to, he used to have the Cheeto guy painted on the back with someone with Chester Cheatham's put on it. He did. Yeah, everyone blamed him for cheating. <laughs> you know, I did not it, know this. It was it was him and Alessi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's funny. Was, yeah. Uh, they, Kyle Chisholm using Firepower parts, a wide variety of chains from a heavy duty roller to O and X ring, all made in Japan. Fireweight Firepower offers featherweight lithium batteries that are backed by a two year warranty. Firepowerparts.com, Dave, if you need a battery for like your jet ski or anything, Firepower Parts will 
don't, don't have a jet ski. Just let me know. You don't. You don't even have a suit. And you don't have. I have a boat. That's for sale. Oh really? Yeah, you're <laughs> one of those guys that gets in a boat and then is like, oh shit. I've had a boat since. Well, bought my first boat when I was like 15. Oh, okay. And yes. then just I'm oh, I'm from Florida, so I, yeah, I, I yeah. love boats. Right. And then when I went to have a suit for the first time, I'm like, I can't come back here without a boat. So the next time I went, I landed and went and bought a boat, and uh, got a Nordic. Right. And Randy, who owns Nordic, is a motocross fan. Like he's he's awesome. Um, so I've had this is my third Nordic that I've owned. So well, firepower makes boat batteries. I'm sure. Hey, the, you brought up Justin Brayton and Muckoff. Yes. I will tell you, like, I am pretty pretty envious of uh, the Muckoff because they make fantastic chain lube for bicycles. And oh, stuff really? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I use. I'm a Maxima guy. For Chandler Bun Bikes. Yeah. I've, and Cycles is who I go through. Yeah. Yep. And they carry Muckoff, so yeah, I yeah. grab, and it's dry lube, so it's awesome. I've never heard of Muckoff before they came on with Brighton's team. Yeah. I honestly never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I use slick stuff for cleaning and yep. whatnot, but. Yep. The Muckoff. The Muckoff chain lube is fantastic. Okay. Well, there we go. Endorsed. <laughs> endorsed by Davey Milsa. No, not, 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 they're just jealous. Just jealous? Yeah. <laughs> I did not think that you'd be throwing up a Muckoff promo tonight, but that's I'm fine. not. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, I when I saw it on his. Yeah. You know, on a, as a sponsor, I'm like, right. Ah, right. no way. Do you think with no accident, no crash, you still racing? Yeah. You th- oh, uh, you, ooh. I'm, yeah. 21. How old are you? 32. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're not. 32? Yeah. Fuck me. I thought you'd be older than that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought you're like 34, 35 for I'll sure. be 33 next month. Okay. Yeah. So you think you're still racing? Do you think you're you're pulling a Brayton? You're so, pulling a Chad? That, well, like, 18 would have been my last year. That okay. was my goal. Oh, it was. 18 okay. was to be my last year. Yep. Um, depending on how the year went, the way I felt going into it, I probably would have kept going. Okay. Um, cause out of my entire career, I've never been, I've never felt so good. Uh, I was the, in the best shape of my life, hands yeah. down. Yep. And I felt better on the bike the day that I crashed, you know, the suspension guys and, and everyone got that bike so good for me that day. I felt better that day than I did in, in 13. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. and I was in ten times better yep. physical shape. Yep. So I probably would have kept going. I know uh, Shane Drew was at Yamaha then, yes. and, and told me you looked fantastic. Uh, like not the day you he didn't, he didn't mention the day you crashed. Just in preseason, he thought yeah. he, he thought you looked really good. So yeah, we got we got the bike good. I, I liked working with Shane again. You know, we had our we had our battles at Honda. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I think he, you know, he was listening. He was open, and yep. and he wasn't. Well, it's my way or the highway type of dude anymore. Right, right. And he, and it was awesome to work with him again. Yeah. And then he was there the day I got hurt. I think it was. Uh, I don't know why I have a brain fart with the other, with the KYB guy's name. Um, Kaz. Kaz. Thank yep. you. But they were both there. We got my forks and shock. Amazing. I had three laps left. Yeah. Of the day, and that was it. Yeah. So it was an on off, wasn't it? It was, was a. It? So you go on. Across, off, okay, table yeah. over single. Yeah, yeah. So. Damn. Uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, because you look at Brighton, like, podium last weekend. He's yeah. 36 years old, you know. Yeah. Chad got a podium his last year. Like, yeah, but see, well, like, you know? that's too old. Is it? You know, like, <laughs> for me, having two kids and, and, you know, a family and whatnot, and I right. did, I had my racing. Yep. You know, like, yep. I probably, like I said, I probably would have gone until 2020, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, past there, man, it's. I got to live my yeah, life too. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Plus, plus, I mean, you got so much money. <laughs> you know, you, like you don't even need to ride anymore. So I don't know why everyone thinks that, but oh, cause, stop! Because I have a boat. Um, no, it's not because you have a boat. Because I drive a GMC, bro. So that's we're not 
you've made so much money, and you, you deserve it. I mean, you deserve it. But yeah, I'm I spent saying, a lot more. Did you? What was the most? What was the biggest impulse purchase you ever made? That you just really was a dummy about. Like really, you're just you were just young. And is there is there one that stands out? All of them. All of them. <laughs> I mean, the motorhome, uh, the seven you know seven vehicles that I had. You had seven. You're up to seven at one point. Yeah. Um, I mean. Nothing like, oh, my God, but it was just continuous, yeah. you know, and then the trainers were really expensive. Yeah. And, you know, I love I love my bus drivers, but they were expensive. Mm-hmm. Just having the bus was expensive. Yeah, no, those things. All the fix it was expensive. All of you guys out of so, motorhomes on, on the road were so miserable with your motorhomes. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> yeah, you do? Yeah, yeah, I still have it, man. Yeah. So no, uh, they, they were awesome to have, I'm sure, but they, yeah, they were, the, the time, the, the money, and the maintenance and everything else. Yeah, Brittany and I sat down and I'm like... It makes way more sense just to stay in the hotel. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like we do anything, oh, my God, in, yeah. in the motorhome, and I really didn't race outdoors to need it. Yeah. So, yeah, outdoors is better than indoors. And <laughs> yes. You didn't race outdoors. Outdoors, right. hands down, yeah. you had to have a motorhome. Yeah, yeah. But indoors, it didn't make it. It didn't right. make sense. Ah, you needed the tax write-off anyways. You were making so much money. <laughs> uh, motorsport, those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. No, motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Uh their dedicated team of gearheads will have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Motorsport.com. Go on the banner on uh, pulpmex.com or pulpmexshow.com and uh, make a purchase through those banners at motorsport.com and uh, we will get a small slice of this. Big announcement with Motorsport, by the way, YouTube. Big announcement. Oh, yeah? The, oh. the deal for Phil Nicoletti and the Nationals is complete. Phil Nicoletti will be a motorsport.com rider for the Nationals. This so, pleases me. Yes. Did Phil get his Rockstar deal signed? Not yet. Oh. But the motorsport deal is locked in, and that means that I have to have Phil on this show every Monday to recap his races yeah. as part of the deal. So okay, very nice. The sunshine that is Phil Nicoletti will be in uh, uh, recapping his race. He's on a motorsport ride, uh, Yamaha, for the Nationals. So let's get our next guest on if we can, please. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Dungey coming up here right away. David Millsaps. Bless. God bless. Uh, I've seen God way too many times that day. He doesn't ride Supercross anymore, Phil. Death cross, he calls it. Outdoors only from now on. That's How about it. him in 800? Oh, that was great, right? I even wrote him. I'm like, dude, just keep your cool, man. <laughs> and he goes, how did you do your whole amateur career? <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, you're like, it just, it just, that's what I did. Oh, I got, we're, get, we're getting into that later. I got a couple of stories that I want to hear about. But, but uh, absolutely. Maxima USA, I use the mountain bike chain lube that Davey does not, but I enjoy the MaximaUSA.com chain lube. Uh, Maxima 927 as well. They changed the racing industry by introducing Caster 927 in the 70s. 927 still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Uh, their pro fil- their, the FFT filter oil is absolutely fantastic. SC1. When I was a mechanic, Davey, I would just spray Timmy's bike with SC1, and then I wouldn't need to work on it. My father-in-law is addicted to SC1. Oh, is he? Is? I mean, he literally <laughs> sprays it on everything. But now that you know, I use Slick, it's the shine. Yeah. It's... I gotta, I gotta have, I have to hide it from him. Yeah, and yeah. I, I see him spray Dane's bike all over, and I'm, I'm like, dude, don't get the, don't get the plastics, man. Like, not the side plates. <laughs> nah, but as a mechanic, I could just spray the whole thing and tell Timmy that it's all new. It, it was, was so slick. It, it was, yeah. So, it, it, it was. but he loves that stuff. Maxima USA Pulp MX20 is the code to save with Maxima U Pulp20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. So please check those guys out. AC. Eli Tomac and the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team all running uh, Maxima Oils. Let's welcome our next guest. He's brought to you by Motorsport.com. Go there uh, for your whatever you need, OEM on aftermarket parts and accessories. And uh, great to have him on the show once again. It's Ryan Dungey. What's up, Dunge? How are you? 
Hey, guys, doing good. How are you? We're good, man. So we're going to talk about the coffees in a second, but we we think here at the show that you owe Davey Millsaps here some coffee for the Salt Lake <laughs> for the Salt Lake victory that you took from him. <laughs> Can we get him? No, I, I think it's Gerke who owes it to me. Well, but Dunn shouldn't have passed you. That was a, that was... <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Well, we, well, we'll be having you share coffee, you guys, anyway. Okay, good to hear. Good to hear. See, look at Dave. I got you some coffee. You got me some coffee. I mean, he took he took Supercross wins for me. I, I only drink about eight cups a day. I don't need it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, perfect. Perfect. What uh, was there? Was there a time, Davey, that Ryan really got you upset out there? Was there one where you just were like, he got me again, and I just oh boy. I, I, was there one that outside of Salt Lake, or was that it? I mean, no, no, not, it's not yeah. like one of those ones like that. No. He ever, he ever like pissed me no, off. No, no, or I'm just like saying that. where you were just like this fucking guy again every like, year. <laughs> okay, all right, except for <laughs> except for 12 and 13 where I had him. Oh, okay. yeah, so, yeah, you, you were you were definitely on the gas that year. You came out swinging, that's for sure. So for me, those yeah. two years, yeah. I, he didn't, you know, bother me too too much. <laughs> okay, but I think the I other always remember ten... uh, Salt Lake City. I don't know if you remember, Davey, Was uh, you were? I think you still were in the championship, or maybe we both were trying to keep Villa from wrapping yep, it up. Yeah, thirteen. That was one of the races I I remember. And I think I came up to you afterwards, like or you know months later, like wow, I really dug deep and suffered. That was tough. Like I think we both. I was delusional the last two laps, hands down. <laughs> I yeah, I, was del- I I had to tell myself what was coming up so I could remember. Because oh, the <laughs> yeah. altitude, it was yeah. uh, Poto, me, then you, all twenty laps. Yeah, it was yep. back in the day when they actually did laps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but no, that was hands down. I'm you know one of my favorite races just because having the you know i i don't like to be in the middle of ryan's but (laughs) but just the fact of you know it was just a cool race man it was a really cool race yeah yeah so yeah holding on for deer every every (laughs) those laps though the whoops were pretty sketchy i remember going in every lap like here we go that's that's the only place i could breathe yeah really yeah Yeah. It was funny though that 13 season for you, like you switched to the Suzuki, yeah. uh, Bobby Hewitt's team, and yeah. guy, you were on fire that year. Just, just on a hey, hands down, I will give it to Yogi on that one. Yeah, yeah. He just just working with Yogi, yeah. yeah, working with Yogi for so long, and he got he. We sat down and and basically let he let me have it. Oh and yeah, and yeah. we, and that's where 13 came from. And then I got filled up in my head too much and became a dickhead again. And, <laughs> And out the window, everything went for me. So, um, well, Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Uh, first of all, so Absolutely. big big news from this weekend: the, the Dean Wilson, Roxon Webb situation. I'm sure this has happened to you. I don't know about costing you a win, but like as far as getting around a lapper and 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 them not realizing, because we all know Dean wasn't doing this on purpose. We all know that. But mm-hmm. what's your take on that on that whole thing? What, what how do you handle it? What do you do? Um. You know, I, I, gosh, I don't want to get in trouble here, but I think, <laughs> I think you can look at it from so many different ways, right? Like, yep. and, and everybody taking responsibility, right? So, yeah, Dean didn't know. That's one of those things he's going to try to be better on. And, you know, I always tried to look at it from a racer. Um, when I dissected the racer, I watched the race, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, you know, usually, you know, when you're winning the race, you know, especially the track was getting a little bit sketchier, you kind of labor up a little bit, and I think. I think when I watched the race, if Ken would have just held his lines, he gave up a lot of time the last two, three, four laps mm-hmm. by switching his lines up. And so I think that allowed Cooper, you know, he started riding a little bit more safer because, you know, you don't want to make a mistake. So that allowed Cooper to close up maybe a closer than he should have been. 
and you know when they you know came up on Dean Wilson. So, but at the same time, you know, it's just uh, it's racing. It's one of those incidents. It's it's a bummer. It comes down to that, but it's yep. like at the same time, this is. Uh, I mean, multiple times we've seen it. I think, um, you know, I think back to when I was with Marvin and. Uh, and Atlanta and, you know, the lapper, you know, got in the way and it's yep. just like, that's, that's just kind of part of it. So, you know, these are all types of situations that come into play, I guess, when, when you're racing and then, you know, looking at a championship, I mean, these are the types of challenges that you're going to go through trying to get to win a championship too. So it yep. just, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. It was just, but you know, I don't think the guy that's going to, I don't think I know anybody who has the guts to be like, I'm going to really, I'm going to block this guy from oh, winning. I just, oh. I don't think that's anyone. I know one guy, Dunch. Uh, Chad Reed. <laughs> Chad Reed to you. Uh, whatever race oh. that was. <laughs> what? no, I'm not. <laughs> well, that was the talk fair, of the year, yeah, man. No, no, but to be, yeah, I guess, you know. Besides that. Actually, <laughs> besides him holding you up for six laps, it was no big deal. Right. No, it's just yeah. No, you guys are gonna get me in trouble now. Come on, <laughs> you're retired. Get you in trouble for what? Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, no, anyway, but when you're the moment. when you're lapping a guy uh, and you can't and he doesn't let you by right away, are you revving and yelling? And is what are you doing? Are you doing anything else other than revving and yelling your bike? Bam Bam probably does. Okay, yeah. I mean, hands oh, yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, I do it to him though, and thirteen. But I mean, I, I don't know if Dunge. Yeah. I don't know if you, oh I'd be screaming you scream I'd be screaming yeah. like if we were in the air I mean I'd yeah. be panic revving like okay like, this is last lap you got to get out of my way like yeah. like right right and I don't know yeah I mean I knowing how I am I'm like I don't want to lose this race and I'm gonna you know try to do anything <laughs> I can but yeah I, I'd be kind of panic panicking inside a little bit just to like do whatever I can to get him out of the way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and does that work can you hear guys yeah, yeah. if you're getting lapped or you like you can hear guys perfectly I mean Fine. most of the time I don't know about you Ryan but like I said that. Like, most of the time, you know your surroundings. You know who's in front or who's behind. You know where every, kind of everyone's at. That's. I mean, I don't know if I was just paying too much attention to it. Right. But I mean, if you're leading and someone's behind you, you know that they're there. You know where they're going to go most of the time. Right. So. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, and even yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess. I mean, even and I guess yes to, to that point. But me and you, Davey, or you know, and I'm sure Dean probably he's not thinking. I don't think he goes in the race. Like I, I, I don't even think he's thinking about getting lapped. He probably doesn't even know he was getting lapped. Yeah. And again, I don't know, but yeah, you're, you are aware of your surroundings, but at the same time in the, in that, uh, you know, I'm trying to give everybody the benefit of doubt, mm-hmm. I, I think, but I, again, I'm just an uh, outsider looking in. Well, both yeah. you and Davey both said the same thing. Just hold your, he's, yeah. can he hold his line? And, if he would have held it, he yeah, would have won. Yeah, hands down. yeah no, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But neither of us are in that situation. Ryan's probably been there more than obviously any of us. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I think if he would have just kept his composure mm-hmm. and yeah. and yeah. not panic when he, I feel like he hit Dino's rear wheel over that wall. Yeah. And that kind of messed him up, and then he lost his composure. Right. Right. No, for so, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryan, good start to the season. Eight different guys in nine, not uh, out of nine on the podium. Three different winners. Your uh, KTM brother in there, Cooper Webb, coming through the pack and, and, and got 11th at round one, then wins this last one. It's been a good series. It's been a good start. It has. It's definitely, if I, you know, the first initial impression, especially watching practice, it's like everybody's within a second, it seems. And, um, the, you know, when it comes time to racing, it does spread out a little bit, but track track positioning seems to be everything. you got to be there right off the bat. And, 
and I don't know if you, I mean, Davey, you can attest to this too, but like the one thing I noticed, like the front two guys get out front and they go, that's mm-hmm. kind of what we've seen every race. But I think this is a ra- This is a season where granted, let's say you are faster than the guys mm-hmm. who got a better start ahead of you. It's really easy. I think these guys are falling into the, their pace where they, if they don't get around them right away. And Dave, you know, this, like yep. if you're around a guy, if you're, if you can't get around a guy who's, slower than you you almost fall into his pace and then that's that's uh that's hard to get out of yeah no hands down that's yeah so what do you do you just got to get them right away right if you don't pass you follow them then kind of like for example i it's the best way best analogy tomac and and anderson and outdoors yeah tomac's blazing up gets to anderson and can't go anywhere, and then it ends up going backwards almost. Right. So it's mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. you get in their pace. You, you get just, you can't get around it, and then it just boom. Right. I wish uh, I wish our and I, and I don't I've never done this obviously, but I've been to enough races and I've watched enough races. I wish a fan could like kind of get get inside of a helmet of one of you guys, one of you two guys, or anybody. The first like three to four laps of a Supercross race. I mean, it is warfare. Yeah. Like off the like you guys are like you know. I can't start. How many times did I see Ryan Dungey come around the first turn and like, ah, sixth or seventh, and by three t- three yeah. straights in, Ryan, you're second or third, and you're, I mean, you're going for it, right? Like it is, uh, yeah. it is a gnarly yeah. time for you athletes. Your heart rate's two hundred, and and it is go time. It's insane. If I saw two hundred, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely. Uh, I think now um, there was one moment last year I was practicing and. Um, one of the guys, local pros here, was he got behind me. I was like, "All right, am I really going to try to turn it up here?" And and you, I actually yeah. like you go into that race space, and you you actually realize pretty quick, like, "Wow, that's uh, how when you yeah. were at the top of level in shape, how how the, your body's reacting and how yeah. um, efficient it is. It's it's actually pretty amazing what the body can uh, where you can the level of fitness you can get it to. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Hold on, though, is this was this like Henry Miller or somebody like just a local pro because. If it's just some guy getting behind you, I mean that's a dick move by this well, guy. Well, no, no, okay. it actually, actually, it's funny. Even you, it was actually Henry Miller. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> I okay. can't believe you actually. Yeah, I, uh, okay. you know, it was right before Millville, and right. we had this. We did that St. Jude ride day. We yep. were, uh, yep. you know, we were all out there riding the big bikes, and the little bikes were separated, so we had the big bikes out there, big bike practice, and. You know, he was like, "I'm gonna jump behind you." I was like, "All right, here we go." You know, trying okay. To, we just so it was all fun, it was all planned, and it was and Henry Miller's a top twenty guy, so I'm perfectly fine with this. I was just thinking, yeah, it was so, I, I think it was just some guy like just jumping behind Ryan Dungey. Yeah. You know, like yeah, but, yeah okay. <laughs> no, no, not all right. Yeah, okay, yeah, so he was, he actually had some cr- credentials for sure. Okay, good, <laughs> good, yeah. Because what a, what a dick move that would be. Like you know what I mean? Like you guys go to Glen Helen on a Thursday, and some guy. Yeah. You know, some some parent sends their amateur kid. Hey, yeah, hang in behind Davy Millsaps. I, I made one. There. I made one lap when I went riding last year. I made one lap and I got arm pump, and I'm like, ah, that's I'm it. Good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let, but you brought yeah. you touched on something, Davy, for uh, early in the interview. So, 20 minutes now they go, not 20 laps like yep. what you guys did. And both you or you do the 20 minute. Format. I did 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and Ryan, you did too. Um, mm-hmm. I like it uh, as a guy watching the races. Because a lot happens. It's a lot of fitness. Uh, there are definitely some guys from 15 done back that have no business being out there after 15 minutes. But anyways, the, the, but, but I could see, and I heard complaints from both of you over the years, like the tracks are brutal. Mm-hmm. So that's dangerous. So overall, Ryan, I'll start with you. 
is the 20 minute change a good thing for you? Would you go back if, if you were racing today? Um, you know, I, I think the, what it's going to be, it's what it's going to be. Um, but personally what I favored and that might just be because of what I started with. I just like the 20 laps to me, um, as a racer, that was perfect. Um, you know, 20 laps in itself is a lot. When you start doing 29 laps, like some of these guys, yep, it's a lot of laps, not just that, but also the, the tracks. When I was racing, the tracks got really nasty and really sketchy. So it was, uh, and they had less time to actually prep, it seemed. But that, you know, when when you look at it from a fan standpoint, yeah, they get 20 minutes every single time. You know, when they go to the races, they, you know, the 250s are out there for 15 minutes and the 450 for 20. But personally, I thought 20 laps. Granted, you could get the times to in the 50s. I thought to me that that was solid. But, right. um, that, that that was just you know my personal uh, opinion. Hey, round one, twenty nine laps, twenty nine right. laps. You know, that's, yeah. that's that's a lot, man. Well, I I just think about this track condition, and you guys are like, oh god, this. And that's twenty twenty two riders out there now, yeah. Yeah, twenty two riders doing an extra nine laps. Yeah, that's a lot of tires going through the jumps, the corners, the whoops. Right, right. You know, I did, I never mm-hmm. minded the whoops being bad, but. Yeah. And nowadays they're just jumping them. So did you like it or did you like twenty laps? No, are you, are, are well, you no. I, I would have had a lot more podiums if it was just twenty laps. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's the truth. I mean right, there would have right. been. Cool. I would probably had like at least four or five more podiums if, if it wasn't for the extra five laps I had to do. Yeah, it wasn't that I was <laughs> out of shape. I just made way more mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking to someone who was winning during that time, right. but. For me, hands down. But you you grow up and you watch twenty laps. Right. You know, right. I did. I went to the four fifty class when I turned when I was eighteen. Yeah. You know, so it was twenty laps, twenty laps, right, twenty right. laps, and then all of a sudden, right, they just switch it. Well, Ryan, you're actually one of the guys not to blame for the twenty minute things, but you are you were a prime example that I was talking about, and I kind of heard through the grapevine that, believe it or not, some of the guys that fell thought. That my points I was making were actually pretty valid, believe it or not. I swear uh-huh. to God. But what I was saying was, so Santa Clara, 17, uh, I was saying, because I was there and I'm just like, I cannot believe this. It was uh, whatever second lap Yeah, time. I remember. I remember. Yeah, 43 seconds. Right. Yeah. And so I timed it and I, I used this example. I said, Ryan Dungey was on the track. It's a three-hour night show where you pay $70 for tickets or whatever. It's a three-hour mm-hmm. night show. Mm-hmm. And I said, Ryan Dungey was on the track for 17 minutes. You know what I mean? Or whatever it was. I don't, I don't remember the exact number. Was that the one that Pike podiumed? Was it? Yeah. The whoops at the finish line? Whoops, turn whoops? <laughs> I don't know, Davey. Um, whoops, 180. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, let me let me look here because Davey's, Davey's no, out. No, it was me 2016. Up. It was me and Kenny was on my butt the whole time. I remember it was uh, in the lap times were short. And I remember thinking, wow, it's going to be a short race. It's going to be less than 15 minutes on the actually main event. So I, I actually remember that exactly. Right. Yeah. So so I was saying, like, look, you, your family of four, Ryan Dungey is your favorite rider. You know what I mean? You're there to see the stars of the sport. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you are, were there to do. And you're on the track for 17 minutes or three hours. And I was just saying, like, they got to be longer. They Whether they, whether it's like a European uh, head-to-head race, you know, what we you do in Bercy and all that, or whether it's a, a fast lap or whether it's, a, you know, whatever it is. I was like, we need to get these guys on the track longer. And uh, apparently, I made some good points, and it was twenty minutes the next year. It wasn't because so of me. I'm not so saying you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, hey, I'm, no. I don't, I'm not the one with the fitness. So no. what do I care? Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I, 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 no, but uh, yeah. truthfully, yeah. 
I I think like heck yeah that's what what I prefer but like yeah. you know when you're looking at the longevity of you know what's best for the sport mm-hmm. of course I mean I you you are you know in a sense right I mean the more time out there the better for for the fans and right. um but you know yeah if we if I think if our whole sport looked at what we wanted uh as far as the riders wanted then yeah, probably wouldn't be uh, the best yeah. for everybody. <laughs> Good so, point, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, no no dealer signings on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> the, see, like, the dealer signings weren't really that big of a deal. It was more so uh, right. if they were so far out of the way. You're right, right. You know, but mm-hmm. being there for an hour, I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't really have a job. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's the truth, yeah. yeah we yeah. got a call for you, Dunch, here. This, uh, she's been waiting. Um, I've got to get the – who is it, Tits? Who's on number one? Casey. Casey, there we go. Uh, Casey, welcome to the show. Ryan Dungey's on the line. You've been on hold waiting to speak to him. So uh, what do you got to say, Casey? Um, I just wanted to say I'm the one that won that contest and got to ride with him last January, Oh, uh, me oh, and my yeah. dad. Yep, um, I remember. And, yeah, he was just so cool, like took the extra time, rode with each of us, and it just meant a lot to us. It was such a bucket list day. Hold on. I don't know. what is. How did you win this, and where was it, and what happened? I need to know. What was the deal? Um, Mad Skills Motocross, okay. the game yep. for your phone. Yep. Um, just by playing each week, you got put in for the entries, and they drew my name. Nice. So where'd you ride at with Ryan? Uh, Paula. Oh, Okay. Cool. So I live in Tennessee, and it was actually supposed to be in November, but it was like the one day that there was a thunderstorm. And so they rescheduled it till January, which actually worked out for me because then I got to go to the Anaheim Supercross. Oh, yeah, that's nice. uh, Yeah. So who who got to ride with Ryan? Was there somebody in your family or or you yourself? or? Uh, Yeah, me and my dad. Oh, nice. Okay, so did Ryan let you beat him? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I actually have a picture. It was in that small period where he was on a Honda. Yeah. So it's one of those history things. That's a, that's a good point. Very rare photo. Yeah, very yeah, rare. Yeah, we actually caught a uh, – that day was uh, prime. The track was perfect. I mean, you would, I think they got a little water uh, rain the day before, so it was just nice. perfect for us. Well, yeah, awesome. I remember that. Awesome, Cassie. I'm glad you had a good time. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. It's good to hear from you again. Thanks for calling yeah. in. Yeah, tell, Good luck tell with your coffee business. Well. Thanks, Cassie. Oh, I will. Cassie, did, right. you, did you place an order with RD Coffees? I have not. What's wrong? What, 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 why not? <laughs> I I personally don't drink coffee. Uh, well, it's a great Christmas gift. You missed your window. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. We'll do it, Cassie. Place an order. <laughs> thank All you. Right, thank you. All right. I mean, you, you went riding with the – that's the least they could do. I would have – yeah. I mean, I mean, RD, I got a birthday coming up, people. dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys ain't gonna i'm gonna be out of business yeah, yeah. <laughs> giving all this coffee no away. i'm no. getting you an order from cassie but what mail saps deserve coffee you took the win from them in salt lake at least you could do is a bag of coffee yeah you don't let yeah, things go um no but hey let's talk about a little bit rdcoffees.com you've been on here before and uh our listeners uh were, were in- intrigued enough to place a few orders which is awesome i have not ordered I- i've got to reorder i'm out of the accelerate stuff but the espresso blend that's new right yeah, actually, we uh, we just came out with the uh, espresso blend. It's called Whole Shot. Um, it's been a little over a week. So I think the last time I was on the show, I want to say we had our second roast on there, which was uh, the Always. But anyway, yep. we've had about – we got about five roasts now. And, um, yeah, it's been going good. So I finally – 
Um, the espresso blend was something I really wanted to get out and launch here. Um, so we, we finally got that going um, just in time for the start of the season. But it's been going been going really good. And um, so yeah, are you been super supportive? So this is a stronger coffee. Like this is like an espresso. Like when you get a shot of espresso, right? I don't know if you you do you guys either espresso. One, you, you, what am I saying? Espresso. 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 Yeah. Are, do either one of you do the espresso? I wasn't correcting you. Oh. Yeah. I bought my wife an espresso machine for Do you do the Christmas. direct shots? Do. I don't either. No. Dunge, do you? I froth the milk and everything. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Dunge, do you drink, yeah. drink, drink that? Yeah, either way. Um, I mean, personally, uh, a lot of times I will have a shot of espresso, but sometimes um, I like to do the Americano. You know, you got the option on the machine to, you know, oh, add okay. the water. So, yeah, yeah. or a latte. A latte is good, you know. So we, we have a whole machine here. So we uh, we we get to kind of brew. If you need a coffee truck, if you need a portable coffee truck and have us, you just hit me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I'm losing my mind That's a little bit. Step. I need something to do. Hey, yeah. uh, I'm a good barista. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I think I don't make. I don't make the money that you two have made in your God, careers. You and this no, money. but listen, I've I've heard. This is what I've heard. When you spend good money, you can get one of those machines like what Starbucks have, or like a really good one. Yeah, but those are expensive. I've only bought the shitty ones, and I've never had luck with the frothing of the milk and the espresso. Like my the machines are garbage, right? The machine I bought my wife for Christmas was, I think, retail at four hundred bucks, and I got oh, two hundred really? off. And it was good, and it's good. It's fantastic. I've been told you got I've been told you got to spend like a yeah. thousand or more than, to get one, a good machine. I mean, I'd imagine to to get. Right. A, great machine but i mean i this is fantastic okay dunge where are you at with your machine how much did that thing cost you yeah mine was about 750 okay but, i mean you know within that price range they make some pretty quality good stuff these days where you can get a you know you can get make a mean home latte or espresso i mean there there's so many options out there yeah i i, I drink lattes non-fat yeah. non-fat milk uh espresso you know lattes i like those but I've never been good enough. Like I, said, I need to buy. I need to just buy the machine and just do it. I guess <laughs> it's a, it's an investment into the into the home. For so sure. is the whole shot yeah. espresso blend? Is that so? Is that that's very strong? Then I'm guessing. Don't just espresso. It's it's very. Is that what it is? Bitter, not bitter tasting, but coffee tasting. Yeah, I mean when you when you brew it as an espresso, I yep. mean um, you know it's de- definitely much more concentrated. So you're going to get more of a. You know, a stronger shot. Yep. Um, I think a lot of the a lot of the uh, flavor and taste kind of lies in the the beans. You know, obviously, um, it's a mix between Colombia and Guatemala, and 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 trying to find the right ratios. You know, you don't want to have uh, too much of uh, of one bean where it's super acidic, but you kind of want to have that overall smooth taste on the palate. I know I'm talking, you know, coffee here, but no, it's cool. um, just trying to trying to capture that really uh, good smooth taste and um yeah, and it's not harsh or acidic or anything like that, but really balanced. Davey, yeah. look how much he's into coffee. I'm I'm with him. <laughs> he's into coffee this bad. I, I drink I drink purity coffee because it's I mean, it's tested to the max and there's absolutely no bits and particles right. of mold whatsoever in it. Mm-hmm, um it's organic mm-hmm. yeah. and cuz a lot of people uh, They'll sell, you know, do organic beans or whatnot, but yep. it won't get fully tested to where there can be some mold on it from, you know, from whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So this one, it goes through the whole process. But yeah. I mean, I love, I have at least, like, I know I was yeah. not lying to you. Right. I have like five cups a day. Wow. You yeah, and- I, d- I did this whole thing. Like how many cups is too much? And they said five is the max. <laughs> and that's where I stay. <laughs> so it off the wall. Yeah, yeah I, I do that. And I have some other energy. It's some natural energy. So right. it doesn't count towards coffee, yeah, but it's yeah, still, yeah. it's still something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big coffee guy too for sure. And 
I, I was telling Wygant how about how I was buying RD coffees, yeah. and he's like, "That sounds expensive." I just buy the Folgers in a can. God, I'm like, "Come on, dude, that's water." Come on, we right? I heard I heard that stuff has like sticks and stones, like like they don't process it. Like that, this stuff is just like not good. It's 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 right? oh, for it's sure for piss. sure. Yeah. Well, and even to Davey, your point, like, yeah, and that's that's every step of the way that I, I mean, it's specialty coffee. It's the highest grade. So yeah. it is organic, although we don't promote because we're not certified. But for, for the most part, it is organic and high quality. And I mean, in the other sense that we roasted fresh and it's shipped directly. It's roasted fresh right when they order and ship right to their front door. So it doesn't have the chance to build up more oh, or nice. anything like that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. want to ask you sure. over over this. I would have texted you that. But yeah, now that sure. now it's open, you know it's open now, so we're good now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll yeah. give you my address later. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I love the accelerate stuff. That's that's what I've ordered. I have not tried. I tried the Rev. I prefer the Accelerate uh, Dunge, mm-hmm. and I have not tried the Always or Always Five or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. The Accelerates uh, that was our first roast, and yep. there was a reason why that was the first one we came out with, just because. When I tested it from you know you know uh, my family and friends and sent it out to to you know people around, they uh, that was like out of like four or five different roasts or origins that we were trying, that was like the one they picked. So it's a it's a popular roast even today. Yeah, rdcoffees.com for more information on that. So uh, Ryan, I had to tell Davey. He, Davey's coming in for the show. His co-host. I said, hey. Just, can you make sure you watch the race? He's like, oh, okay, all right. So you watch the race. Uh, Ryan, I, I, I YouTube it this morning. Okay, thank you, Ryan. You're you're watching everyone, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, it's kind of I don't know if it's uh, I wouldn't say bad, but I'm uh, kind of sit there and I I don't know if Davey you get this or not, but I sit there and I'm kind of like, all right, put yourself back in that. What's it feel like? Mm-hmm. Remember the nerve? Everything kind of hits you when you watch it. It makes so me kind of got this. It makes you miss it for sure. That's and why so I don't you kind of got this yeah. adrenaline uh, kind of pump, and you're yep. sitting there on the couch and kind of like, you like you're not take. Yeah, you're like okay, I, like you should be out there racing. But anyway, then then the fan part. There's a fan. The fan part kind of comes out like, all right, Lynn, who's going to win the race? Who, who do you got? Type <laughs> yeah, of yeah. feel, and you're like, I can't believe I'm talking like this, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's fun, you know. <laughs> uh, I was. Uh, we do this podcast myself and Wagan. It's a re-raceables one. We go back and we watch old races. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. talk to the guys, some of the guys that were in it, like we did Orlando 05, and we talked to Ricky, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you won that night. Yeah. Um, and, and I see myself on there as a mechanic, like either behind Timmy or in the mechanics area. You love being behind Timmy. I do love being <laughs> Good one. Um, oh, God. And I look at myself, and I'm like, that seems so long ago. Like, I, I quit in, my last year was 05, and I'm like, I can't even – Look at me. Like, I, it just seems so long ago it's for me. It's a long time right? ago. It's a long time right? ago. Right? And I, and I just think to myself, yeah. wow, like, I, I was a whole other life right? where, where you worked 80 hours a week and you lived and died by your rider's results and the, the adrenaline that you would get before the gate dropped and starting your watch, you know, all that kind of stuff that you – and I was like, shit, yeah, that, that's just funny. I just – I mean, I would watch that. the races, but it's not that, oh, my God, like, I, it drives me nuts that I'm not there. It's like my kids, you know, Dane raced on Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm always doing something. And then when I got home, I was just at the races. I, yeah. And yeah. then when I watch it with Dane when yeah. he's home, but he wanted to stay with, you know, his, the grandma and grandpa yeah, yeah. that night. Yep. So he left. So I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm, no, you know, no kids. <laughs> so I put, I put Big Bang on or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no. I'll watch it the next day or, or recap. But right, right. I mean, yeah, like to, you know, to do you what still Ryan talk, said. Do you still talk to Marty? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, I, there's your. There's. I've you, talked to him all the time. Can you ask him why he keeps washing the front out? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I wrote him and he's like, dude, I just keep falling. He does keep falling. And I'm like, stop spazzing. And he's like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm too old for this. I'm like, you're too old to spaz. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I love, obviously I love Marty. I've been, you know, yeah, been no. one of my best friends yeah. for God knows how long. Right. But, uh, yeah. it's come on. He's, Hey, when he crashed passing Mookie, yeah. he was going fast. He was, but God, Marty, just hang it on, put it on two wheels, Marty. Don't well, don't you never want any of those championships crashing like Marty? It's not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Marty. He's Poor... Just probably listening. He's not listening. I, no, no, he's not I listening. mean he's no. probably. He's not listening. No, no he's, he's not listening. listening. No, he hates me. But it's fine. Uh, well, uh, no, yeah, yeah. All right, hey, we got a phone call for Ryan uh, from Silver Wolf. Silver Wolf, what's up? You ordered some RD coffee. I did. I ordered some coffee, and more so than that, I want to share with you guys kind of a bigger story because your model really is coming into play here. Okay. And the story is when one night I came home kind of late, you know, and just chilling. So I, you know, have a little food on the couch. I put on the the rerun of the show, right? Okay. And I get to you know Ryan's interview, and I'm like, oh wow, he's doing coffee. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. I have to check it out because I'm I I race KTM. Um, amateur and orange is my color and yep. of course you know the champ and so I ordered some coffee and mm-hmm. then I kind of screw up my order they were super responsive super cool you know fixed my messed up credit card thing everything was good coffee came quick I'm, I'm telling you I quit <laughs> coffee for a while and I started this coffee is the best coffee ever and everybody I'm like holy shit I found the best coffee. Check it out. And I, I, I show the always five. Everybody. Nice. Nice. Good so, to yeah. hear. No, I, I, uh, I know um, your email. We've been emailing back and forth. G, GJ Silverwolf, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's me. We're, we're, we're chatting. Wow. <laughs> so, Ryan's yeah. answering the emails. Hold on. Don, you're yeah, doing the yeah. emails? Well, I, you know, in the beginning I was doing a lot of them, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hands on. I like it. They're too big now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he has yeah, something to do it yeah. now. What if you get an order from Haines City, James Stewart? What, what, what are you going to do then? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stu. Oh, you guys. No, hey, Silver Wolf, I th- thanks for that. I really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot coming uh, fr- from you as well, and a lot of hard work has gone into it. So it, uh, the words mean a lot. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Ryan. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thank you. Please thanks for the call. Up. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, rdcoffees.com. Uh, Ryan, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it was good. A uh, little bench racing. It was fun. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. well, that's, uh, yeah. We, listen, we can't have you on and not ask you your take. I mean, you're, you're you know, a legend in the sport. So uh, we got we to gotta figure out what, <laughs> oh, you would, what, what you would say. Uh, we really appreciate yeah. it. Again, rdcoffees.com, everybody. Try it out, and uh, we'd appreciate it. Millsaps, we'll get you a bag on the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. It's the least he can do for taking yeah. taking. I all appreciate the, it, Artie. Dude, how many, how, many, yeah, bud. how many wins did he rob from you over the years? I mean, a lot. I mean, how oh, many wins geez. did he have? I was probably in them all. <laughs> Not outdoor wins, dude. He didn't well, rob any of those from you. No, no, just no, in, no. Just indoor no, wins. No, no, just, right, in, just right. indoor. Uh, cool, hey, man. Hey, yeah. but Davey, we had, uh, we had the best mechanic in the house, huh? Hey, Carlos. Hey, man, that's my that's like my second dad. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I, I saw him. I saw him in California. He came out. Danny was out riding uh, at Michael Apaglia's house, and I was staying there in the motorhome. And he was riding, and Carlos, Dumba, and Cry were out there. Danny's shit. Yeah, breaks his bike. I'm like, thank God, Carlos is here. <laughs> thank God, Carlos is here. You're like, hey, it's it's just like yeah. me all over. Yeah, again. just like yeah. me all over again. But no, hands down, Car- uh, 
Artie Carlos yeah. is. No, I mean, do, people were born to be something. He was born to be yeah. a mechanic. He's still doing it now so, for Coop, man. Yeah. Still, yeah. you know, like. Uh, and Dane's uh, next. <laughs> yeah. Dane's well, next. Did he, yeah. Davey, he left you to go to KTM, right? So or how did when go? I went to JGR, I wasn't allowed to take yeah. a mechanic. And he and so I'm like, Carlos, like, what, I'm not going to go. And he goes, dude, like, go. Yeah. And so I went, and then Roger's been trying to get him since we left Suzuki. Okay. And yeah. I, I made sure that he wasn't going. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I, he's family. Right. So, you know, I considered the, them to, you know, yeah. my kids' grandparents as well. So Yeah, when he left you, it was a big deal. Like in the sport, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, like Carlos is leaving? Like Davey? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. hurt because, I mean, he could have done so much over at JGR as well, right, right. you know, and then from there, whatever else. But he, yeah. he's doing good, obviously, you know, with Ryan and then Coop and – yeah. Um, so he, he was always like, Hey, Mathis, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I shaved like three quarter. Uh, I shaved a half a pound off my bike this that. week. I, I'm like, okay, cool, cool, Carlos. And then like two weeks later, he's like, we found another weight saving. Yep. And I'm just like, God, Carlos loves the weight savings yeah. on the bike. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's, he's, he's good at what he's great yeah. at what he does. Yeah. Yeah. For you sure. Know? And, but yeah. the one thing I have on him, I still have it is he worked for Alessi one on one race. So I have that one. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Toronto. And, no and unless his bike broke. No way. Stop The it. one race, the only that. race that Carlos's bike has ever broken between myself, probably Dunge, Coop, yeah. was Alessi. He probably did it on purpose. He, couldn't <laughs> handle it. he could not handle that. He probably did it on purpose. So do you, do you think, Davey, do you think I rank right above Carlos as mechanics? Or how far do you think I'm above Carlos for all-time mechanics? Um, do you think I'm right there? Or? He, he, mm. No. No. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, you're probably a good mechanic. I mean, you probably love wrenching on ferry, but um, but Carlos is okay. Well, I mean, Goose is. I know Goose is good, whatever. But Carlos, you put him on anything. No, I'm kidding. Carlos no, I'm saying, but like, he's just. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know what it is, but you, I, yeah. you just loved, you loved Juice and Ferry. Well, so. because I took him to the top. I'm sure you did. <laughs> we won a moto at Bud's Creek. I'm sure he was on the top. We won a moto. <laughs> Sounds All right, good. that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, Ryan. Thanks again for coming on. You keep, you keep setting them up. I do, I do. I, I got, <laughs> dude, I got to go. It's, it's, it's brutal. So uh, thanks, right. thanks for coming on, and uh, RD Coffees, everybody. See you, RD. Thanks, man. See, see you guys. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Davey Millsaps in studio. I, I'm setting myself up. But I'll show, I'll show you on this commercial break my summer cross trophy that you don't have. Timmy and I beating Jeremy McGrath at the Coliseum. I'll let you take a photo with it, maybe. But, okay. but you can't touch it. All right. Uh, thanks for coming in, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Ryan Dungey, Dean Wilson, Alex Ray still coming up. And we will try to figure out what happened with the A. Ray, Davey Millsaps relationship and try to get it back together. And uh, much more on the show. Jason Thomas as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be right back after this commercial. Lame. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. 
Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride. Only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandez and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information.
Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and GasGas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure that your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit DecalMX.com. 
Use promo code PULPMX to receive 20% off your custom graphics. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mesh Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. In studio, Davey Millsaps. How, how's the show so far for you? How, how, how are we doing? Fantastic. Like, is it everything you expected, or is it <laughs> is it, or are you, are you let down by what you know this thing behind the scenes? Hey, <laughs> you know what? I'll take that as an endorsement. Uh, Davey Millsaps, official show of Davey Millsaps, <laughs> Pulp and Mech Show. Uh, D- Jason Thomas coming up here shortly. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Davey, if you're looking for something, Alpine Stars job of the week is uh, ra- racing services rider support. So you would go to all the races, you'd fit the fit the stuff, get the new, replace it, clean it. If you're looking for something to do, uh, the first and only job board, built specifically for the motorcycle industry, it's a full time job. It's in Torrance, California. A Star is seeking a sports minded, enthusiastic, and energetic individual to fill an opening in the racing service department. Hey, this is Kenny Day's old job. Yep. Yeah. I just put that together. Ideal candidates must have a passion for motorcycle sports together with an intuitive understanding of the complexities of the racing world. Uh, Alpine Stars, good company, great products. Want to get involved with racing? MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Please check that out, Alpine Stars Racing Services. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And uh, much more to come up here. Alex Ray coming up as well. Jason Thomas. We've got the Race Tech rant of the night. Marks, are you ready or not? Are you doing this or are you backing out? Well, now that we know that um, Dean did not, in fact, get a penalty, yeah, I think I'm out. Oh, I thought it was just based on the AMA and their antiquated scoring techniques and everything. I mean, I can get on that, too, if you oh. really want. Okay, because this involves Pulp Mix Fantasy issues. Dude. Well, I, yeah. I'll save it for later. Are you a Pulp Mix Fantasy player? No. No. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't played Fantasy at all. You're aware of it, though. I mean, just now. Yeah, because of A-Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of A-Ray, yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love his character that shows up. It's great, right? And we just added that this year. That was uh, that was our that was our idea. It was, it was, hot topic. It was yeah, it, it really was. It was worth it. It's great. Yeah. Um, for over thirty years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastic seat covers, rider ID products, or official licenses with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM. Husky, Suzuki, uh, quality service and knowledge over there at Decal Works. They're a proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM factory uh, team. V- DecalMX.com. Use the code PulpMX to save 20% off your custom graphics. The guys at Decal Works are making uh, Chris Key for those custom graphics we talked about uh, last uh, last show. So thanks to those guys for uh, coming on board. And uh, lots to talk about when it comes to Houston for sure. Uh, I think we've covered – I think we really beat the uh, – Wilson uh, rocks the thing to death. So, yes. um, hey, one thing I think that I don't know if anybody who wasn't who was there wasn't there didn't notice was Justin Barsha, the winner of round one, mm-hmm. uh, very good again. He yes. he was he came from tenth to fourth, catching uh, Adam Cincirillo yes. for third. Goes down in the sand. Tomac gets by him. He gets up, gets by Eli Tomac, drop, puts two or three seconds on him by the end. Barsha was like you'll no, and then and in round two he broke a shifter. Yes. So, like, very good to start the year. I mean, watching him when I watched it this morning. Yeah. Um, he just looks. He almost looks like he did back when he was on the Honda. You know, he just looks comfy. He looks. I know it's it's Bam Bam, so he looks. You know, he's cocky. Yeah. But he's cocky, confident, and he, out of the entire main event, he's the only one I saw going into the rhythm. Where you go, jump on, jump across, jump off mm-hmm. on the backside. Yeah, he was the only one that was tripling into that left hander and hitting the rut and doing it. The only one, the only one that I could see. Yeah, um, you guys, but yeah, I, he's yeah. the only one that yeah, I saw yeah. in the front. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else was like either doubling it yeah. or singling out and then right. doing it. Right, but he just has that confidence on that bike or whatever it is. But I mean, he looks, he looks good. Yeah, he looks really good, and man. his bike looks good. 
It does. His it, bike looks yeah, really good. It, it it really does. And it, it's just impressive to see him. Like again, like he was tenth, twelfth up yeah. start, and he just ripped through there. And I think he might have got Adam for the for the third. He, if he, if he probably wouldn't have crashed, yeah. yeah, I would say he probably would have. Right. Right. Uh, Fly Racing's 2021 lineup has been improved and expanded, offering the industry's widest range of moto and off-road products, led by the Formula Helmet. Justin Brayton's now in the uh, Zone Pro goggle and the Formula Helmet as well. Fearless Pursuit, flyracing.com. Let's welcome our next guest of the night. He's our regular. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Tavin. What's your first memory of Davey Millsaps? <laughs> like, you're Florida, he's Florida. Uh, Muddy Creek, 1994. He was racing a PW50 okay. at the Loretto Lens Regional. Wow, there we go. Going way back. Coming, coming in hot. Going way yep. back, JT. Uh, probably one of the most successful amateur motocross racers ever, JT. Davey Millsap. I would remove the probably, yeah. Okay, the yep. most successful. Ah, what about one, Stu? No, one of. Come on, he, Stu. You said probably one of. Yeah. So I'm removing the probably. He is one of the most successful yes. ever. Yeah. And uh, when did you? where did you grow up in Florida? Did you? Where did I grow yeah. up? St. Cloud. Where's that? Uh, Florida. Yeah, South of Orlando. <laughs> so, okay, so South of Orlando. That's like what I'm getting. Me? Well, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get you to MTF. Like, when do you go uh, up there? Like, so St. Cloud was uh, about an hour from Orlando. Yep. Um, I was there until. Is this about, Claremont area? Are you a beginning of Claremont back in the day? That's, from, that's west of Orlando. Yeah. Oh, west. Okay, all right. So no, and then I think it was like ninety ninety eight. We started going to Georgia to uh, this guy. His name was Jeff Williams. Um, he had a place up there, and we rode there, rode there, rode there, and was there with Ricky as well at Haines City. Okay. Not, not Haines City. Uh, um, the, Tallahassee? Tallahassee, yeah, but it was... Okay. Thomasville? No, there was a, a track. There was a track over there. Oh, and Lloyd. He had a track in Lloyd. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was, you guys think James? I was thinking Haines. Yeah. No, but anyway, started riding there, rode with him, and then uh, we ended up getting land in Georgia. What year and, was this? Uh, I think we... I think my mom and dad bought the land in 2000. Okay. Ish. 2000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a track there for a couple of years, and then we built the house, and we moved there yeah. when I was 12. Oh, okay. So, so, so 98, so, 98, yeah. So, JT, you turned pro in uh, 97? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you would have seen Davey around the Orlando area or whatever racing these races. Yeah, so um, Davey and my dad, when I was still amateur, they were really close friends, so. Um, our families would travel to a lot of the races together. And, I mean, Davey and Brianna were, I mean, they were kids, right? They were racing 50s and then 60s when I was in intermediate and then turning A. And then, you know, I watched from afar, but then my career kind of, I went pro and then all the races are different, right? I don't, I don't get to see these, you yeah. know, all the friends anymore. Um, so then I get just get to watch his career as he's growing up, you know, and, and, seeing the results all the time and you know his career just took off you know like a like a rocket um so and yours was yeah, more I mean, I, yours was a slower build jt <laughs> yeah it uh <laughs> it kind of it kind of built very slowly and then never really took off and then kind of crescendo downward <laughs> oh man uh there was a track by his house though that i remember riding at oh yeah yeah yeah, to, yeah, yeah. that's called gainesville to, no <laughs> i know i'm kidding, no, there was, no, kidding. That, that was my home it track was, too. it was no, it was the track that Kelly Smith's little brother was walking around with a snorkel and fins on. I thought that was at Timmy's house. That was no, nope. He had a snorkel and yeah, flippers yeah. on, and that was at the track right by my my uh, parents' house. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was Timmy's house where he did that. I, no. remember, I remember that, but I thought it was at Red's. Um, you would love that. So who's? So I mean, Davey, JT what? is the king 
of Hard Rock. Of Hard Rock? Yeah. Ocala? So, do you I think you had anything for Davey or for JT at Hard Rock? Uh, I mean, I'd, I don't I mean, I was pretty good at Hard Rock, too. I was the first oh, 80 okay. to do the water tower jump. I will. I mean, I will say that. But, I mean, dude, you're, you're going way back. Jeez, I mean, this, Biff, is JT's Biff claim, this is JT's claim to fame. Hard, hard Rock and, and, the, and the first Reddick. first 80 to jump the water tower jump? Uh-huh. I don't remember the water tower so, jump. Uh, Truman broke his femur on it. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> Dan broke his femur on it? Uh, yep, sure did. On an eighty or what was was what was down? Yeah, he was on an eighty. Yeah. it was just a big just a big jump at the top of the hill. Was like, it like the elevator? Across, was like the, the no. Hill. Okay, okay. No, no I, I meant same kind of where you go. No, up. but you have you just keep okay. going up forever. Yeah, yeah. And then the top in the middle they had this one. They put a single in the middle, but it was steep. Yeah. And then it just went down. You had then you went far, but it was kind of turning at the same time. Okay. Um. Uh, so I finally just instead of going around, I just hit it. Ah. And it was way. Way sick. You, know, you thought you were really cool back <laughs> yeah, in the day for yeah, doing that yeah, on an yeah. 80. Poor, poor Truman. <laughs> <laughs> Truman broke his femur like six times. Oh, he so. did? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, what about, hey, uh, JT, remember when Davey, like, it, when he turned pro, it was like he had to miss the first round because he was like not 16 yet. It was like a huge deal. Like it was like yeah. Millsap yep. is coming. And, uh, yeah. And he was can. the first one, and then he, Hanny was trying to kill him. Yep. In, in the afternoon qualifier. Yep. I was very angry about this. <laughs> Yeah, Hanny didn't like me back in the day. Just because you had height, probably right, <laughs> right. I mean, that would. It's be- Hanny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hanny and I are fantastic. Yeah, you know, we're we're. I mean, we're is good this, now. Is this Hanny uh, KTM days? Yeah. No, Yamaha. Yamaha. Yamaha, Yamaha Troy. Troy. Yep. So he hadn't quite got Hollywood cars yet, and all that. He was he, he was Hollywood. Okay, all right, all right. He was. I mean, it's Hanny. I had a guy tell me when Hanny was at KTM, he spent eighty thousand dollars a night at some of these clubs in Hollywood. I'm like, how do you spend eighty thousand dollars in one night? They're like, I don't know, but that's what he would do. I, I don't know if this that's is true. Lot. I know, I can't. That sounds like a lot. It, that's, that's I know, lot. I'm with you. I'm like the same way. I'm like, uh, maybe eight thousand a night. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen people spend <laughs> like you know five, ten, fifteen, something like that, like yes. going out in L.A. Right. Get bottle service and do some yeah. stupid stuff. Right. Eighty thousand sounds. It's like some right? inflating numbers uh, a bit. I'm the same way. I don't know. Quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. I don't yeah. know. Um. JT, one thing we t- we beat the Wilson thing to death and, and, and all that, so we, we won't talk about that anymore. But but right before you jumped on Barsha, uh, I don't know if you watched it on TV. You saw he was good, but if you were there, he was really good again. And and so now he's gone one broken shifter as he was going through the pack uh, seventh or whatever, and then now this weekend uh, another good finish. Yeah, I mean he's been really good and consistent. That you know the. The gear shifter was out of his control, but I think if that hadn't happened, you would see him battling for three podiums in a row. Uh, you know, we're we're leaving Houston though, so it's it's going to be interesting because I think we're going to see a few different dynamics pop up. I, I expect Indy to be pretty soft, pretty ruddy, and I I think the the main events are going to be a war of attrition a little bit. Uh, from what I know, this will be the earliest in the year that we've ever raced Indianapolis. Uh, the end of January. I cannot remember a time we've ever been to Indianapolis in January. Ooh, so, so snow melting. Yeah. Yeah, it should be wet. It should be soft. Um, so that, that's what I'm looking forward to most is it's the same guys. Do we see the Rocks and Barsha, uh, and I guess Webb has to be in that mix now show, or do we get some of these other guys getting up there? Like I, I expect Marvin Muscan to make some noise. I think this track will suit him. Uh, I think Dylan Ferrandis has a chance to be really good just from their their skill set on a track that may break down significantly. 
Um, but it, I, I just I'm hoping that we get a little bit of uh, kind of a different group at the front because we we have a lot of talent that really hasn't shown up on paper yet. Yeah, Zach Osborne for one, fly racing right. zone. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Barsha's good at bad tracks too. Sure. Yep. Yep. You know he's that's where he kind of shines. I, that's what he shined as a, on the lights guys yeah. where he shined when he first came to four for these on the Honda. Yeah. No, you know, he, and, I yeah. love, I love everything I've seen from Barsha so yes. far. He just looks so confident yeah. and I have not seen the bike do one thing weird yet. Like that, that's the bike looks good. Pretty, huh? Yeah, it does. It, and then he trusts it yeah. so much, um, which I, I didn't see a lot of last year, especially towards the end of the year. Uh, I just, he always felt like he was riding hard, but, you see the way he's riding and the way he's committing to things on the bike now, and he knows exactly what yep. the bike's going to do at all times. That turn before the finish, the bowl turn before the finish, he was unbelievable, and he would go through the sand at Mach 10 and just get in and out of that turn, low, stay low, yep. pivot on a dime, he'd throw in the back end around. like It was yep. fucking phenomenal how good he was in that I, turn. And, and Davey, I know you have, and I have, there There are certain bikes in certain Hold on, years hold where, on, hold on. You, I have four Manitoba championships, so. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, there, there are just certain bikes where okay. you know what they're going to do, right? You don't, you don't second guess it, and you just have so yes. much predictability in the motorcycle. And then there are other years when you don't, and the bike is always like, most of the time it's good, but you can't really fully trust it because it'll throw you on your head if you do. 2009 um, just, Honda 450? Nine, ten. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I didn't yeah. trust that bike at all. It was zero trust. <laughs> Only one um, man liked that bike. Only one man. Andrew Short. That's it. He liked, he liked anything uh, that he put a foot over. Yeah. Shorty loved that bike. No. it's Even he'd come up and talk to me. Dude, this bike. I'm telling you. Honda guys come up. Dude, this bike's amazing. I'm like... <laughs> Dude, you're not helping the situation here. I, I, I like Andrew, but of course, you yeah. know, you know, you did that to me. <laughs> he did it to me too. Yeah, I've, I've said this story on the show before, but in Sweden at the end of '08, I asked him because we had an opportunity to ride Suzuki's for '09, and I said, "Hey, is, is the new bike good or bad?" Like, I just need an honest answer because it's going to steer the direction of what we're going to do. And Forrest basically just put it on me, like, "Hey, pick what you want." And Andrew's like, no, man, it's really good. It's, it's shorter. It turns really well. I think it's Supercross. You'll really like it. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. And what a liar. <laughs> <laughs> MC sold me on the bike. So, And he apolog- and he kind of apologized to me later. Oh, he did? <laughs> and he's like, man, I, I really didn't. It was, yeah, okay. It wasn't fantastic. Yeah. But I, I figured that you guys could get a lot of work done to it. I'm like, I get that. But nine was yeah. not. Yeah. The, the jackhammer was was in full swing. Right. Right. You know the hardest the hardest part, Davey, for for me was I didn't have any resources to fix yeah. it. Right. Like we just had no parts. <laughs> we had no direction. Yeah. There was not. You know. We so, we just we didn't have an 08 swing arm to put on it. We didn't have anything to try. So it was just like, okay, well, you're just going to crash every time you drop because <laughs> this thing sucks. Yeah. I mean. Hands down, I mean, I'm sitting here, I was on the factory Honda, and even Tedesco, like, everyone's like, yeah. they hated it, except yep. for short. Yep. Um, but you guys that obviously the, you know, it was Butler Brothers back then, yeah. right? Just yeah. Butler Brothers. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel feel for you. Uh, well, we just had, like, there were, there were no engine parts yet. Yeah. Like, nobody had anything. Like, the yeah. bike was so brand new, and we got it pretty late, that it was just, I mean, well, it was not stock, but it was damn close. You know, it's interesting because, uh, and Davey, the 2013 RMZ for you was a bike you could trust. Yes. You were amazing on that thing, you yes. know, right out of the gate. So that's a bike that you probably look back on and you're like, that thing was I good. still have it in, upstairs. Oh, do you? At my house. Do you? Uh-huh. Um, but when you talk about Barsha and being comfy on the bike, 
and you're absolutely right, JT and, and Davey, you too. He looks great. Yes. But Webb Webb went on every press conference and post race interview this past weekend saying, I don't like my bike setup. I let the team choose. We haven't been right on the bike. Like we haven't been where we need to be with setup because he had a back injury, so he got a late start on testing. So it's interesting, like same bike. Barsha dialed in, loves it, and Webb's still searching. Obviously, different riders. I heard. I heard that. that he was searching. Yeah, I heard they f- did a lot of fixing for it. Obviously, what, what else did Carlos say? I <laughs> wasn't talking to Carlos. <laughs> it's hey man, just because I'm out of sight, out of mind doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, you're not. Okay. Yeah. no, for sure though. Like, so you wonder, like, hey, Bam Bam settings. Here you go. Like, you know, they're they're similar. Uh, not similar uh, riding styles, but similar. Yeah, but see, that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bam Bam rides the bike. Yeah, you know, he rides. Every inch of that bike, yeah. you know, um, where Cooper's more, you know, yep. stationary yep. and he has to have it work for him. You know, obviously when he rode the Yamaha, it wasn't working for him. You know, he got on this and it works. So same with, same with Bam Bam, obviously. So for me, the, I don't think that, I don't think they right. can ride the yeah, they, same yeah, settings. They, so yeah, you're not, you're, you're, you're understanding yeah. Coop saying, Hey, I got some issues. Oh, hands yeah. down. Yeah. You know, what's pretty wild to me is. You know, going into, I guess, you know, this weekend kind of turned it around, but Cooper's not had a great start to the season. I think everybody watching him ride, I know Steve, you and I were watching him in the press box and said many times, like, man, Coop does not look good out there. He yeah. just, he looks off. And now we're three rounds in, and we're going to a track where it's going to break down. The whoops are going to be, you're going to be able to blitz them because they're going to have a rut through them all the way, probably. Yeah. And it's going to set up very nicely for Webb. And he's one point out of the lead or whatever it is. And you're just like, man, where the hell did that come from? I mean, now Cooper is right in the series after looking terrible through two rounds. He wins the third one. And here we are. Cooper Webb is right in the, in the mix of this championship again. So I, I don't, I know what, you know, obviously we don't know who's going to win this title, but you look at it and the way things have played out for as bad as things have gone for Webb. And he's just kind of been out of sight, out of mind as far as the hype. He's sitting right there, and we could be right, you know, after Indy 1, he could have the red plate already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should, do, do we need to be worried about Tomac? I don't think so. Okay. I, I just, right. he, you know, the only concerning thing to me is I haven't seen the dominant Eli speed yet, which whether it's in a heat race or it, you just always see it sometime, and I really haven't seen it yet. You know, even the mm-hmm. – the heat race he's won, or the main events he, he won, he didn't really look like he was the fastest guy. You know, he got the job done, yeah. but I haven't seen him run away with anything quite yet. And maybe maybe that'll show up as we get going in the series, but that would be my only real concern is I just haven't seen the uh, the fast Eli Tomac that I'm used to seeing. And he looked out of water on Saturday. Fish out of water. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, it wasn't him, you know. But honestly, if I'm going to say, like, obviously for me, Knowing Bam Bam since he was, you know, a little shithead when he was, yeah, good point. You know, seven MTF, years old. Right, never thought of that. Yeah, and this was before, I think before MTF. Was no, he, no, this he, is right at was MTF. He a little shithead like that, like it's. He, he was funny though. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it, he was. He was. It was always like, dude, you see me take those bigger guys out. You know. Was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It was. Right. He was always that way. He was always happy. You know. He was always right. just Bam Bam. You know. He was. So for me, like, I think it'd be cool to see him. Um. Because he you know, he's been yeah. I, I've been even even in lights I was a fan of him yeah so but I like Kenny as well um, and I'm obviously Cooper because of Carlos and and I've known Cooper since MTF he broke his femur at my house in Georgia um, 
Memories. Yeah, I got a lot of them. <laughs> but, you know, I just to me, having Bam Bam go through everything that he had gone through, just ups and down, ups and down, ups and downs, and come out swinging like he did again, Yep. it'd be cool to see him carry yep. it through all the way through the he, year. He would defy Supercross history yes. as far as a rider how many years into the 450 class winning their first yes. championship. He would be he would set the record, you know, yep. that way. So uh, Eli's got it now, but but Barsha would set that for sure. So, yeah, it's uh, – it's going to be interesting from here on out, and and you know, like we like Dean said, you know, these races are Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Like you're no no real time to get better, no real time to you know kind of improve a little bit. It is what it is, right? So it is what it is. Yeah, like like it. it you got to if you're on it, you're on it. If you're feeling good at Indy one, it'll probably carry over to Indy two. If you if your bike feels like shit or you feel like shit at Indy one, you ain't testing in between. <laughs> no, you're you need to figure it out ASAP. Yeah. Right? Well, it's funny, like Tomac. We, we didn't think anybody would be riding between Houston one and Houston two, and yet Tomac was out there riding on Monday at uh, at Three Palms, yeah. just trying to trying to sort the bike out a little bit. So, I think this week when everybody got to go home and actually ride at home will be big, just to kind of reset and see if they can change anything because. Once you're there on, the, on that week, like I don't think you're really making huge adjustments, but I think everybody's just going to go home and press the reset button. And for those that have a lot of momentum, great. You're just trying to keep the ball, ball rolling. But mm-hmm. for a guy like Zacho or a guy like Muscan who's had a, a rough go, this is a great opportunity to kind of start over and try to make Indy you know, the first round of the series for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. D- David, did you have any rough starts like, to series and then like turn it around? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, did you – if you came in like at thirteen, you just you know maintained like excellent season all around. But no. did you? I mean, I think two thousand and thirteen at Anaheim one was the first time I even came close to the podium. Yeah, at, at Anaheim one. At, yeah, yeah, Anaheim yeah. one. I think yep. the best race before that was like ninth to fifteenth, somewhere in that range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Anaheim one was always right. terrible for me. Uh, so yeah, I think two thousand and twelve, I had a terrible beginning of the year, and then I flipped halfway JGR through. JGR days. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I flipped halfway through, and that's when I got second in points. Did you do anything? What did you do? Any reason? Anything come together? Like anything? You... Um, a lot of things. Coy's motivational tactics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, one, hey, that year, man, one time. I think it was San. Had it been San Diego, and James did not do good that night. Right. And big James and him got into it, but oh, I, yeah. I yeah. did terrible. Yep. I mean, I did. Terrible. Worse than James. Yeah, yeah, worse worse than James. And I came back in. I was able to get changed and leave while they were still fighting before I was able to get yelled at. So it was <laughs> it was fantastic. You're like sweet. Yeah. So was that, was that the race James didn't run the Pirellis or was that was that another uh, race? I don't know. No, that was Anaheim. Yeah, that was, that was Anaheim? one of the Anaheim okay, ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. But no, so like that year I did terrible, 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 terrible. Yep. And then I started podium and then that's when uh, Gurky got me on the last okay. lap. But no um, real reason why you just felt better or not, not, no bike set up or nothing? Or, well, I started working with, uh, you know, Pablo in 11 okay. for 12. And, you know, uh, Ezra and I had a full year to work things. Mm-hmm. And, and it started to finally come together. They started listening to me with the bike and the suspension setup. Johnny did. Yep. So there was just a lot that had, you know, right. came right. together and was able to actually make it happen. That bike wasn't an easy one to ride. Yeah, no. But, it wasn't as good as now. But, uh... I was able to finally figure it out. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, Jason Thomas brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check him out. Justin Brayton wearing the Zone Pro goggle, getting on the podium with the new goggle and a Formula helmet. Um, we did a Fly Racing Moto 60 show giveaway, JT, for the light gear. Um, we have 270-some entries for a set of gear. 
I was going nice. to say, give me a random number, but why don't we just do 188? I was going to say 118 or 188, yeah. Which one do you want to do, 118 or 188? 118, for 118? sure. 118, okay. Couldn't buy. Grocer just wouldn't take that money for 118. It wasn't even the money. I gave. I offered him a full year of every one of my sponsors. <laughs> what do you mean? Every, like Bikes, gear, anything that I had, he got it for a whole year. And even all the sponsors were in, on it. <laughs> And he still said and, no? And I, was, I offered him that plus three grand. And he said, no, I want six. Oh, jeez. And I think it was my mom who said, no, I would have paid six for it. I wanted my number. It was that big of a deal for you to do all that? Like that? that. I wanted my number. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Jesus. So, but <laughs> she did, she said it wasn't worth the other three grand. And that's when they changed the rules to where you had to get 25 points. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he never yeah, made a main. Right. So that's when I got my number back. JT, would you have given up your number to Davey for six grand and and um, and everything? Uh, I would have just given it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if I was Jamie Grosser. Like I, I, I like Jamie. I think he was kind of before his time as far as entrepreneurially in the sport. Like he, he somehow found a way to make a living, and he was not a good racer. Right. Great after um, parties. Yes. But at the same time, like Davey was a phenom, and that was his number. So. I don't know. I, I, I guess my history with Davey would have weighed on it a little bit more, but right. I think Jamie was overplaying his hand a little bit. Well, number 118 in the email contest wins a set of Fly Racing light gear, and we'll be in touch with that. So thanks, everybody, for entering. Appreciate that. Uh, always uh, always fun to give away stuff from the Fly Racing guys. Um, so Forkner crashed out this weekend in the 250 class. That's three years in a row uh, that the guy projected the win, has hurt himself. JT, you've always been on the bandwagon of, like, Forkner. It doesn't matter because he's so fast. Like, his career's fine. Is it still fine? Yeah, but, man, his legacy's taking a hit here. And you also have to start to wonder what the 450 teams that, you know, the 450 class is so heavy right now with talent. The teams that were like, okay, well, we got to make room for Forkner, are they going to start rethinking that at all? Right. And if, if they're not, if they're still like, okay, if Cowie's like, okay, we need to make room for him, or if someone else is like, yeah, we'll, we'll take him, does his salary start to get heavily affected by the lack of consistency and the injuries and the lack of, lack of titles? Um, so big picture, I think he'll be fine, but it's definitely not helping his leverage with you know taking the next step. Does he have to move up? No, he doesn't. Yeah, have to. No, no, no. But he keeps he's saying he's going to. He wants to. Yeah. yeah. Already. Even yeah. even in his uh, even in his interviews leading into the season, he basically said this was the last shot at it. Which I don't think now he'll be back. Like if you're Mitch, if you're Cowie, you know he's got to get this thing done, if he ever. But look, Adam Cincerello never got it done. Won an outdoor title, then moved up. You know, yep. could be the same. Situation. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be opportunity as well, right? If he's staring, no opportunity in the face to move up, then. Stay but, down. But look at he came into the year. He's been off for a long time since Salt Lake. He came into this year. Good ride at the opener to get second. Mm-hmm. Blew, blew it up in the th- second race, like made a dumb mistake, blew himself up. And then now he crashes out in practice on a section that, while it wasn't like super easy, it also a lot of guys were doing it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't something, yeah, some gnarly thing. He just, just trying to hit that inside, right? right? right. It was just a little mistake. But what um, I'm saying is like this wasn't going well either. I just don't think he was ready for that hit. Yeah. As far as when he cased it, yeah. I mean, he and, yeah, he thought that, maybe he would just case it and yeah. Whatever had happened, like that, should not have caused him to crash. Yeah. So he was thinking uh, to. I, I mean, I don't agree with you on that one. Why? If you case it, 
If you I case think, it yeah. and you're ready for it, you're not going to crash yep. on that. I think also like landing on the brakes there. Yeah. Like he's trying to hit that inside rut. Like if he's going to the outside where he's going to let the bike roll more, it's not a big deal. But he's landing kind of on the brakes too, yeah. and then it kicked way more than he was he was expecting. Right. Um, RJ broke his hand, so RJ Hampshire supercross same season. jump. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Uh, so we're down to Nichols, Christian Craig, and the Jet. And God help us, I, I, is anybody going to get on the podium other than those guys? What has to happen for those guys to not get on the podium? Like, so a sniper gets one I of think them? Jet, I mean, Jet, to me, he's so young and he's so volatile. I could see most of them getting on the podium, no problem. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jet's already thrown one race away. You know, the, the first one wasn't that great. He crashes on the last lap. Right. So I think Jet will win some, and I think Jet will have moments where he shows his youth still, too. It's a good number, though. Yeah, you like yeah, it? he's yeah, definitely yeah. doing a proud. Um, so, Nichols or Craig? Who's your pick, Davey? Nichols. Do Nichols. Yeah, well, I mean, truthfully, I'd like to see Christian Jet. Oh, cause Jet. I mean, oh, because the number. Yeah, God. and he's he's young. Yep. You know, it's it's youth. It's good for the sport. Everyone likes him. Well, how many points is Jet down? <clears throat> I didn't even look. But I uh, only a couple. Hey, yeah, six back. So for me, yep. I mean, yeah, I like I like to see Colt for sure get it. Yeah. Um, he's been in it so long yeah. and put in so much hard work. It'd be cool for him to walk away with it. Sure. Because um, Jet still has a whole... You haven't mentioned Christian yet. He's put in a lot of work and it's been so long. <laughs> I... No, I'm not saying you hate him. I'm just he's, saying... He's like... been in there a very long time. Yes. And yeah, yes. obviously if he wins it, it yep. I mean, there'll be... what I don't know how many years he's been in there. Uh, I think eight 800. <laughs> But I mean, it, yeah, it'd be cool if he won it right, too. Right, yeah, I'm not right. saying that, but like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know Colt. You know, I hung out with him a couple oh, times. Oh, because okay. yeah, I yeah. went to train with Ryan oh, okay. when he was there and whatnot yep. with with Will, and so it'd be cool to see him. Um, but also, it'd be cool to see Jet. Yep. yep. So, and if Christian wins it, fantastic. I don't. I have. I have nothing against Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. But you think Colt will get it done? I just. I, I yeah. think right now after his win. I mean, that was pretty dominant. Yeah, he, he got him twice. He yeah. got past, we passed him back, you know? So, I mean, Christian uh, hit him pretty, he did a pretty good pass on him, too, after the whoops. Yep. And he still came back. Yeah, he still came back. So. Uh, JT, what do you think? I honestly think it's flip a coin, but yep. I will say that I think the way that I'm expecting the Indianapolis track to be, I don't think it favors Christian. Uh, to me, Christian's strengths are a perfect track where he can really use his speed and technique to go fast. I think when the track breaks down and it gets more difficult, you can't blitz the whoops. You have to change up your riding style. I don't think that – I think Christian will be fine, but I don't think that's what he's better at. So I think that starts to help Colt bring it back a little bit more. Um, So I think having three indie rounds in a row, if the track's very, very uh, difficult and it deteriorates a lot in the main event, I think that helps – both Jet and Colt uh, offset Christian's. I, I think Christian just has the speed edge, but I think the deteriorating track in the second half of the main will kind of offset that. I mean, I think if Jet can keep his composure on a rutted, bad track, he, I don't think he's going to be touchable. Yeah, if, if he, but can he stay away from? That's what I'm mistake? saying. Right, right. Just yeah. if he has to keep his composure, yeah. and yeah. the whoops as seem to be biting him. As far as being technical and being loose and being able to think on your feet and be reactive to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new section or a, a rut, that's Jet, right? Yeah. Just totally. Yeah. But, Except for he's having issues in the whoops yeah. for some odd Dude, reason. Dude, he took a hard crash. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's what he crashed right. in last year, too. Right. So, um, right. 
I mean, that's the easy the fix, but you can hit me up. <laughs> the, cool, the cool thing is that I think we're going to get to see these three just settle it because they're going to get the starts almost every time, yeah. and they're going to be together. So it's not going to be, oh, man, we didn't get to see a race tonight because, you know, uh, Colt started 14th. There's just not enough talent in this class for that to happen. Like, those guys are the best riders on the best bikes by a significant margin. So I think we're going to get to see these three settle and decide who's best. I'm going to have to agree with that. Uh, Marks, who you got? Jet, Craig, or Nichols? Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Craig. All right. Yep. Tits. I concur. Craig. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool to have the red plate for your team. Have two guys with the red plate under your under your truck. That's pretty sweet. Where are uh, can? And, no uh, thanks should, to Will, by the way. Will has nothing to do with this. So. <laughs> I have a question, yes. uh, and I should know this, but what are do these guys race the three Arlington rounds, or is that? Uh, the West Coast guys. That's the West Coast guys, I believe. Okay. We have, I was thinking we if, have three Indies. There's one okay. Orlando. Yep. And then there's uh, one salt, two Salt Lakes because one's a shootout and then one's the end. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking that that those Arlington rounds would really help uh, Christian. I just yeah. think he would be very good on that surface. But, uh, yeah, that's not a factor. Right, right. Uh, fly racing, flyracing.com. Um, please check those guys out. Davey Millsaps on the show tonight. I can't date, uh, <laughs> JT, as I said off the top, if you gave me a list of hundred people that are going to come in here and co-host with me, I would not have put Davey on that list. A hundred, a hundred. Wow. Okay. He would have been off of that list. He's well, here. I've been listening a little bit in and out and he's been doing a great job so far. So it's, I appreciate that. I can't believe he came yeah. in to, 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 to do this show with me. It's it's amazing. He wanted, he Are you guys going to mountain bike? No, we're not going to mountain bike. But no, okay. I, he's trying to get me off an e-bike. Trying to get him off a taser, man. Oh boy, that's a hot button topic. <laughs> it is. It's a very hot button topic. No, man. For me, it's more so like uh, he, you know, he invited me on the show, and I'm like, heck yeah. I mean, I'm so out of sight, out of mind right now. And but you uh, used to want to light me on fire. <laughs> you still do? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> but for me, uh, you know, it, it's it'd be cool because I I do. I do enjoy. I do enjoy, you know, uh, watching and whatnot, and, and being a part of it. But obviously, being in Havasu, I'm pretty far, like I said, out of sight, right. out of mind. So, any chance I can get to be kind of involved and, and for my name to be still, you know, still be there, where I can yeah. use it while it's still alive. You uh, know, a lot of people on YouTube tonight, right? Are digging Davy? Like, uh, yes, yes, yeah. very, very much. So, a lot yeah. of uh, positive feedback oh, and record numbers. So, record numbers. So I have a question. Thanks, Thanks I have a Davey. question. Okay, Davy is Dane. Huh. Racing BMX a lot? No, no. Okay, was he at one point? Yes. Okay, okay. I, I was mean, gonna. I was. I was just going for the ultimate showdown of the Reeds versus the Millsaps <laughs> for BMX supremacy. Um, I mean, when Dane raced, he he was pretty pretty fast. Um, he was like I said, going one or two in points. He won nine nationals. Um, to go to Grands yeah. and before Grands. He was talking to me because he raced works the same time on a 50, but he grew so fast. And I'm like, he's like, I want a 65, I want a 65. I'm like, okay, well, you can either go to Grands or get a 65. I was hoping he was going to say Grands. Of course. And I'm, so I just gave him the ultimatum. Yeah. And without a hesitation, it was 65. Oh. And um, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with BMX. I'm like, it was that, this was a month before Grands. Right. So I got him a 65. And away went the BMX bikes. Wow. So now we're doing works. And 
and we're going to try to hit some of the big sixes this year. We're going to hit some of the swap moto. But motos. no moto. But no moto. We're going to hit some of the. Swap, we're going to try to hit some of the swap moto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously it's it's just tough because they race so early, and I'd have to stay the whole weekend. Yeah. Or and he has school and whatnot. Yep. So I'm. I, uh, I'm JT, working on it. JT, how about this? Davey said if he ever gets back on a bike, feeling better, wants to get it on a dirt bike. He <laughs> saw the 800, wants to do Loretta's, <laughs> and he's coming back. He's oh, coming God. back. Oh, we get Big Dave there. Oh, oh Big Dave. Yeah. Big Big Dave with the bird on his shoulder. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. There's serious shit going on with those guys. <laughs> I just thought it would You're be fantastic. Mind, That's Tony. He's weighing in. He's calling in. What do you mean with a bird on his shoulder? My, my dad used to have uh, a cockatiel on his shoulder. What? Yeah. <laughs> on the starting line, everywhere he went, he just have shit all over his shoulder from the bird. D- JT. Can you vouch for this? Hey, it, it, it definitely happened. I don't have an explanation for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, between between the things that Tony was doing at Loretta's and between a bird shitting on Big Dave's shoulder, <laughs> uh, I mean, Loretta's was quite the event. Well, you remember the track that we used to ride at before Loretta's, JT? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Tunnel Hill. Was it Tunnel Hill or Riverside? Yeah. Uh, we went to Tunnel Hill a couple times. I know that. Okay, well, the, we actually talked about this before. We couldn't figure out the name of the track. It was like the Riverside. I broke my, I broke both my wrist there before Loretta. Um, anyway, at that track, they had the big river across the back, remember? Yep. That's where we found that bird. And, <laughs> no way. Yeah. And it was flying around, and it flew up around us, and uh-huh. we ended up catching it, and, and it never left my dad's shoulder. So mm-hmm. I was on 60s when we found it. I, I probably wouldn't say anything to your dad because he was a big man. You know he's a big man? He's a foot short now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I guess. Good point. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Good one. Good one. Never thought of that. Um, anyways. Um, all right. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, shall we? It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray. Used to wear X-Brands. He left X-Brand, and look how crappy his year is going. EKSBrand.com, Choice of Champions everywhere. You know who wears X-Brand? Freddie Norn wears X-Brand. Kyle Chisholm wears X-Brand. Guys, Choice of Champions everywhere. EKS20 at Motorsport.com as well. We got a special deal for Pulp Mech Show listeners, of course. And uh, the new Lucid goggle sold out uh, already, but they're getting more in probably in about a month or so. Uh, less than a month, about three weeks. They'll have a brand new, uh, tons more in stock of the Lucid Goggle from the folks at X-Brand. As I said, if you want to win races, you wear X-Brand, Davey. It's that simple. It was that simple. So, all right. Uh, these questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Do you know him? You don't know him? JT? I uh, do not. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. For myself, Davey, and, and JT. You got 30 seconds to answer these. It's rapid fire. All right. Steve. Yep. If you switch Roxon and Webb going into that last lap at H3, does Roxon pass Webb or does Webb hang on to the lead? Yeah, Webb hangs on to the lead. Webb wasn't – I know Craig Martin called earlier, the old team green guy, and said that Webb was going to – Yeah, Webb was going to get him. No, if, if there's no Dean Wilson, Roxon wins. So if you flip him, there's – Cooper Webb wins. That's a tear-off, by the way. That's a, you like yep. that? We have sound effects here. <laughs> uh, JT? What did Mathis com- come complain about the most over this last weekend? Everything. As <laughs> Everything. I was in Airbnb all week with Wygant, JT, and me, and it was hell. It was hell, these two. It was not hell, but Steve, it, it's just what he does. He likes to complain, and he okay. – and I do this too. I don't, I don't like to admit – that I don't ever like to give in. So 
the, I think the funniest part is that Weege just kind of goes along with it, and Weege is highly entertained. Like, he, he just thinks these things are great. Like, all of Steve's, uh, like, nuance and just his little, um, the, the things that he just gets stuck on, well, he, we just love Z. You're like fucking, he just laughs you're, and loves you're, it. You're fucking mysterious, dude. You're mysterious. <laughs> you you go you get up balls early. You're gone. You come in. You you don't That's say much. Work. You leave again. You, you it's just you're you're up in the press box and you're gone. It's like what are you doing? What's going on with you? You don't tell well, us where you're I, going. I can tell you, like I get up and I go for a run and then I take a shower and then I go to work. And then when that when you're saying like you're gone and then you come back, that's me coming home from work. So, no, it was more than that. It was just weird. Okay, just, <laughs> you're just not communicating. You're taking my charging cord. You offered it to me because you said I don't have a charging cord. So I'm like, Here. I left it in the press box. Yeah, it's just it was something else. <laughs> it was it was very difficult. You don't send flowers. You don't send flowers. You have a lot of quirks, Steve. No, I do not. That's okay. No, you do. I'm fine. I just want my coffee in the mornings, and I want everybody to tell me what they're doing at all times. Is that an espresso? <laughs> yeah, yeah, espresso. <laughs> Fuck off, Mark. Right. Hey, let's, let's play this game with, with Davey here real quickly. So I'm going to play these drops. You tell me who they are. Okay? Are you ready? Mm. Okay. You're out of your mind, dude. That had to be Tony. That's Tony. Good job. Great radio. Yeah, but they don't know shit. <laughs> Nobody? Nuh-uh. It's a villain. <sighs> what about this? Hey, okay. fuck off. <laughs> or this. Who tune? What the fuck? You know what that is? Nope. Berluti. God, you get going to mechanics. I mean, okay, what about this? Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> Any idea who that is? <laughs> I mean. <sighs> it's chicken. Matasevich. I would have never guessed that. Okay. All right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I'm we not. Go. I'm not good at this game. Okay. What about this one? Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. <laughs> we race him this time. What do you think that is? <laughs> no idea. Play it again. Here. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him this time. This is Brian Deegan. I could hear that at the end. I could hear it I too. I could hear that. At the All end. right. <laughs> I'm not. Dude, you're, you, I don't. I'm I, not. I'm not good with that stuff. Uh, all right, next question. We're just leaving that one. Yeah. Sounds okay. okay. Uh, Davey, was A-Ray just a charity case, and after whipping his fat ass into shape, who would you consider training next? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. For one, A-Ray was not a charity case. I actually enjoy hanging out with him. Um, I enjoyed his the actual effort that he put into it when, you know, when he started working with me and whatnot. It was more so whatever I told him to do, like, he did it. And that was, you know, I loved that part of it. Um, I would, I would still love to work with him, but he just never writes me. Um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, if I was the one to work with someone else, like, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys. Would out you do there. that? Would you do it if someone, would you like, if someone wanted to pay you, train me, rider coach? Would you go to the races again, or would you? Want I mean, to do that. I, 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 AP is someone that I would love to get my hands on. Okay. Um, just because he kind of reminds me of tall and he yep. kind of like myself and, right. and he has so much talent that is not being shown at the moment. Um, you know, there's this, I mean, you can go down the list of the guys, but most of them all have trainers. Most of them have, you know, you whatever my, it you is, didn't, you didn't but question. yeah, I would. would I mean, yeah. if it came down to the right guy, yep. um, I, I, I like working with guys. I love 
you know, working supercross, obviously, you know, outdoors is one of those things where uh, just go do what you got to do kind of, <laughs> but you know, for supercross, I think everyone leans on supercross as, yeah. as the, you know, premier class, but I mean, yeah, if, if let's say that someone was to call me and say, Hey, like, can you help me? I mean, yeah, I, I would, okay. I would for sure. I mean, I, I would right, love to. A minute 34. You got to keep these shorter. Well, you, you're the one who's asking me questions. Okay. All right. Next question. Steve, would Filthy Phil qualify for a 450 main event right now? Mm, no. I, I Borderline, right? JT, like heart raft level? All I want to do is talk about the, the ridiculous request that Phil had. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot. He is out of control. He, he wanted Wygant to switch his flight so that Weege could take him to the airport because his flight was later. And he because he didn't want an Uber, spend forty dollars on an Uber. So he wanted his friend to switch his flight, and then got upset when the friend would not switch his flight to take him to the airport. Who's been gone and away from his family for ten days? Right. Remember, right. and he wants him to then go two hours later <laughs> because Phil he, needs a ride. Phil needs a ride. That's and he was like, upset. He could still have a ride. He just has to go earlier. Right. I'd have gone early. Yeah. 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 That's. Mm. I mean, that's what every reasonable person would do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. JT, when in a moment of weakness you finally have a cheat meal, what's it going to be? JT's I don't know. I haven't had one in two and a half years, so I don't. Stop it! I don't know that I will. You haven't had a cheat meal in two years. I haven't. I haven't cheated on keto in two and a half years. Quesadilla. So I don't know. I mean, we all know it's going to be a chicken That's quesadilla. Commitment. It is commitment. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly. Couldn't tell you. It'd be something worth it. I can tell you that, like, I don't know, chicken parmesan or something that I really like that would be worth, you know. And it's not a big deal. Like, I could do it and then go back on keto a couple days later. It wouldn't be a huge deal. Apparently, it would be. I don't. I just don't know. I wouldn't want to feel sick. Like, I don't know how my body would respond. That, that's what I'm most worried about is just like feeling really sick or something from not having carbs or anything oh, heavy like so that in a long time. There's only one way to find out, JT. You just got to go True. for it. Yep. All right, next question. Davey, what was the gnarliest thing your mom made you do when she was training you? Wow. Jeez. Um, well, um, that's a good question. I would have to say probably I had to ride the turn track. Sorry. I had to ride the turn track standing up, I think, for uh, 35 or 40-minute 40 moto, 40 minute moto really? the entire time. I had to stand yeah. up. Couldn't sit down. Um, and the turn track was literally 15 seconds long yeah. and I had to do like a 35 or 40 minute moto on it. Um, that besides that, or was the torture chamber on the supercross track? What's that again? Uh, it was, I think I knew that I heard this left story, but... whoops, left whoops, straight away. Whoops, left whoops, left whoops, straight away. Whoops. Then <laughs> we had to do 20, yeah. 25 laps on that. Oh my God. After doing a 20 minute lap. 20 lap moto. Marty had to do that too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because Marty, Marty, Brian. I heard, uh, the story I heard was Marty, that was what Marty had to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah we all, yeah. Any, anyone there had to do it. Mm-hmm. So just, I had to do it a lot. I'm surprised one of the questions, I got I got two questions for Ex-Baranteros for Davey at the end. Okay. All right, okay. Yep. Your show. Thank you. Steve, Yep. if any of the Supercross announcers gets COVID, who gets the call to fill in? The other NBC guy, so like Todd Harris would if Lee got COVID and if Todd if, Todd Harris got COVID. Lee would fill in. What if they're both out? Uh, why again? Hmm. JT, when you think about Davy's career, which race stands out? 
that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, I think a, the uh, the battle at A one would be the most just iconic, where he kind of broke out and started to realize potential. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have one that really tops that. I guess. All right, nineteen seconds. Good job. All right, this is the last one from me. Okay. Davey, which team did you sign with for your biggest contract? Honda. 1.9. Good job. <laughs> I, 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 have, uh, I have two questions for Davey. Uh, this one may take longer than 30 seconds. Um, Davey, what's your best Coy Gibbs story? I think I told it about Big James. Oh, <laughs> just him yelling at Big James? Well, besides that, I mean, if I did bad, like he came back and he broke, I think, a TV in the, in the rig because of me, broke a TV – and one of the cabinets at the same time broke his headsets at the same time. <laughs> all that was in one night yeah. that he broke it all over about me because I did terrible. Right. And then I ended up getting second in points that year for him. <laughs> we stayed at our buddy. I love that guy, though. Yeah, we stayed at our buddy. Oh, he texts me when he. He doesn't text me back anymore. He, he texts me, said he loves that Millsaps, Mudflaps guy. He said, I love that Mudflaps guy. <laughs> and then, and then uh, we stayed at our, my buddy Thomas Victor's house, the owner of NFAB uh, in, in Houston. Yeah. And. Uh, we had so many Koi stories. I mean, oh. we were fucking dying with some of these stories. Koi's, Koi wants to get into gourmet hot dog business. Koi wants to uh, uh, get into Wahoo Tacos business. What else was there? The organic to? hot dog thing is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> ever. Oh, his paintings? He's got paintings all over his house, like weird-ass paintings. It's great. <sighs> he, he's an awesome guy. He, he is awesome. There's so many different stories, but, I mean, obviously – Sometimes this Roy Rage came out, you know, yeah, but yeah. other than that, him and Big James getting into it, him all, breaking all that stuff. Whenever I went in the truck, not whenever, but a lot of times when I went in the truck, you and him were just arguing with each other over, I don't know, even know what, like it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't mad. It wasn't like yelling. No. It was just like you and him were in some sort of debate <laughs> almost every time Always. I went in that truck. <laughs> oh, you had to argue with them. You had to argue. It was just part of who Coy right, was. Right. Uh, when I went in, he'd be like, where's your journalist degree? You're, you know, you're nothing. You're not a journalist. Beat it. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yes. He's, he's a great guy. Uh, what was my next question for Davey? Uh, I wish I knew. You said you had two. I know. I got, what was What's the in the locker? Was that oh, the question? Yeah, yeah. Let's Davey, what was, in the, what was in your locker at Kawasaki? You have, 30 se- you have 30 seconds. What's in the box? <laughs> Good Lord. What was in, what was okay, in the locker? Okay, look. For people who want to know, you signed with Kawasaki. Yeah. Terminated halfway through Supercross. Four rounds to go. Four rounds to go. Sorry, sorry. I have a terrible year anyway. Um, and and obviously Kawasaki came out with some of their statements. You've never really talked much about it. I don't know how much you want to get into it on the show, but we have to ask. And so, I think I think I know from people I've talked to. Oh yeah. Yes, but I don't know. Let's hear it. It was an anti-inflammatory. Yep. That you didn't have a prescription for. Incorrect. Okay, thank you. But it wasn't. It was at the end of the day. Is it the problem's been resolved, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm following the attorney's advice. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, it might as well have been Advil, realistically. Yeah. And it wasn't weed. It yeah, wasn't yeah. HGH. No, no, I never heard. I, I, and I heard HGH. I had some dude blowing me up, arguing right. with me that it was HGH. <laughs> of course. And, and I'm like, what point? Why would I bring HGH to the race? What is it going to do for me on the day of the race? <laughs> now you're going to juice and, up on the starting line. And that's stupid. Um, and it wasn't – obviously, I didn't smoke or anything, so it wasn't marijuana. So, yeah, yeah. it was just one of those things. It was just a it was just a bad ordeal, unfortunately. If, if it's anybody 
if you're not, if you're having a great year, I don't believe there's a chance you get fired. No, if I, if I was having a good year, I guarantee you it yes. would have just been thrown away. Right. And it was one of those things where I had intersection syndrome in my wrist, where my have something what? intersection syndrome okay. in my wrist, and it was something that uh, I needed to use iontophoresis for, and it's a pad, and you put it on the pad and you put it on your arm and. So technically, I didn't say any names or anything about what it was. Mm-hmm. It was just, well, that's what I got fired for. Right, right. So, yes, I had the prescription. Yes, I had the pads. Yes, I had everything. It was just bad timing, bad everything. And unfortunately, it ended that way. Right. Um, the you, guy who fired me got fired right afterwards. Did you feel like, uh, okay, after that happens, did, this is longer than 30 seconds, but <laughs> after that happens, did you feel like you had a little bit of a stigma in the industry? Like, were you struggling to get a ride? I know you, you jumped on with Hewitt, you know. No, I jumped on with, with Forrest. Oh, was that Forrest? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you feel like you had a... a even even when I jumped on with Forrest, it was, I, I had to sit down with uh, John Eric. Um, oh, yeah. And I had to sit down with Roger and all them and go over the whole thing. I had to tell them what it was. I had to show, you know, yep. I'm like, look guys. And they're like, well, listen, if, if you get, if you test positive for anything, then Forrest loses everything. Yep. I'm like, I've been tested. I don't know how many times I have yet to ever test positive for anything. Like yep. I yep. literally I'm fading. And what do you think I'm taking? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, if, it, yeah. So, I mean, I was getting tested on the daily in 13. Right. I mean, they just show up at my house all the time. It's like, and all that was clean. It's like, yeah. come on, people. Right, right. But is that, is that the number one thing that you get from people? That question. Well, I even got it just the other day. Someone was writing me, you know, about what was in my locker. Um, and unfortunately, it is what it is. Everyone's wanted to know what was in my locker, and it's yeah. like I can't say what was in my locker. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not physically allowed, or you know, I'm not allowed to. But it wasn't anything illegal. Yeah. It wasn't anything that gave me performance but, enhancing. So, but you fought this. Yeah, I yeah, fought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you fought did, it. You didn't just be like, okay, cool. No, right, right, and right. everyone told me I was, you know, like, don't fight it, don't fight. It. I fought yeah. it, and you know, right. and 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 now it's over. It's yep. it's we settled, and it's good to go. Right, right, right. So I have nothing against them, and and you know, uh, Nordine's off doing whatever yeah. he's doing. Yeah. So well, again, I I I think I said this back there. If you were doing good on the track, this doesn't happen. If this is if this is another racer. It doesn't happen. I mean, I got FC yeah. Bar leading up to the season, which sucked. Yeah. You know, so I even told them, I'm like, look, guys, like, I'm, I don't know how good I'm going to be. Like, I literally, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm dying. Like, like, I was, I felt like I was dying. Yep. And they're like, no, we need you to race. I'm like, but dude, I couldn't even tell, like, how far the jumps were ahead. Like, I couldn't, my motor skills were shot. And right. well, there I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up getting fired. They had me test outdoors. That day they fired me too, which was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no. Hey man, before you go, yeah. can you do a forty here at Glen Helen? <laughs> I did. I did two motos. I tested suspension, and then Nordine calls me. He's like, "Hey, when you're done testing, can you come in the office?" I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. So God, were I'm you? Like, I was more irritated that I had to go testing for them. Was that was that a uh, like a dark day for you? Were you like super? It like, was the first time I had cried in I don't know how long. Yeah. And yeah. because I had. It was I was caught so off guard with it, and the fact of the matter of me getting fired for something that wasn't illegal, me getting fired for something that, like, come on, yeah. just because I was having a bad year, you yeah. know, I had a two-year contract, and we could have figured it out, we could have done something, or it would have been like, hey, Davey, like, you're doing shitty, yeah, you know, like, I know you don't like the bike, we don't like working with you, like. Let's do, let's, end, we, let's end the contract. Yeah, how do we how do we just say we mutually agreed? I would have yeah, finished yeah. the year. 
Yeah. And I would have tried to find something different rather than then tarnishing my name yeah, yeah. with me claiming I did PEDs or drugs or something like that. Right. So it would have been very, I mean, for me, I would have appreciated that. Yeah. But obviously you can't turn back yeah. and, and change it. Yep. And all in all, man, it was, it, was, it was a very, very, very dark time. Yeah, I bet. So very dark time. That still wasn't my second question. Thank you for talking about that. I, I still don't remember my second question. But anyways, uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com, Jason Thomas. All right, JT, uh, anything else? tonight do we do we miss anything i don't think so okay good all right what Brittany texted me wife hates oh, cowie right. and yamaha okay all right <laughs> <laughs> uh what's that jt steve have you decided if you're staying for all three indies or what's your what's your I, program i here? am not i am i'm staying for two and then i'm coming back okay yep uh wait before we go we got a question for davy here uh homo hey mike there you go hey what's up how are you Good, thanks. Good. Hey, uh, I'm in the car driving, so it might be a little bit strange uh, sound. Hey, I uh, heard Davey talk before about Coy Gibbs uh, and Coy Gibbs stories. Yeah, like, obviously, you know, he's worked with a lot of good people, the great sheet metal band. Um, but I want to hear his best Tim Dixon story. A Tim Dixon story? Oh, goodness. All right. Yeah. I don't. All right, I'm going to let you go, homo. It's a lot of noise. A lot of noise. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I have any fantastic Tim Dixon stories other right. than, you know, he he legit, I think he liked to be a dickhead. <laughs> I, 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 he truly, he doesn't care. He's always nice to me. Yep. You know, he fell asleep, in, you know, in the couch of my house. It was, I don't really have like a, oh my God, you know, yeah, yeah. fantastic Tim. He was just always, he was always nice to me, but mm-hmm. he was always just, if he didn't like you, you knew it. You knew about it. Right. So. Uh, so sorry, dude, that I don't have a really fantastic story about him. Yeah, that's all right. You remember Homo from the? He was around JGR a lot. Australian guy, funny looking. Sure. Okay. Hung out with Ben and Johnny and everybody <laughs> a bunch. Anyways, okay. Uh, JT, fly, Friday night, Irving Theater in Indianapolis live show. Gonna be good times. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We uh, we had this scheduled last year, got canceled at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're gonna make we're gonna make good on it. Yeah, fantastic! Tickets are available on pulpamex.com. Should be fun. Come come and watch JT and I argue for 30, 40 minutes. Why not? Pookie Pookie gets this for free anytime I'm in town. Yes, absolutely. All right, thanks, buddy. Okay, guys. See you. All right, see you. That's Jason Thomas, flyracing.com, motorsport.com. Tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These questions are submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter, and uh, the guy over there in the corner picks the best ones uh, for you and me to answer. Motorsport.com, please choose them. OEM parts, aftermarket parts. Uh, Ryan Villapoto and myself are Motorsport.com Yamaha Blue Crew teammates. Uh, So please check those guys out. Go through the banner on Pulpamex.com or Pulpamex Show, and uh, we get a small slice of that. Great great deals, great shipping, uh, great customer service, and everything from the guys at Motorsport. So, all right, let's do this, Ted. All right, got a lot of questions for Davey. Uh, no, no, no more locker stuff. Okay, no right, more, no okay. more locker yeah. stuff. Is right. there really locker stuff on there? I, I stopped. There was tons and tons. I stopped yeah. it. Yeah. I went on Twitter and said, we got the locker questions, everybody. We're good. On the list. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. First one is from uh, Kemp 57 Davey, when did you stop training with your mom, Colleen? Was there a single moment that made you decide it was time to move on or something else? Hmm. 2007. Day, actually, pretty much the day of Southwick, but when I got home, um, seven. So you're on uh, Honda. Honda, yep. 
we got in a battle. Obviously, that's when her and I went uh, separate ways. Um, you know, it was a whole thing to where, you know, she said, my wife said something, someone else said something. It all kind of turmoiled to where, I mean, who, who honestly, yeah. at this point, it's been, you know, long time, long time, but it was basically Southwick and, 2007. And you don't have much relationship with her now? No. Yeah, just, uh, it, it's, it's brutal. It's an, it happens in our sport. You're not the only one by far and, yeah. uh, and that sucks. And it's one of those things that. Man, it's a, a side of our sport that probably doesn't get talked about. Enough, I mean, but. she's still in the sport doing MCF, obviously. Yep. Yep. Uh, but for me, like I, I brought Brittany to Southwick that year, and I, I, she didn't want me to. Yep. And I think that kind of sparked it. And then supposedly, my Brittany said something, but I truly don't believe that she did. Right. You know, she straight up tells me, and I will. Yep. I trust my wife. Right. So, yep. I, I don't know. Dan Villapoto, Jake Weimer's dad, uh, Yogi's dad. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, but Yogi's parents, yeah. hands down, he has it worse yep. than anyone. Right. And I mean, I I give him much credit for right. everything. And if I do have an issue with any of my family, like I lean on Yogi. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. he's one that I, I can confide in for sure. For sure. All right. All right, Tanner Ward, uh, Davey, where does your Canadian Championship rank in all your career accomplishments? Please don't shit on it. What? Please don't shit on it. <laughs> 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 okay truthfully if yeah. i didn't hit my head yeah when i retired from supercross and motocross here i wanted to go back and race oh again. you did yeah. yeah yeah if it was one of the most fun summers that i've ever had um since turning pro it was one of the, the most fun times winning a championship races uh the travel sucked yeah because i flew back and forth yeah. to california yeah. every weekend yeah um, two, but, two connections for a lot of those races, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and the air Canada seats aren't fantastic. Right. Um, but it was more so it was, it was really, really, really fun. Um, it brought back more <laughs> amateur style racing for mm -hmm. me. Like just the riders could talk and yeah. talk shit and hang out. And, um, besides Alessi, uh, I, he protested or, me the second race or freeze and, uh, Benoit. Was that your year? Benoit was I know Cabin was on uh, was yeah, my teammate. But was that the freeze stuff or no? In two fifty class, in one twenty five class? No, if, that was next year. Okay. What? Freeze and no. Cabin was racing four fifties to me. Oh, he was four fifties. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, no, freeze was there though. Yeah. But no, it was the just, year before you though. Freeze and yeah, Benoit. Yeah. It was a nutty. Season. It was just it was just a fun year, man. Yeah. Like I, the tracks were the. Worst tracks I've ever ridden. Stop it! In, in my no, life, that is not true. Besides Riverglade, I that love. Is not I, true. Kamloops. I love Riverglade. Kamloops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kamloops. It was. It was a good track. Me. It was just really the layout when they. That was the first year they went backwards. Oh, okay. So the layout wasn't fantastic, but it was really hot. Um. So you're tired and out of shape, and that's, my, that's our track's fault. But I want it. Okay. Um. But no, uh, Nanaimo was no kidding. Nanaimo's garbage. <laughs> Nanaimo was garbage. And then uh, was it is it Mitch Cook that we raced in his backyard? No, that was Tyler Medaglia. Yeah, but who it was? Whose actual land was it? Yeah, I think oh, it was Cook. It was, it was Mitch it was, Cook. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that track everyone hated. Hated it. But I liked it because it was okay. so hard to ride. Right. It was literally the slickest track I've ever ridden in my life. But you liked Riverglade better, the best. Yes. Yeah. Fans are great out there too. I like Riverglade because it had jumps. It actually. Deschambeau? I wasn't a big Deshaun Bell fan. Yeah, okay. I just, right. I, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a cool track. It really yeah, was a yeah, cool track. Yeah. I just, I just wasn't a fan. Gopher? Um, Gopher. Believe it or not, I did like Gopher. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was deep sand, yep. which was gnarly, and, but it was just, 
every section was different. Like they had clay in some areas, yep. which was odd. And then you'd have these ruts and then, but the amateur breaking bumps and then the pro breaking bumps. Yeah, yeah. So it was, <laughs> dude, I mean, I was off for two weeks when I came into it with broken ribs. Yeah. So that was miserable yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, but no, honestly, it, it ranks, I know it's Canadian nationals. Everyone says, oh, well, it's just Canadian. Regardless, those dudes are fast there. Like they're fast yeah. there on their own yeah. track. Um, it's like racing Southwick locals. Yeah. yeah. Um, it ranks up pretty high just because of how much fun I had doing it. God, you made so much money up there too. <laughs> right? You bought a policy on yourself, right? No, I didn't buy a policy on myself. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I thought uh, you did. Uh, uh, they, they, they wouldn't insure me in Canada. They would for some amount of money. Mm, um, no. You crushed it. Did you – every moto but two or three? I think three – no, three, race, three races I lost because Alessi one? was one of them. Okay. Um, he protested me. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. That's odd. Um, and – one of them was uh, Gopher. Yep. I got second or, second or third. Yeah. Um, and the last round, I didn't. Oh no, so four. I didn't. I didn't race the last round because I broke my wrist there. Oh yeah. And then the one before, I, I think it was terrible. I don't even know. Right, man. Right, I think right, I lost four. Right. But you liked it. You enjoyed it. What River was it? Riverglade. What was the uh, Calgary? Was was it Calgary? Calgary was the was city it, in the yeah, in, in the, the city? Yeah. That, that's, that's a pretty cool one. Yep. Um. The one with sticky, sticky, sticky dirt. Probably Morden. Nope. Okay. Uh, I don't remember where yep. it was, but it was. That's where Alessi kept talking to where. Oh, you know, he always gets to start on me. Hard to believe. Yeah. But he's like, if I just got to start, you know, he can't touch me. Yeah. And he got the start on me on that one. Okay, so that was satisfying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was satisfying because I passed him the first lap. <laughs> um, I mean, he rode good. He did, but I just I wanted that. I need. I needed did, that. Did you have good interaction with the Canadian fans? Because sometimes the Canadian fans—they're very territorial. They're very—they love Fasciati. They love their guys, right? Yeah, like of anybody course. else, right? But sometimes I think some American guys are—you know—like when they come up, they're not always welcomed. You know what I mean? How'd you feel? I, did they I all mean, like you? Yeah, I you, felt welcomed. Yep. You know, I didn't come up there talking shit or anything. Right. I didn't go up there and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm in Canada. Right, right. You right. know, yeah. I, see, I think America, some Americans have right. So yeah, for me, it's I'm coming to you know into their home. Right. And I don't know how fast these guys up are up there. I mean, I raised Gurky my whole life, and I haven't really ever been threatened by Matt. Right. And I mean, he's fast there. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's fast. So right. is Fasciati. Right. And you know, Medaglia and um, even Metcalf was fast there. Yep. So it's like you just don't know. Right. So for me going there, every time I got on the podium, you know, I, I actually made it a point to thank them, you yeah, know, for yeah. making me feel welcome because I did. Right. Uh, it, it, it was cool. Did you have the Hawkins cheesies when you were up there? What's that? Those, these Canada-only cheesies. They're like Cheetos but better. No. Uh, okay. I think you told me to get those. I did. You told me to I, get those. I probably did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Next question. All right. Uh, this is from Taylor Griffiths. While we're on the subject of uh, Canadian motocross, how efficient and well ran, in your opinion, were the Canadian races compared to the nationals? What do you think they could learn from each other? Well, get rid of that Gold guy for sure. Brian Goldie. Yeah, he's got to go. No I'm kidding. Get get rid of the Red Cross flag. Oh, I know. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> hey, it's a Canadian tradition to get docked while it's out. Don't worry. You're ten not, you're, spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not, I mean, it wasn't even, I mean, honestly, it's not like anyone was close to me, uh, you know, yeah. in Nanaimo when, when I got docked, it was just, oh, nope, you and Kirk, you're getting docked 10 spots. Right. And even Matt was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
But Porcel got docked. Don't worry. Everyone got docked. I, just, I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> and I would say, honestly, I thought it was ran as far as the races were decently on time. Um, it it was it was mm-hmm. rather you know rather good as far as the way it was ran. Um, obviously, more fans would be fantastic. Yeah. But it's also, you know. I don't know. I feel like it's, there's only 39 million people in Canada. Yeah, it's more more people in California yeah. than there is in all. Okay. So I mean, I, I get it, but yeah, it's. I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, I, like I said, I had I had a lot of fun. Right. All right. Okay, we're gonna go to you now, Steve. Uh, Tyson Stagall. He says the indie dirt will be completely different than Houston. Yes. Uh, who will benefit the most and least from the soft dirt and ruts in the 450 class? Uh, four I, yeah. Mm, eh. Tomac will benefit from it, but I don't know if he'll benefit the most. Um, because he's just kind of gnarly, forced it through muscle his bike. That that's so tiring, right? It's so tiring to ride that kind of stuff. And Tomac's in great shape, so. Uh I who who will get hurt the most? Maybe Webb. Jumping through whoops is good though for Webb, and that's what you're going to be doing. I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Jessica Ray. How much are retired riders turned coaches like DV, Nick Way, and she throws Stu in there? Or how much are they getting paid? And do the riders or teams front the bill? Riders front the bill, but I don't know. I mean, I think the salaries are all over the place, right? Like, riders yeah. definitely front the bill. Yeah, riders foot the bill. I, you got to figure like Nick works with McAdoo and Adam and that's it. So it's probably a good chunk of change. Yeah. DV's always complaining that he doesn't get paid at all. He's just doing it to help Dylan. And one day at, at uh, State Fair, he whipped out like 2K and said, this is my monthly payment. And I said, that's it? He's like, yeah, that's it. And I said, so uh, that's pretty good. So he wasn't making that much Fuck money. Fuck you, you're fired. Yeah. So. Uh, I heard the accent there. Yeah. I think it's all over the map. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from C.L. Mosier, uh, why do Ricky and Lee Diffie not have to wear masks while other on-air people do? I don't know. Uh, they're socially distanced in the booth, and maybe because they're not around anybody else, they're just around so those they're two They're social distanced everywhere. Like, you see them on the podiums and everything like that. They're always yeah. standing away and everything. I don't know, bro. It's so stupid. So Optics. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, ma- is- I mean, honestly, you're racing a dirt bike. You're more likely to die on a dirt bike than you are. Yeah. Just take the freaking mask off. Yeah. That's, My I mean, opinion. You know, you know what? It's, it's a, it's a, it is a legitimate question. I mean, I, I thinking from their point of view... Lee and Ricky aren't around anybody else, so they're fine because they've tested negative and they're socially distanced. I just try to put myself in their shoes. I don't know. With them, aren't you more worried about how they sound? Because it's, you know, it sounds like garbage. Like when they're interviewing, yeah, yeah the microphones yeah. don't sound good. Right. So having them masked up the whole time might not sound great. Yeah, but then Daniel and Will doesn't don't sound yeah, good. So, yeah, but yeah. they're not on as much as the other guys. No, are. they're not. Good point. All right, yeah. uh, gutsy sister, Davy. Do you have a what's the best Yogi story? <laughs> First of all, Yogi's Yogi's awesome. <laughs> he's he's uh, one of my favorite dudes. What? what what's your favorite <laughs> Yogi story? What? What? Why are you? Uh, I'm just smiling. Oh, okay. What's your uh, favorite Yogi story? I don't know if I have. <laughs> He's got one. There's, I, one. I, yep. there's a lot, man. Um, I won Monster Cup. Yep. And we went out that night, and you know we had a couple of drinks, whatever. 
and he was falling asleep in the actual monster club party. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was falling asleep in there. There, that was honestly like he's sitting there by himself holding the drink but falling asleep because he's so tired. Yeah, because I mean, let's yeah. he's old. Yeah. Um, love you, Yogi. But uh, we did we did a mountain bike race in Canada. Um, and that was I think that changed his life by the way. Oh yeah, okay, he got full gnarly mountain bike from that. I know he's full gnarly mountain bike, but from that from, from that, that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a three day three day mountain bike race. I got all of, I got all of us uh, mountain bikes. Me, Martin, uh, Pablo, Yogi, and Ben mm-hmm. Sheet Metal. Yeah, we got us all mountain bikes. We paid for the flights. No, they paid for the flights. I got the lodging and all the uh, signed everyone up yeah. for everything. Yeah. And and he just, he's just so yeah. freaking. Gnarly. I don't. And then him wearing the Bieber shirt was amazing. He lost a bed, had to wear a Bieber shirt. Oh, did he? I got I a picture of that, that one. Oh, that's nice. Um, he's totally like. I, I just did a podcast with him a little while ago, and and I've known him for years. He totally downplays how much of a badass he was on a bike. Yeah, he totally downplays it. Ah, you know, I'm like, dude, you could beat Jeremy. No one could beat Jeremy, but you could beat Jeremy here and there. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah, you know. If he if like, he if he figured out how to put it all together. Yeah. He could, he could yeah. every, every time he was, I mean, I still tell a story before the, before the season in 04, he was on that Mach one team. Remember yep. we gave him leftover works parts and he had one year old works parts. He was as fast as Chad or faster before the Anaheim season started at the test track. Many days, many days. And I was just he's like, he's a bad dude. Yeah. We're just like fucking Yogi is back. So like, I mean the, a good story about Yogi, there's just not one. And you know, it's, it's more so he's such a genuine dude that, Anything that he did, anything that he did, you know, that you did with him or whatever it was, it was just, it was always a good time. You know, he was quiet or, yeah. you know, but once you got to break him out of his shell, I mean, he, he yeah. came out. Yeah. He came out. All right. Okay. Uh, Bradley Cox. Steve, what is the best story that you have for the Airbnb in Houston? Uh I don't. I I I tweeted it about all these incidents we had all week. Um, tensions were high at times. Okay. Yeah. No, I, there wasn't did, a there wasn't a best story. But did I, you throw the trash on the ground just to no. film yourself picking it up? Swear to God, you have three grown men throwing trash on the ground. Swear in a, in on a my room. basset hound's life, I that was none of that was staged. <laughs> there was a water ball on the floor, uh-huh. and there was trash on the floor, and Wygant left paper towels. And I said, these paper towels are yours. And he's like, yeah, they're not done yet. You're going to reuse them. Yeah. He said, yeah. you reuse these paper towels. So just, <laughs> just FYI on that. Not surprising. Reuse no. paper towels? What? You reuse paper towels? Jason Wygant does. Yeah. does, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. dry no. out and nope. do it all over again. Uh, yep. All right. Oh. How many more of these you want? I could have like 10 more, but I know we don't have that much time. Two? Four? Three more best Davy ones. Best Davy ones. Yep. All right. Focusing I'm on sorry, Davey. Tens. All right, uh, Tanner Hall. Who was your favorite teammate, and why? I had a lot. You did. I had a lot of them. Um, shoot, James. I I liked James. I did because he took all the pressure off me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how tense was it around then when he wasn't liking the bike and yeah. coy and big? Like, was it bad? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's James. You know, he wants the best. I get it. Yeah. And then Coy wants to be the best. Right. So, yeah, it was. Would James ever be like, hey, man, the bike's a piece of shit? And you'd be like, I don't know. It feels okay to me. 
No, I, I usually agree. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I'm not one to beat around the bush, you know? Like, if the bike's not good, yeah. dude, the bike's not good. Yeah. You know? Um, back back in, I think, in 13, Anderson, I, I liked riding with him because yeah. he was on 250s. You mm-hmm. know, we rode together. Yep. Um, I liked riding with him. I liked him as a teammate. He was quiet and whatnot. Um, IT was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Will and, on Cowie, I liked I liked oh, yeah, having yeah. him as a teammate. Yep. Um, even though he was only there for one round. Yeah. Um, before the season stuff. Before. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Know, that's a hard one. That's right. just, all right. Troy Dog, uh, will you give us the craziest story of your amateur career, preferably one you've never told before? But any crazy amateur stories? Huh. What do you mean by crazy? I don't know. Funny or nuts or whatever you want to, whatever you think people will like. I don't know, man. Great answer. The, I mean, oh, amateurs is, is tough. I mean, I, that's, 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 I'm sorry, Tets. That's just a tough one. I mean, there's so many stories from from my amateur career any of them about the alessis focus on that and then go from there um so i think it's been told a a few times i got my x-brand question my second one it just came (laughs) to me right now okay all right um many i'm sorry world mini in vegas um i want to say it was 2000 and uh, my dad was still around i don't know what year it was um, I lined up, it was concrete start. I lined up for the main event. Uh, Tony had Mike line up next to me and then Jeff lined up on the other side of me and we took off the gate and Jeff turned sideways and ran right into me and to keep me from getting yeah. the start or to, to crash yeah. me out or whatever it was. Uh, and I guess I ended up dragging his bike for a little bit. It fell off <laughs> and Ended up winning that moto. I caught back up to Mike and I passed him and I won. And when I got done, usually my dad was there or whatnot. Yeah. But he wasn't. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. So we did the interview and I ran. I rode up to the top, mm-hmm. parked my bike. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's running all over the place. And like, what, what? I walk over. My dad's in the cop car. Yeah. And come to find out, Tony spit in my dad's face. Yeah. Because my dad confronted him about like, why you turned yeah. to do that to my son. Right. Tony spit in my dad's face. Supposedly... I don't know what happened. My dad did something through Tony or, I mean, my dad was a big dude back then. Yeah. Uh, did something to Tony, put Tony on the ground, whatever it is. Um, Tony, or, you know, of course called the cops on my dad. Um, and then there's serious so, shit going on with those guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then my dad's like, my dad told the cops, what do you want me to do? He yeah. spit in my face. Right. Well, it's a felony. Yeah. Oh, spitting in your face? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's here in Nevada. Here in Nevada, yeah. it's a felony. It's a big deal. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So they're like, "Whoa!" So they went back to Tony. Did you spit in his face? And he's like, "Yeah." Well, now he can press charges. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. Yeah, yeah. That was done. So wow. besides that, it was you know, that's probably the craziest of of that's where the craziest. I know Jeff. Was the bird? Was the bird involved in any of this? <laughs> I think the bird was there. The bird was there. Yeah, for sure, the bird was there. <laughs> what happened to the bird when your dad's getting? I think my mom let the cat eat the bird. Oh, um, when then, when they got divorced, I think she let the cage open or something happened. In the no bird. way. All right, maybe I'm not. okay. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's the gone. cage it was there and then it wasn't. Oh boy. So I gotta say, so it went. So she either let it fly away. Yeah, yeah. Or the 
or something. a cat or something got it. Right. So. All right. Okay. Uh, Beaks and Talons wants to know, do you have any good Pastrana stories? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I was, when I was young, uh, I used to go to his house in Maryland and he, he loved jumping off of bridges, obviously. Yes. And him and, a, uh, Jim. So they took me over and I was, I was young, man. The bridge, I mean, for me, it felt like it was a 60, 70 foot bridge. It felt, yeah, yeah. it was high. I would not jump off of it. Would not, would not, would yeah. not, would not. How old it, are you? Probably you figure. Probably had to be like 10. Yeah. Yeah. And nine or yeah, probably nine or 10. Right. And they're like, they wouldn't, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yep. And they did it twice and they come up and I'm like, fine. Okay. I'll do it. But you guys need to stay in the water. And I stayed in, they stayed in. I finally, I jumped and dude, let me tell you, I got the biggest enema oh. from it <laughs> and I couldn't swim. So they had to drag, they had to carry me back. No way. Yeah, Cause I would have drowned. Yeah. I couldn't swim. It hurt so bad. Um, besides that, beating him in the whoops. And out wheeling him at my own house was the best was story the, I have. Was the moment. Uh-huh. Honestly, the first time I beat him in the whoops, it uh, put such a smile on my face. <laughs> That's awesome. So all he's right. always been a good friend of mine. So all I like right. it. Motorsport.com. Tweet a tits. That's old news, right? Please check out motorsport.com if you can. And uh, you, OEM, aftermarket parts, all of that stuff. All right. Let's welcome our next guest on the show. Vertex Pistons making four strokes, uh, two-stroke Pistons, four-stroke Pistons, OEM uh, choice for KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. If you email um, uh, sales at pivotworks.com, you can save with Vertex Pistons. GP style, uh, high compression, replica Pistons, whatever it is, VertexPistons.com. Stop in your local dealer, ask for a Vertex Piston kit today, or sales at pivotworks.com to save with those guys. Uh, Welcome our next guest on the 90s friend of the show, Alex Ray. Hey, Ray, what's up? Uh, not too much, Steve. Just uh, just sort of chilling. I see you got uh, Davey in there. That's freaking awesome. O'Neal. I love shirt tonight. Uh, O'Neal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah. And Dean Wilson oh, yeah. was on earlier. Yep. So, yeah, just a regular O'Neal. O'Neal fan club. Oh, today. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he says you don't call him anymore to help out you don't ask him anymore what what what's wrong we, he says i'm too busy we, we know no well, hey, wait, okay, listen no, davy turned busy he's not doing anything over there i just he he used to just live right down the road from me and now now he's like four hours away i mean it's just i don't know it's, it's a bummer you could still ask him for help and, and do a program and, and do all that the year the year that you cracked the top 20 in points i never rode with you yeah and uh, that yeah, year you, I are lived, cor- you are correct. I live four well, hours away that year, too. I don't want to overstate this, A-Ray, but Davey Millsaps changed your life. Dude, he did. Okay. <laughs> crazy. Okay. He did. Oh, yeah. So I why mean, do you 100%. turn your back on him now? I, di- I didn't turn my back, you know. I mean, he. I just I just figured I would just quit bugging him, you know. He's, <laughs> he's doing a lot with Dane. He's doing the works racing. He was doing the BMX stuff. You know, all that, and I just sort of, you know, wow. let him do his thing. I, I didn't want to overstep my welcome and all that, so I was just, you know, just staying back. I, we talked when? a little bit today, honestly. Wow. Can you believe he's in studio, A-Ray? He Dude, was the one that no. wrote me the hell yeah. froze over. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hell froze over because you're he's, heading to Vegas to go he, hang out with he's Steve. He's driving two hours to hang out with me. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Right? After all the all the shit you talked on him, oh all stop that stuff it! You wrote it's all that just, stuff. You hey, wrote. I was just helping him get better. 
Just helping them get better. I mean, hey, yeah, it's motivation, I guess. Hey, after all the stuff that we always said about him, you know, talking shit about us not being in shape and how in shape that he thought he was, you know. Hey, now, now, now he's saying now he's. That's what I'm saying. Now he's skinny. Well, well, skin, I know, right? Skinnier. I wouldn't say skinny. So, skinnier. I mean, he's definitely skinnier. Thank I mean, you. I mean, he's still an asshole, but he's still, right. you know, he's right. he's <laughs> still skinny, like skinnier. He's not what he was. Uh, so. I don't know. Don't don't go mountain biking with Steve in Vegas because he knows the trails like the back of his hand. I'll, I'll take him on a mountain it, bike it, ride with an actual mountain bike. Hey, Davey, you know how I am on a mountain bike in rocks and all that stuff. I'm not, I I go to mountain bike with him in Vegas. I'm. Uh, like a fish out of water, dude. It it's not good. Yeah, bro, bring it. Bring uh, it on in here. Well, yeah, get rid of your motor. Get, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't be silly. Hey, a Ray skin still in Havasu on the on the trail. Oh, it's yeah? still there. It's still there. It's still there. I just oh, I just passed it yesterday. Gosh. I just oh, went on it yesterday. God. I'm like every time I pass he, it, I'm like, this is a Ray. Did he eat shit? Like, oh, yeah, dude. Bad. Did you not see okay, the video? So, I don't think so. <laughs> you had okay, to have. So, Okay, so here, here's the story. Okay, yeah. I, co- I come to Havasu. Uh, it's like a few days before we're supposed to leave to Colorado because we're doing this big – they have this bright idea to do this big mountain bike race, 50-mile mountain bike race Leadville. In, in Leadville, Colorado. It's at like 12,000 feet of elevation. Okay, oh. I'm still fat, okay? You're still fat anyway. And, <laughs> yes, yes. So he takes me mountain biking like early, early on. We go to Havasu, whatever. And he does this jump in front of me and does like this little whip. I'm like, oh, sick. It's not a jump. Right? It's just a roller. Well, it's a roller, but he got the air <laughs> over it. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm about to A-ray the shit out of this thing. Yeah. So I hit it. And, dude, I just full endo. I feel like the first thing that hit the ground was my forehead. <laughs> and, uh, and Havasu is like lava rock. Yeah. And I have, I have the biggest scars on my knee, on my arm still. Oh, and God. We get back to the house, and they're just, he's laughing his ass off, r- like pouring like alcohol on it to like yeah. make sure it's not infected and everything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just sitting there like freaking cringing because it's burning so bad. And then we have to go all the way to Colorado and do this other mountain bike race, which it's crazy. That's whenever I first meet Pablo, the, you know, my yeah, trainer, right. who's still my trainer now. And, He's like, Davey, I thought you'd been helping this guy. He's still fat as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, cool, all right. 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 <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and then the whole week, he doesn't let me eat anything but broccoli and green beans. And then you we get an to egg. the race. Yeah, an egg. Yeah, and, and an egg, yeah. So we get to the race. I'm totally depleted of any energy, and I start cramping like 12, like 12 miles in. <laughs> It took me eight hours to finish that day. Eight and a half. I walked, I walked five miles up a freaking climb because my legs were cramping so bad. Oh, my God. I don't think I heard this story. This is, uh, it this was is terrible. Horrible. It was the worst day. It was the worst day of my life. Oh, I've I seen the video Davey. now. I had, oh, I had, that's so I had bad. so many, so many come-to-Jesus meetings. <laughs> so that, many. That five-mile walk, you were really questioning Dude. on your life, your life's purpose. Oh, what, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he's got a picture of you laying in the ground, laying on the ground. Oh, <laughs> oh that's terrible. great. That's great. <laughs> my phone was laid off in the bushes, like everything just flying. <laughs> that was, it was, I, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I think that's why Davey liked, liked having me around and helping me so much because, any, like he said, anything that he told me to do, I pretty much did it. Yeah. But yeah. It, was mainly, it was mainly for his amusement. Right. <laughs> hey, when we did the road bike race, 
and Williams. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Well, that was actually whenever I got into shape. <laughs> Which was that was right little, that was right I, after I Leadville. Don't, I don't think A Ray yeah, is was, as lean as now as he is as he was with you guys when you I don't no, I think Are he's fat again. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, okay. Looking at him in the gear, they. I mean, Mark probably had to make him an extra size bigger. Okay. All right. No, no. I'm still the same size. <laughs> still stretchy okay. pants. Still sa- okay. All right. I'm still the same size. I will admit, qu- quarantine. It's. It. It just. It's. Uh, it was a bit rough on me. Okay. All right. It's <laughs> Dude, just- we went. We went to Chick Fil A in California, and this fool orders a chicken sandwich, chicken nuggets, fries, and a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, a right. And I'm sitting there like. Yeah. Hey man, hey you go. I mean, I'm th- I'm thankful hey. I don't have a Chick Fil A there and, right. and have so I'm thankful. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because you love Chick Fil A. That that is one your one of your weaknesses. It's you do great. like Chick Fil A. Yes. I think I think Chick Fil A sucks. I do. Now, I, I mean, I was I, starting to kind of like you. Now yeah, I don't no, again. I mean, dude, it's greasy. <laughs> it's the, the 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 nugget sauce is good with the nuggets and the Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce is bomb. It is. It is good. Number one, but no pickles. Sandwich, but the sandwich. Like, it's just greasy. No, dude, I, I no comment. Like, I'm, I'm a big, big food guy. I love all types of food, anything and, I'm surprised and everything. Surprised that Mathis is saying that. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. You know, maybe we need to get back together. Back on the we 18. Hey, no, I mean, I, I like BT, but he loves him some BT. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> he loves him some yeah. BT. No, so um, I've actually I've actually been working with Budman a lot here lately. I don't know if you ever, uh, Davey, I don't know if you ever heard with uh, rode with Budman at all. Whenever he was on JGR, uh, maybe it was a little bit later. That was after me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. Budman. Yeah. I like, I like Budman. We've, we've been working on a little bit of consistency here. You know, I mean, I feel like my consistency's gotten a touch better. Okay. I mean, I still have. My moments every now and then, but I feel like it's gotten a bit better. You so I've been uh, on that. you clipped that tough block in practice this past week. I, uh, yeah. yeah, that wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, that wasn't good. No, I can't right. talk on tough blocks. I've probably hit the most out of everyone. Oh, I forgot my. I ex- did a, I, oh, I did a, somers- I did a yep. somersault in the sand too. Yeah, I yeah, you did. That. Yeah, you did that too. <laughs> came in there like mock. I came in there like eighty miles an hour. Like just buried that say, front end in there. I will say my day wasn't as rough on Saturday as Freddie's was, Freddie Norn. But <laughs> no, no, it was not. But I, I respect Freddie so much for the day that he had because I have seen some of the crashes that he had on Saturday, and I'm like, oh my god. He had a rough, rough day. Uh, what about? Hey, are you kind of happy about the Dean Wilson thing because that took all the heat off you for the Barsha takeout in the heat race? All, oh yeah, 100. percent Yeah, I'm kidding. You actually, you don't. That's not your fault. But, but that was awesome. Okay, so. I obviously I tipped over in a turn. I was actually running, I think eighth, right behind Hartrap before he crashed, and um, yeah, I just watched the front and the corner. So I was a lap down, and I seen the I seen the leaders coming. I'm like, okay, well, shit. Um, we get to that ninety. Everyone was going inside on on off, yeah. right? For some reason, he's got. I think he had Roxon on his ass. For some reason. He decides to triple to the outside where they hadn't been going, and I'm in the rut, and I look back, and I'm, like, trying to wait for him so they go on and off, and I don't get in their way. He hits the rut and runs right in the back of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he mad, but, or is he, was I, he okay with it? Okay, so I get off the track. I sit there. I wait for him. I'm like, because yeah. I've seen him tip over, and I'm like, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I, I was just that guy. Shit's about <laughs> to hit the fan. Oh, man. 
So I wait for him. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, no, 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 He's don't worry about it. It's all good. And, you know, it was, it was completely – it was completely good. Yeah, he, so. yeah, it was his fault for sure. But still, fans probably ravaged your social yeah. media. Yeah, for did, sure. Did you get like, some social media? After hate? that, yeah. uh, I, I got a little bit of in the DMs, but right. not anywhere near like what Dino right. No, So, yeah. Uh, Vertex yeah, Pistons so. bringing you Alex Ray. Sales at PivotWorks.com for more information. Uh, the Davey Millsaps, Alex Ray Super Team. That was a good time back then. Uh, and now, Dude, it was. I mean, I mean, like to be honest, listened. like I, I've been, I've been watching the show all night. It's been a great show, <laughs> and I've just been, like, I've been thinking about like all the times like that Davey made me do stuff that I didn't want to do, and then he would just sit there and laugh. <laughs> but like seriously, yeah, I mean, he he changed. You came out that year, Cycle Trader, and you were like a new guy. Like you were you're you're still fast, but you just yeah, you're in shape. You're able to hang oh, on. Yeah. Like it was a a complete turning point for your career. He got top twenty sure. in points. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Um, and it was it was great. I mean, I, I feel like I've started out this year really well as well. Um, obviously, the last uh, Houston round didn't really go my way. Uh, I'm struggling a bit with starts. Maybe Davey and I can work on some starts. Hmm. Um, or, or I don't know if I sh- should I call should I call Tony or oh. I'm joking. What I'm about joking. does Dave, does, does Ray need a burn on his shoulder? <laughs> should we do that? I'm not big Dave. Okay. I'm not walking around with a bird on my shoulder to hang out with A-Ray. Um, yeah, man. Come on. I, 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 do, I do need some help on starts, Davey. So maybe maybe we should just we should get you to California. You know, i got to start great. And maybe we could just really hit it hard on these starts. I bring Dane to California um, to ride at LaPaglia's house. Nice. So okay. Yeah, and I, I noticed you've been riding the Swap Moto Live series. That's cool. I like that. I did. You know. He did. I think one or two of those. I'm doing the. He's doing worse right now. Big six, and then the swap moto. I'm gonna try to hit uh, soon. Just trying to get everything figured out. It's, this is now. I, I mean, I give credit to my parents when it's due. Is right. good lord. <laughs> um, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I'm trying. Right. So and especially where you know where I'm at. It. I'm in the middle of nowhere compared to any of it. So it's a it's a bit more complicated for me in Florida. There was you know Gainesville was right there. Yep. You know Reddick, Ocala, Bifflo. Uh, yeah, a little different now. Yeah. Right. So now it's just California, or really far away. Yeah. Yep. Um. Anyway, so um, obviously for this weekend, first main event you didn't make of the year, LCQ. You're charging hard, catching Gardner, catching uh, Politelli. And then, like, yeah. the la- I was kind of waiting for the the balls-out A-Ray. To- it never came. I-, I know you said, you you know, you're trying to smooth it out because you don't want to see God every lap, which <laughs> which is a good thing. But, yeah, did something happen on that last lap that I didn't see? Because you seemed to – Yeah, I made I made a few mistakes. Okay. Got hung up in a couple corners. Just, just got sort of off balance, off rhythm, and a few of them and missed the rhythm section and just uh, lost touch of them. And, honestly, Gardner – and Politelli, they were riding really, really well. It was, it was hard for me because I came from like tenth all the way up to I guess sixth right there. Yep. And then I stayed there for like two laps, and I, I was on Gardner, but it just, I just couldn't. I, I don't know. I just right. got beat. I to was be honest. I was thinking you were going to make it happen. I, I, I'm like, I think he gets it. Man, down. I was trying. Yep. I was, I was trying. I mean, there was no lack of effort. Um, I felt good on the bike. I. Even after the race, I wasn't really mad at myself. 
just because I knew I was riding well. Like I felt, I felt like I was riding well. Um, obviously, it didn't pan out in right. the result that I wanted, but I was still happy with my riding throughout the day. Um, so that was good. Um, just uh, yeah, the end result wasn't when, really what we wanted. When do when is it when is it when is enough time pass where I can text Cade about his last lap and a half and still be okay? Like. I, I text him. I actually text him today after I posted that that little photo of him on my on my story. Dude, he, but, uh, I think he's fine. I think he's good. He he really he fell, should up, be. He fell apart. He, he should be because it's, I guess I looked at the lap times. He was a bit off, but he was still riding better than he has been yeah. in the past. I, I, I mean, you want, you want to take the positive of it, and that was the positive. That was his best ride. Yeah. In since but he came he back, folded. But, but he dude, folded heavy. Oh, fuck, dude. Was he thinking about the mains? Like, what was he doing? He told me he he told me he hit neutral in the turn after the fucking whoops. How do you hit neutral <laughs> after the whoops? Because what, yeah. uh, what, what did he hit the whoops in first gear? Right, right. What gear are you hitting <laughs> whoops in, Gabe? Yeah, I don't uh, know what happened there, but I I did talk to him today. But oh uh, my god, poor Cade, poor yeah, Cade. Yeah, it, it unfolded for him bad, really it, bad. Um, who's the mechanic on your team with the Van Halen pit board? Uh, that's my mechanic, oh. Mike Medina. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he got yeah. he's gotten a lot of compliments on it. I like it. Eddie Van Halen pit board. I'm on board. Yeah, yep. he, he, from like all the older AMA guys, yeah, they yeah. sort of walk up, like, dude, that's good. <laughs> that's sick. I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, what's up with Rod Bell? I was high on Rod Bell. I was talking about fantasy sleepers in Rod Bell last summer. Was fantastic. Rod Bell. Oh yeah. Adjusting to Supercross still. Then your bag was with Rod Bell. He, so he's still adjusting. Um, you know, it was a big jump for him uh, riding a 450 on Supercross. He's still a young kid. Right. Shit, he's 20 years old. I mean, hell, I've been racing Supercross for 10 years. You know what I mean? It's been that long. He's, yeah, it's it's been a long time. I, <laughs> shit. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, I turned pro in 2011. Yeah. Ten Jeez. years. And did, didn't you see so, the stat where you had the second most consecutive Anaheim ones behind Brayton? Really? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I didn't miss one. Right. <laughs> Not main yeah, events, you, just just showing. Oh up. yeah, just yeah. Just, show, just showing right. up. Yeah. This is the pink gear days too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent pink gear. Right. But yeah, Rod Bell, he's still he's still adjusting. You okay. know, riding a four fifty on Supercross, it's not easy. Um, you know, he's. Uh, I think I think he'll get there. It just needs to take a little bit of time. Um, All right. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm still on the bandwagon. Rod Bell's awesome. He'll get it figured out. Oh yeah. I mean, as long as he stays away from having Fred Norn moments, he'll be fine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So Ooh. so Davy, Davy, Freddie, we love Freddie. Supercross isn't his forte. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I think we can all agree on that, right? He Freddie. Uh, he's beat me. He's beat me at Supercross. I he just had a bad day. I, that's all I'm saying. He in a. Okay, what was the first crash? The first crash, uh, first crash was just I in the turn. He landed on, he, or or did he land on Van Martin? I no, hear? that was the second one, I think. Okay, okay. So he. This is all in a lap span, this right? Is, this is a lap and a half. He tips over in a turn. Yeah. I believe first, just crashes in a turn. Whatever, gets up. Uh, oh, in the sand. I think it was in the sand. Gets up, dusts himself off, gets sand out of his ass and everything else. Gets back on, then comes out the rhythm. Uh, after the uh, cross start line, mm -hmm. goes uh, two, three, and lands on the back of Van Martin, 
and just eats shit. Like, jumps right onto the back of him, eats shit, gets up, runs over to Van. Are you okay? Sorry about that. <laughs> like, Van's just jumping double, right? Uh, gets up, goes on his bike, does, <laughs> makes like two turns, and fucking, uh, it was the Forkner no, jump. It was the triple. The, the, the big triple, or was it the Forkner triple? No, the big yeah, triple. Yeah, so the big triple. Goes around, does the Forkner were crashed, on, 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 off. Yep. The next triple. Case is the third one and fucking goes over the bars. This he cased is, the front one with his front wheel. Yeah. The, the, the triple yeah. with his front wheel. This is shit. a minute and a half. This is total. all in one lap. This is one lap. <laughs> Poor Freddy. Was he done? No. No. Dude, no. 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 He goes back, ices up the wrist, and makes, goes out for the for the night show. Good Lord. Oh, my God. It was classic. I have so much give respect up. for him after Saturday. I have so much respect for him oh, after Freddy. Saturday. On it. X-Brand goggles. <laughs> Choice of champions <laughs> everywhere. Maybe. maybe oh, yeah. you, you, have it, you have it on the TV right now, landing on Van Martin. Oh, my God. I didn't see that one. Oh, you put it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it up on, on, our, on our YouTube. Just go, oh God. Poor Van. A hey, and ATP has the video of the other two crashes, I think. <laughs> yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been a night for me. Yeah, that would have been it, right? Yeah, that would have uh, been. What, a about, hey, what about your Vegas crash? Which one? The, at the end, of, at the end of the straightaway, where you took out Hepler. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that was gnarly. Was this your second question? No. <laughs> <laughs> he should get tried to get to the second question for two hours. Okay, my second question is. Why does Marty wash the front out so much? <laughs> that's my second. That's the question. The eternal question of life. What's our purpose in life? And why does Marty wash the front end out all the time? Okay. Hey, do you know, do you know what the conversation was about Marty this time last year, though? What? Remember, he looped out at Anaheim 1. Oh, oh yeah. God. He sent his bike across the stadium floor. Oh, yeah. 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 Little Brian sent me the video of it with the, the minute he did it. And I'm like... He always, Jeez. whenever I ask him about this stuff, he goes, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says, Davey. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Another O'Neill rider. Know. Another O'Neill rider. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy the ride. Um, he's enjoying the ride whenever he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Why okay. does he lose the front end, Davey? Well, he didn't lose it in the first round. He landed on tough blocks. Yeah. Um, okay. But in practice, he did. Literally the first practice of the year, we, I'm in a group text with Truman and Parabinos, and we're like, Welcome to Supercross 2020. Marty just lost the front. I don't know what happened in the second right, one. Right. I guess he crashed again. Yeah. Um, then I watched him yeah. crash in the sand. Yeah. Was that the only time he crashed in the main, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. It's the only time it showed him. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, dude, I just think he's trying so hard. Right. And I think he wants to do so good. Um, I think he puts too much pressure on himself. Yep. And it's created himself to spaz a little bit <laughs> and and not pay attention to what he's really doing yeah. i mean because he's an awesome sand rider so i yeah. mean just like you know he should not crash in, no. in a turn in the sand that's you know more of a fast turn anyway um so but, I, I think he just puts too much pressure on himself to be honest with you yeah. i think he just he wants to do so good he's yeah. just trying right. so hard right if, if he was to calm down he'd go way faster and i've told marty oh, that for years right um but back to your Hepler question. Yes, the Hepler Vegas one. <laughs> yeah, the one that he claims I ruined his career on. Um, he, uh, thank God he was there for me. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Oh, uh, you're right. You're uh, right. When I landed, I don't know what happened. 
either my throttle stuck, I got whiskey, one of the two. Yep. I mean, I'm on, yep. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just know I couldn't shut off. Dude. And I was either going to hit him or hit I was going to I was going to hit the wall and die. Yeah. I mean, there was no if ands or buts. So, I did the best I could. I laid my bike down to Yeah. to hit him. Yeah. And for him to stop me. And when I when I hit him, he flew into the you know the big old tough blocks. Yeah, the big yeah. He fell into that. Yeah. Um, and then I hyperextended my knee and all kinds of stuff, but that ended his career. So he says in an interview down the road. Who who's the bigger spaz, Marty or A Ray? Oh, A Ray, hands down. A <laughs> Ray, hands down. I would down. agree. I would agree. But Marty's spa, like Marty's a little bit obviously faster. Yep. And. So when he spazzes, it's it's like a it's like a one big one yeah. where A Ray kind of spazzes throughout the whole entire yeah. Yeah. track. Yep. When he's panicking. Right. Um when he worked with me, he didn't really spaz. He was calm and, Maybe and steady. Almost some pe- some people say um, he should get back with you. So yeah, he when <laughs> when A Ray spazzes, you you can see it. Especially so, Oh yeah. Especially now, oh, yeah. you know, with his pants being a little bit bigger, you can definitely see him spaz. <laughs> So, oh my gosh! They're the same size. Hey, they might be, but you fill them out. Um, I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, I do have the same man, Scott. <laughs> I, just, I just got sent Freddy's Freddy's crash. Oh no! Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Watch this. Just just click play on that, Davey. Uh, it's you'll see. It's close, but how is he? Is he okay? Is he truly okay? Do we know? Yeah, no, he's fine. I, dude, he's made of rubber. Oh God! Uh, what, what was he doing? I, yeah, I don't know. I guess he thought that was, that was a landing. I don't know. All I gotta say, A Ray, is I'm coming for you on a mountain bike, though, son. I I seen that you've been riding a little bit more. Uh huh. So that's, that's Scott. Awesome. I don't know how much. So but, my my, um, my asshole friend Scott Simon. Okay. Decided to get. He's like, ah, we gotta you know, get, get get your ass off the couch. Yep. So he made me sign up for a 50 mile mountain bike race in March. Oh boy! And I didn't start training until yesterday. Okay, yesterday. Oh, oh last beginning. week, last okay, week, yeah, last week. And uh, I'm like, man, that that came up real fast. <laughs> <laughs> we signed up for this I mean, back you, in like July. Why don't you ease into so, like a, you know, what, type of mount, what type of mountain bike race is this? Is, is, it, is it like Leadville? Uh, it's 6,100 feet of climbing, dude. Can I bring my e-bike? Oh, I got that. I got that. Leadville, Leadville was 8,000. So yeah, not, up. I got it. Not hey, not much less than Leadville. Will you commit to this race, A-Ray? No, if it's a, it's not a, a, it's a super race. Supercross or an outdoor? Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's in March. Oh, it's in March. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so, I got to race outdoors. Jeez. Outdoors in March? Yeah, outdoors in March. When does that happen? Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> where, where is it? Supercross. <laughs> there you go. Supercross ends in, uh, there, there, in in May. You just answered your own spaz question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But no, so he's he's like, dude, we got to sign up for it because he just, you know, he got all excited because he did a triathlon. Yep. And he wants to do this race, so I'm doing it with him, and we're both going to die, more than likely. So, trying to get in shape. So I, I'm actually coming for you. There we go. Hey, I will say this: Davey does take his mountain bike races, his road bike races, very seriously. So, like when we went to Leadville, I was just a passenger. Like, I mean, he. He took care of like all the entry fee stuff and all that, but damn, did he have a laugh at me because I <laughs> failed. Oh, it, it was worth every penny that he spent right. on me to get to Colorado because he laughed probably at me the whole time. He, he calls me in the middle of the race, 
he calls in you the, in the middle of the race. He he calls me. And uh, dude, I'm I'm on the I'm on the side of a fucking mountain, crying my eyes out because I can't move my legs because they're crazy. They're he calls me, and I'm at like mile. God, I had to be at mile like thirty. Yeah, thirty six. Right, and he calls me. I'm on a single track on the side of the on the side of the mountain, and, he, and I'm answering. And he's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and dude, I couldn't. Because there's, there's like it, when the race is done, yeah. they'll come find everyone. They'll oh. take you back. Yeah. And I'm like, then just fucking go home. Like, stop. St- walk home. I don't care what you do. Just, just go. Stop. <laughs> don't do it then. Yeah. Just fucking go home. And I hung up. Yeah. I didn't want to hear anymore. I yeah. hung up. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that pissed him off. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I, I'm in my head. I'm like, I hope that yeah, pissed him yeah, off. Yeah. I mean, he oh, might he might have skipped two and a half miles, but I know he walked up. The last hill to get out of there was a five and a half mile climb. Okay, and he walked up with with a chick, and it was like a triathlete, right? Okay, and he got done at eight and a half hours. God, he, Ray, he, and I'm sitting it there like the worst I'm, day of my life. I'm stressing. <laughs> I'm calling him. He's not yeah. answering. How how long did it take you to finish? Like, how long after you... waiting for him? No, like yeah, like when were you? Well, I waited about an hour and a half for him. Okay. Like total, like yeah, throughout the yeah. whole entire race. Yep. So it took me seven hours. Okay. Um, but like it sh- I should have been in like the five range. Yeah. Five and a half. And, uh, but he, I'm like freaking out. Like, dude, where is he? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be here forever. A bear, a bear got him. And finally he comes in at 830 and they stopped giving medals at eight. Or like eight fifteen, yeah, yeah. but they gave him a medal I anyway. Fucking stole, uh, yeah, they, they, oh, yeah. They, they gave him a medal. I was, one. <laughs> I was taking one of the fucking medals home, dude. <laughs> I just, still have it. I still so have it. It he, sounds like you deserve it, A Ray, for real. I think you deserve it. I mean, he oh, he yeah. was he was laid up. He didn't know what to do. He was <laughs> shot. And well, I didn't eat anything the whole. I mean, week granted, leading up to it. Granted, it was it you was. You had an egg. He had an egg. <laughs> I did have an egg. Yeah, you had an egg, and I had a drink that night for you. Oh yeah. So, so for real, A Ray, worst day of your life? Oh, one hundred percent worst day of my life. Oh yeah, that had to be his worst day of his life. But it, it was, was the most hell. amazing thing to watch. Right. So, I mean, right. it was pretty fantastic, dude. Oh my god, that's I awesome. went through some pain at that day. <laughs> Holy cow! Like I, I didn't want to even step a foot in Colorado for two years. I want to go back and race Leadville again. So I don't. Yogi, no, I, Yogi I, wants I, to do it with me. Yeah. That's one place I don't ever want to go back to. <laughs> I will race any other mountain bike race, whatever. Uh, I don't care. I just will not go back there. Brittany, Brittany wrote me and says she's laughing so hard at you right now. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> oh, dude, it was, go. it was terrible. It was so bad. You have no idea. Oh, and God. I was legit probably in the best shape of my life yeah. at, at that yeah. point, yeah, yeah. like I was saying. And I was, and I was not You were getting there. You were getting there. I was there. getting there. We went from there to the next month. We went and did a 53-mile uh, road bike race from uh, Grand Canyon to Williams. Oh, yeah. Okay. And my and Brittany did it with us. Yeah. And we were crushing we, it. Yeah. We crushing we it. And then we could have done good that And then day. Brittany, Brittany blew apart. Okay. And I had I think yeah. I pushed her for, like, what, 25 miles? Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. If 40 mile hour wins. We were, yeah. But we we ruined her at the beginning though because we were we were pushing pretty hard at the beginning, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, th- th- this isn't going good. <laughs> we need to get Mathis on one of these rides. Yeah, uh, I did meat bike race. You know, hey, he, could take a, he could be yeah. a good like puller. Yeah, pull you guys. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can draft you pretty oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah. Um, listen, I like e bikes. 
in my local vi- trails. That's what I like. That's what I, I was in Houston. Uh, strange, so rocky. strange trails in Houston. I uh, scared. I, uh, I really like my familiar trails for sure. Um, all right, A-Ray. Well, um, thanks for coming on. And, and let's get you back on the Mill South program here. Hey, I'm into it. This I'm is coming from it. Mathis, who said I was way out of shape my whole life. And he's telling you to get on my program. I like it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Wow. Listen, I you, like hell it. has frozen over. You you did miracles with Alex Ray. So, you know, yeah. I mean. And I'm and I'm 100% grateful for it. You know, I I would probably be working at my dad's pawn shop right now if it wasn't for Davey. So, yeah. Hey. That's good to hear. Hey. No, you're right. So, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks to you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. That's Alex Ray brought to you by VertexPistons.com, sales at Pivotworks.com. That's a good story. Calling you. Crying. Yo, like legit crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell he was crying. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, good Lord. Dude, you're just like, oh, God. Because uh, I've been there. Right, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of calls on the line. First up, Scotty, for a uh, question for Davey Millsap. Scotty, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Davey, I was just uh, curious if you had a good story of uh, Josh Lichtel, 811. <sighs> I, I, I miss that guy, man. Um, yeah, he, he's one of my best friends. You came to Baja for that uh, yep. eight eleven camp. I helped instructed it with you guys. I, uh, I actually talked to him the day that he passed away at Redbud. I was talking to him in staging before he went up on the obviously to race, and that was the last time I ever talked to him. But I think the best couple, you know, uh, I think the best story was uh, Lichtel and I at Loretta's, and I won the first moto and then the second moto it i was winning i crashed gave him the lead i caught back up to him and literally him and i battled the entire time i think we ended up putting like three or four people in the hospital because we were both so out of control all over the place um he ended up winning that moto but uh just the fact of just how cool it was to race like that with him uh that to me was the best time I had racing with him besides, you know, the one and only time I ever beat him in the mud. Um, that was the highlight of, of my mud racing was beating him in the mud hands really? down. Yeah, yeah, because Michigan guys, right? God, dude, yeah, he yeah. lapped me. The first time I ever raced yeah. against Lichtel was on a 60, I think, and he yeah. lapped me in the oh, mud yeah, at Loretta. Yeah. Lapped me. Yeah. Um, and then the next time I ever raced him was my last year at Loretta in 2003. And it was downpouring. Yeah. And I got the whole shot and I was gone. Yeah, yeah. So I was like. So you're stoked, yeah. I was stoked. Right. Cool. Thanks for the call, Scotty. Thank you. Thanks, man. Uh, Sam's on, too. Sam, what's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, what do you think the chances are Garrett March Banks contends for the title in the East um, to be a privateer, possibly? Or, or on, on the West. On the, and, on the West, you mean? Um, the, actually, I just saw yeah. on Justin Cooper's Instagram, I heard this last week, and Will Hahn wouldn't confirm it for me. What a bastard. Also, Will Hahn said he would bring coffee up to me in the press box in Houston and never did. So fuck you, Will. Um, and he loves him some coffee. Yeah, he does. Um, I don't think Marchbank's on that team, Club MX team. I don't think he'll be a championship contender. But I think he'll be a top five guy. Like, you look at Lopes, Joey Crown last year, same team. They were top five, six, seven. Uh, I think that's where Marchbank's will be. I, when I you, think Marchbank's a little bit better than the other ones, though. Yeah. So, but I mean, that, I, I think he'll be top three, top five. The uh, the, the advantage the factories have in those 250 classes is big. And although I think your bike yes. will be good, it's hard to compete against factory 250 bikes. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, for sure, Sam, where he, he's, he's got to be hungry to show that Mitch made the wrong decision, right? 
Yeah, I believe so, too. So. And then another thing, Steve, um, the Wasteables podcast, any MX races, I would love to hear your story about 2001 Steel City. Yeah, no, that's on the list. We're going to do it for sure. That's uh, okay. We'll do it. Thanks, man. 2001 Steel City. Oh, boy, I was on the, I was on KTM when Langston's wheel blew apart. <laughs> that wasn't a very good day. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Davey Millsaps are going to let him go here shortly, go to commercial break. Uh, actually, you talked about the – Talked about CBD earlier, helping you out. Cambio CBD, it's a new brand with roots in moto and action sports. We have some on the table here. Offer the finest pure and organic CBD products available, including athlete-inspired performance and recovery packs. My wife's got the uh, beautiful Bath Crystal 3-pack, guaranteed to put a smile on her face. Get that up for your chick if you want. Cambio-USA.com, Pulpamex link on their site. Uh, you get special deals if you see that. It's cambio-usa.com. All your CBD needs over there. So, uh, Davey, if you want some, I got some some samples for you to take. So, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Art of Sport as well. Have you heard of Art of Sport? Deodorant and body wash. Kenny Rocks is yes. involved in that. Yes, yes. Okay. All products under $10. Charcoal face wash, any dander shampoo, all of it under 10 bucks. Learn more. Artofsport.com. Go find them at Target. You won't be disappointed. Award-winning products. More than 7,000 five-star reviews. And everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, Men's Health are showing them love. So thanks to Art of Sport as well for coming on the show. Um, let's go into Dark Side on 5. Dark Side, what's up? What's up, Steve? Glad to be home. How, uh, how good has Davey been tonight? Davey's been great, actually. He's been a very yeah. good co-host. Yep. Yeah, you were pretty excited Saturday that he was coming in. Yeah, I couldn't believe he's Davy Millsaps is driving to come <laughs> come do a show with me. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So you, you know you were a little concerned that he was gonna make it the full five hours, but so far so good. We're letting him go at nine. Okay. Yeah. All and, right. and then I also too I got him a free bag of coffee too, like another thing I did for him. <laughs> you know. Uh, did did, did Dungey actually agree to that? He he said you were giving a little he, was, he wasn't gonna make any money, you were giving too much away. Yeah, uh, he, I already sent my address. Oh you did? Yeah. Nice good. He texted me and said send me your address. <laughs> there we go. So I, I, I like nice. I like your RD. Millsaps will be on the on the co- on the R D coffee's bandwagon. So. <laughs> right uh, on. Listen, we gotta run because Davey's gonna get out of here. We're gonna go to commercial break. Okay. But, but I have a lot to say about the wrap up show. So uh, okay, about how good it was. I listened to it yesterday. About how awesome on it was. The flight back, probably so. best one. I'm yet. glad I had nothing to do with it. You didn't. So yeah. you're you're you're. I'm free. in the clear. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you and the other guy. So uh, who's uh, guts racing Michelin bicycle tires? The guys at Seal Savers as well. Motorsport.com on the Pulp Mix wrap up show on uh, on Wednesday. Dark side. Uh, who you got? Yep. Uh, James Schuster from Vertex Pivot Works. Rinse Rabbit. And we got our first female uh, co-host this week. Rachel Small is going to come on. Can't so, believe it! I can't believe. Yeah, we got. I can't believe we have girl, female listeners to this thing. It's amazing. Well, I've had a few reach out. So over the next few weeks, we're going to have a few of them. We have a wrap-up show. Dark side here. Our buddy wraps up this show on another show. She just talks about this show. It's a show about a show. Huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so we'll talk about Davey come Wednesday night. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see who, who liked him and who didn't, or if everybody liked him. I what's think, the, what's, uh, how's I think the feedback pretty unanimous. Been, how's the feedback been on YouTube, Marks? And they don't like every, anybody, so. Yeah, YouTube's pretty negative for the most part. But, yeah, yeah uh, I think for the most part, a lot of a lot of positive. I think maybe – I think that, that little bit where he wasn't sure on, like, the stories to tell and stuff. People were like, ah, oh, they wish he would have opened up a little bit there. But other than that, he's been very open and, and people okay. have liked all right. that a lot. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So yep. some, there's some stories that can't be told. Right. Well, I got <laughs> those some of are the, the ones people want. I got some of those too, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Dark Side. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. See ya. All right, see Bye. ya. That's Dark Side, everybody. Um, 
Man, a couple things before we go, Davey. Um, favorite race bike for you in all those years? Dude, my 06. My 06 Honda 250F. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. That bike was pretty badass. Yeah. 06 to 08. Right. And 13 was actually a really good bike as well. Yep. Obviously, the KTMs were fantastic. Yeah. Um, but just the feeling of that 06 250F. Yeah. There was nothing better than that bike. Right. The 13, you had no factory stuff in there, really, no. right? Did you get a transmission at any point or anything like that? It was just like basically. Just, it was, a, it yeah. was, I mean, Jamie Ellis did the motors. Right. Um, Scuba was my mechanic. And Show Scott was my yep. suspension guy. Right. I had applied clamps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Yeah. That's crazy that, how good it worked for you. Yeah. Yeah, with all that. Because, I mean, because you've, you've, factory Honda, you've tested everything, you know, all the foot pegs and shifter movements and transmission gears and ratio you know what i mean you, you know I th- that i stuff. think i yeah. think it went too far with when it came to that stuff did it yeah i think it just well and oh nine we we needed yeah. to try right everything yep. but uh you know with in 13 the bike just felt good the first day on it i'm like god what did i do yep and then i the second day i'm like okay i'm here yeah um Bike felt good, suspension felt good, and I've known Shoa Scott for a while. Yep. So you know he was always out there with me, and and uh, I had Ezra there a lot with me, so he was helping me, and I just was in the mindset of, you know what, like I want this. Yeah. yeah. So, um, toughest competitor. So got, I mean, Alessi's easy to say, but I don't feel like he was as good as you on pro level, right? So Alessi. Yeah. As far know. as competitor amateur or no, no, just pro race. Toughest competitor? All of them. <laughs> I mean, there's not like, there's not one guy that stands out. You right. got to think, you know, there's, there was 12 of them that were, yep. that were fantastic. Just say Timmy. Just say Timmy. So. You could never beat him. <laughs> we know it. We know. I mean, you know. 08 Detroit. I think I got the better of him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he never caught me. Okay. Yeah, I forget. And um, San Francisco, oh. Six or seven. I was 250F. Oh. And San Francisco, 07. 07? Was, I didn't race it because I had a broken femur. Okay. All right. Um, Very rarely could you beat the great Tim. <laughs> we all know hey, that. He's a Floridian, man. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I, I can't talk anything bad about right. Timmy. You probably looked up to Timmy when you were a little Dude, kid. watching him at, at uh, Gatorback. Yeah. Dude, and him on Suzuki. Yeah. Bad dude back then. Always. Um, well, I was on a. I think I was on a PW. Yes. So like I was young. Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad loved him. My dad loved. Oh him. yeah. Yeah. A big Dave was a that in uh, Pokeroba. Oh yeah, Anthony. Anthony Pokeroba. <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian champ. Dude. So yeah. every time I'd win at Dade City, that dude would buy me a cheeseburger. But Pokewood. Oh yeah. <laughs> him and his bars all the way forward. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> Remember, uh, um. Uh, Pokey was good in the sand. Pokey was good in the sand. Yeah. Pokey was good at Gainesville. Yeah. And then he crashed on the elevator. I think that was it for him. Was that it? Yeah. Uh, yeah but as far as toughest competitor, on a day in and day out, I mean, Dungey was a bad dude. Yeah. Poto was a bad dude. Um, and bringing it back to you know what Dungey said about Salt Lake, I think for me, like even talking to Yogi about it, like that hands down. I know I won Anaheim. I know I won San Diego. Yeah. Yep. But Salt Lake, hands down, was probably the greatest race of my entire life. Yeah. Being with two of the greatest racers, you know, of yeah. our time yeah. and catching up to passing Dungey 
and then catching Villapoto and then us three staying there for 20 laps. Yeah. Hands down. I mean, that that was awesome. Right. You know, that that was just yeah. a cool experience. I mean, dude, you got, I mean, you go back to Bubba, uh, um, K-Dub. Yeah. Um, I mean, the list goes on about the toughest competitors. I, I've raced them all. Yep. I mean, I even raced Ricky outdoors. That probably hands down, obviously, was the toughest competitor I ever raced outdoors. Right. Um, I do have a picture of me in front of him as before he's passing me. Okay. So it's, it's, <laughs> I'm leaving it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... That's my next question for you is how the fuck did you never win a national overall? <laughs> like you won a few motos, right? Yep. Uh, you never won an overall at a national. It, nope. that, like obviously Ricky blocked a lot of that. I get it. You know what I mean? But Ricky only blocked a year of mine. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whoever blocked. How did you never win an overall? How did you not even luck into an overall somewhere o along the line? Like, 06 was the only year I raced the full season. Was it really? Uh-huh. Just whatever injuries. It, and, yeah. Well, I, so... Oh, what was it? 06, I raced the full season. I got third in points. Yeah. Um, 07, I I think I separated my shoulder or something like that. Missed a couple rounds. 08, separated my shoulders again. And then uh, 9, freaking broke my neck um, in my back at Hangtown. Yeah. And 2010, I broke my back, lost my kidney, um, broke my thumb. At Buds Creek. Buds, yeah. And then 11, I made the whole season, but I think one or two rounds. Yep. 12, made the whole season, but two or three rounds. And that was it. Yeah. Never raced another one again. It's crazy that you never. So. Even even when you were on that piece of shit Suzuki, 250. Yeah. Like, you still were really good. It's just. I just, for me, honestly, truly, I don't think I ever had the endurance for it. Right. Um, it's I almost made, like someone was writing about that too back then. I made, I made some media guys were writing. You about, wrote about so. Supercross. I wrote about everything. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to outdoors okay, for you. All right. um, <laughs> but the first moto, I was good. Yeah, it was yeah. the second one that so, I couldn't do. Yeah, yeah. So hands down, I don't. I yes, looking back now, like I wish I would have cared more. Yeah. Um, but you were so talented. I would think that you could just pull it off on talent one day. I, Say it's overcast. You know what I mean? Say it's like not that gnarly. I just feel like you could have. Well, yeah. Anyways. But if yeah. I, so, if I would have taken what I did going to Canada, yeah, and put it here, yeah, I would have. Yeah. Um, because I was riding with a lot of guys before Canada and in the states. I rode in the states. Yep. And there, there was not one single person faster than me, no matter where I went. Yep. Going to Canada. I mean, the KTM was amazing yep. outdoors. Yep. Um, and I was strong. Like, I was in shape. Like, I felt good going to Canada. Yep. I was just, I was just confident, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I was putting the work in. I was doing motos and motos and motos. Um, so, yeah, I think if, if I would have obviously put more effort into any area of my life when it came to racing, yep. um, I, I think I skated by purely on just talent. And everyone else was doing a lot more. Yeah. And yeah, I was riding, I was training, but I just wasn't putting. That's why I would write these things yeah. because I would talk to people yeah. who were beating you all the time, yeah. and they're like, "Dude, if Millsaps ever trained, we'd be in trouble." Yeah, like they, they I can. Chad Reed told me that many yeah. times. James told me that. I, they direct, like you know, off the record stuff. Like Millsaps, if he's he's a, he's an amazing rider. If he ever worked at this like we do, yeah. he, he'd win everything. That's why I would write this shit. It wasn't like I was. Coming well, up a simple, with it, hey, Davey, these guys said if you ever put 
effort into it, you'd beat him. As if you're versus gonna this guy's fucking lazy. He's a piece of shit. He doesn't do anything. There's no well, way. that that was fantastic way of putting that. These guys said that you had a lot of talent and could beat him if you put work. That was a fantastic way of doing it. It's it's my own way. I'm not very good with words. No, but that's why. Yeah, that people said that about yeah. me. Yeah, they, they were like, "Hey, Davey, you yeah. did work. You did put work. You Just not." The Just amount. Not what they did. And I was yeah. around a lot of things. I was around a lot of stupid people. Yeah. You know, I, yep. I did stuff like that. It's just the people led me in the wrong direction a lot of times. Yeah. So yeah, that's part of it too, right? Absolutely. You, you know, young these, and dumb. Right. And, uh, no, a lot of guys, yeah. That, I mean, Ricky said it a thousand million times. You surround yourself with, you know, these, you know, these team and, you know, that the things that help, right? Yeah. They all say it, right? But yeah, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you, you, and you don't. I, I wish I would have found Yogi sooner. Yeah. I yep. wish I would have found him. Yep. The minute my mom and I went our separate ways, I wish I would have found yep. Yogi. Yep. Because he would have led me in a better direction for those years. And then he got to me at a good time. But we had you know one really good year. And then it was more so my attitude took over from there. Yeah, I think yeah. I was just... <laughs> I don't know what it was and that's my fault, yeah, you yeah. know? So like every, everything that has happened is basically has been my fault in my career yeah. and I, and I take blame for all of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, ultimately, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, I had a fantastic career. I did. Yeah. I had it. I mean, people Amazing. would love to have the career uh, uh, that I have. 99% of motocrossers so, would love to have your career. Yes. But for me, I would love to have won. Right. You know, right. I mean, cause I know I could have, yeah, yeah. uh, even, even doing a little bit of training that I did, I still did what I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can't have I, – I mean, again, I'm not in your shoes. But, yeah, you can't have really any qualms about how things settled down. You made a lot of money. You won races on everything. Like, you know, you didn't win an outdoor race, but big yeah. bikes, small bikes, you beat the best of the best on yeah. certain days. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's – I I had a good career. Yeah. You know, I had a great career. I yeah. had fun. I, I got to get paid to do what I love to do. Yeah. Um, I just – there's times in my life where I start to look back now and this is what I'm telling you about when I hit my head. Yeah. Like it was just overwhelming for me. It was, I just let so many stupid things take over versus putting my focus into what needed to get done mm -hmm. and then finish it when I'm, you know, yeah. worry about it when I retire. Yeah. 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 But I never looked at it like that. Right. You know, for me, I always wanted to live life yeah, yeah. and uh, just, I think it was just a, yeah, just a stupid kid mistake. And that's, but that's like if you had a yogi. If I know, had a if yogi, you, if you had, yeah. If you had somebody around, like a lot of times they'd be like, look, dude. Honestly, know. my wife, hands down, was trying to be the one that was telling me, like, right. like stop, like, you know, yeah. whatever. I just wasn't, like, I didn't listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hands down, like, I, yeah, I, I wish I would have. Yep, yep. And I wish I would have listened to, to her on that one. And, and um, but Seller Seller is who pushed me to yogi, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah. 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 So. Good old broccoli. Good old Brock. Um, no, it's, uh, it's well said. I'm glad you're like that. I'm glad you're better. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're in a better spot and a better place and all of that. Um, thank you for coming in. I think, oh, our, thanks I think for our, having I me. think our listeners really liked it. Uh, let's try to do it again at some point. That'd be fun. So uh, I would like to know okay. what story I wasn't open about. I don't know if it was, if, if it was not that you were open, maybe just that you weren't expecting the, the story questions. So you I wasn't expecting the story questions. Right. So maybe if he came back, and you know he had some time to let things uh, marinate a little bit, like he does he would, like he a would, Kenny's corner type thing. Yeah, he would be a little more. I mean, I think the one like the only really story was like the Michael Essie story. Yeah, you know, I told that one of my dad. Right. I mean, of him and I racing. Yeah, I have one in my head. I don't. 
I so like for me telling it, I've, I was on 80s. Yeah. If they really want to know, um, at Minio's in Gainesville, uh-huh. that's the only one that came to my head the minute you right. said about that stuff. Besides me changing the rules to exiting and entering the track with him, um, but at Minio's in the mod class, I was on a mod bike, mod 80. He was on a mod 80. And I could not stay with him down the straightaways. He was gone, <laughs> gone, gone, gone. I ended. Up, I would beat him, but he. I mean, he was gone. Yeah. So I'm like, God, what is going on? Yeah. So my dad, I think it was my dad. My dad was like, "Do you mind for the one one main? We already did one main. I want it. The second one. He's like, "Do you want to put your super mini motor in your 80 to see? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. It's the only time I ever have ever known yeah. that I had. Cheated, yeah, cheated, yeah. You yeah. know, I I wasn't gonna try to snoop to Alessi's level, which he did all the time. Sorry, Mike, um, but I I needed to know, yeah. You know, and on my super mini bike, in my on my small wheels, mm-hmm. took off the start. I got the start, came around the corner, and he blew by me. <laughs> Still blew by me. <laughs> and we got done. I won that one. We got done, and we both looked. They're like. Do you want to protest? We're like, nah. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, nah. So yeah, we all went our separate ways. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was the one story that I didn't want to open up about because it, I didn't want people to think that, yo, like you cheated all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what my dad did to my bike, yeah. but I know fizz. I know that was the only time I know of. Right. Um, but all the other time was me just obviously. Well, I just won as you, an amateur. You came into pros and you won right away. So it would, when bikes were not. Yeah. yeah. I think I think everybody knows you're pretty damn good on a motorcycle. So right? yeah. that was the only time and. Uh, besides that, Don't. Michael Essie, that was so many years, man. Yeah. So yeah. the stories can just. It's. It, well, the stories still linger. Like, there's still. When people talk about amateur motocross, it's like, oh, Millsaps and Alessi. Yeah, but now, like, it's, now it's been Villapoto and Alessi or I, yeah. Grant and Alessi. Yeah. I'm like, they raced like one year with him. Right, right. I mean, I had 50s, 60s, 80s. Okay. I had freaking 12 yeah. years with the guy, <laughs> you know, and, and believe the hype and all that stuff. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I the Millsaps Alessi rivalry hands down to right. me. Like even right. talking to JG when we were drinking out on, on in Havasu, it's yeah. like he's like, No, your guys' rivalry was gnarly. Way better. Yeah. So yeah. like when he they did that race, what was it last year or whatever? Yeah, the fight club. The fight yeah. club, I'm yeah. like I'm like, huh. Yeah. I, I would have loved the race. Him. I I'll get you in on that if you, if you I mean, want. I need a dirt bike, dude. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get back no, to I it. have I have a I have a husky, but yeah, by then me, I'll need a new one. You sent me a photo, it's all jacked up. <laughs> it's all fucked up. So I don't know who's responsible for that, but uh, my brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming in, man. I, I hope you have, you have fun. Yeah. Good, good, good to hear. Yeah, surprised. <laughs> surprised. Surprised. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I, I didn't know what to expect with you. I was a little nervous. Nah, it's easy. Uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, really appreciate. It. We're going to a commercial break here. Yep. Pop-up Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and the folks at Fly Racing. We'll be right back with more of the show. And uh, thanks to Dave Lacy for coming. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Dave Millsaps wow. for coming in. <laughs> Wow. You can't get out of your head. Wow. You can't get out of your head. I'm thinking about the Millsaps Alessi Fight Club. <laughs> Fuck, we could really run with this. Hey, yeah. hey, Alessi 800, let's do this. Let's, let's get it hey, ready. Let's, let's go. Uh, fantastic, everybody. We'll be right back after this commercial break. You raped her. Mm-hmm. 
those who love motocross know, Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559. And mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order.
FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure that your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit DecalMX.com. Use promo code PULPMX to receive 20% off your custom graphics. Hey, Pulp listeners. This is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate, as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships in one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening.
Michael McEnroe, Paul Mitchell, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Also on board with us, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains. We have uh, uh, Maxima USA, Skosh, Cambio CBD, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, all on board with us, Art of Sport as well. Um, and uh, of course, and we're also going to see jobs.com in 10 cycles. Works Chassis Lab, Ride Engineering, WUSA. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, Millsaps was uh, a really good co host. So thanks, uh, thanks for him for coming in, Davey Millsaps. We'll get to a couple of, sh- couple of questions here on the phone. Nash, what's up? Gentlemen. Nash, what's Gentlemen. up? How are you? Excellent. I, I, Millsaps really, I, I hate to be redundant, but. Really solid, really honest, really dynamic. And to think that you were 10 years ago, they were quoting you on the inside motocross as he was spitting chiclets, looking at a computer screen, seething at you to look how far you've come. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, what kind of show was that? Or what was that deal on? That was, uh, in, uh, that's, I was, I obviously got tangled up here. I'm working in the garage. I tried calling earlier and I know he was highly uh, requested, but I wanted to ask him about that. There was an inside motocross. Kind of like the the, yeah. Red, the Red Bull Spy back right. in the day. Yeah, he was read- they, yeah he was reading something about it. He was reading your your article from Pulp Max. Yeah, and, and like yeah, staring yeah. at you. But you know what though, the coolest thing about this sport, and you you live it better than anybody else. Time heals, and well, you know these guys gain perspective. Don't you feel like what he was talking about tonight? Like he kind of admitted that I was right. He talked about I, he wished he put more effort into it. So age brings self-reflection, as a lot of people say, and yeah. I and I'm not I'm not being funny. Yeah, I did hear that he said that and in, in, insinuated that that he he wishes he would have done more, got himself around different people. I mean, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, But but that's all I ever said. All I ever wrote was like, dude, the guy is so talented, and he doesn't work that hard. And how, and you know, people think he should work guys, harder. Yeah. Like, like an example would be a snapshot in an afternoon after training and people are out to dinner or whatever. People, additionally, then Chad would say, God, if this, guy, if this kid ever worked, we'd yes. all be in trouble. Who, who else? I mean, well, I, I remember James and Chad were two guys. That's all I can really remember. Oh, my God. Uh, like I mean, James, James? James was like, I, I, Chad's the one that said if he worked hard, he'd, he'd win everything. And James was like, yeah, man, he's lazy or something. Like, he doesn't work hard, something like that. Like so, hey, hey, you know what? It's it's a good thing, and and to have Millsaps back on the show is really it was neat. he was uh, he was fantastic tonight. He was honest and open, and yeah, he was great. I hope to have him back in. I, and I know a lot of people know those Alessi stories, but for people that are just treading into the the world, like those pockets of time when you really talk about guys that return in pro. I'm glad he shared sure, sure, I've heard the stories before. I mean, I, I'm a fan of the sport. I'm a scholar of the sport. But for him to, to – the whole bird and the spitting in the face and to see how much Tony's grown and how much he's grown in the whole situation, it's incredible. Yeah, it's, yeah. no, it really is. Awesome. Um, in closing, because I know you're moving on, uh, I, I have a name that you can call JT when you were living in the uh, the Airbnb. Okay. Uh, when, when I got out of college, I lived with five guys. We all had careers. We were all doing things. This one kid we lived with, we called him KGB. We had there's times that I'd be I worked second shift as a mechanic. He he would be never seen for three to five days. Nobody knew where he was. 
all of a sudden a girl comes out of his room. I'm like, what the hell's going on around here? Yeah. KGB. Yeah, KGB. That's JT. He was just he was he was floating around. He was mysterious. He what? just never quite knew. Where is he? No one knows what's going on. Nope. Anyway, keep it up. Great right. show. Cheers. Thanks. All right, later. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh Dustin, what's going on? Hello. Dustin. Hey, uh it's a quick question. I know you guys uh about Bogle's crash in uh Houston. I know with um I don't know if anyone else thought about this, but with him going down, the first thing I thought of was Jim Hawley and stay down because they'll red flag this race because he was down, and as soon as they red flagged that race, he jumped right back up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, he was fine. He raced. Yeah, it was uh, very, very odd. I, you know, a little bit of it was where the situation with the turn was, you know, where, where it was coming back on to everybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah, he, totally right. He just bounced right up. Uh, there was a guy who did that. I want to say last year or the year before, and I was talking to an AMA guy about it, and I said there should be a rule that if you cause the red flag, you can't race. Like, why yeah. not? I, you know, like, should you really? If they if they stop the race for you, should you really be able to just jump back on and get on? I could see them, you know, that being a good rule. I mean, I could see that if like if someone tag takes you down, it's and then like you get back going, but maybe, but like, but it was just so it was just so random. Like, I'm not downplaying like he, you know, he was obviously hurt, but like yeah. down. And as soon as that red flag came up, he up ready to go. That's yeah. why I was surprised on the restart. I'm like, I didn't think they let him race because no. again, like you said, uh, I'm with you. With, yeah, uh, it's, it was weird, but yeah, Jim Hawley's story is great. It's, it's all time. And, and then the one last thing is, my father-in-law actually did Leadville at 61 years old and oh. did it in about 10 and a half hours. Okay. <laughs> and so with A Ray on that one, I'm like, he trained for about six months on that. So and, and it, it, it can't be done. <laughs> did, did he? Did he call you crying at any point, like A Ray? <laughs> no, he did not. Okay, <laughs> he just. All so, right, thanks, man. Gonna, Thank you. I think he. Oh, thanks. Yeah, odd. Curtis, what's up? Curtis. Oh, hey, am I there? Yeah. Okay. Hey, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to share, uh, I talked to Mitch Payton for a few hours. Uh, we were in the same hotel. and Oh, you did? On, yeah, on the, uh, it was Friday night. And me and my buddies, we walk in the lobby and he's sitting there and yep. we drank, drank a few beers with him until like, it was like 11 o'clock at night yeah, right before a, the race. That and, sounds like the Mitch Payton I know. Yeah, he was like the nicest guy I've ever met, like. You know, super open, talking to us. Right. We honestly barely talked about motocross, and uh, it, it was cool, you know, because we flew we flew into Houston from Sacramento just to see the race, and it was cool just to hang out, you know, and see someone yeah. that open. No, that's awesome. No, he's a good dude, man. He's uh, he's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, I, you've heard him on the show a bunch. He's always a good interview. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, we uh, we actually talked about the show. We were talking about it when he was on there with Velo and Weimer. Oh. What do what he say? <laughs> he was just laughing, like, "Oh yeah, that was a good time." Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's so. good. And, and you know what? A lot of people behind the scenes probably don't know this, but like, people who get paralyzed, people get hurt in racing motocross or on dirt bikes or whatever. Like, he helps he helps people out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, he, I don't know. He he talked a lot about his. Uh, he actually talked a little bit about his injury and all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, good, was, good. It was it was it was pretty cool experience. Honestly. Good, good to hear, man. That's cool. I'm glad you had that. That's awesome. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, don't forget Yamaha LCQ Challenge raffle is up. Uh, I think we got 19 prizes marks or 20 prizes or something, and uh, yeah, I think it's all the money goes to Privateer. 
and uh, we, we're going to do the same thing we did before. Top seven go to a final chase style for the la- top seven after ten races. Final seven races is a chase style for all the money. So go on there. You got a chance to win a 2021 Yamaha YZ 450. Second place is a pair of generators and, and so on and so forth. We're going to go further back this year, deeper and longer and harder in the prizes. So uh, please check that out. Uh, Pulpamex.com. Like I said, LCQ raffle is uh, available now. So uh, doing well so far. And man, it's fun to uh, fun to do this stuff with the support of the guys at Yamaha. We give away the bikes in Pulpamex Fantasy. We have the TTR as well. And uh, great company, great guys. Blue Crew Yamaha 450. Please check that out, of course. Uh, and uh, support the privateers. Why don't you? Uh, also, uh, Michelin Michelin guys on board with us. Starcross fives available in many sizes, all sizes for bikes 50 cc and up. I got. Uh, I took these things uh, to World Vet Championships the last couple of years. I've got them on my Yamaha 450 right now. The Starcross 5, great tire. They got the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire, which won the Erzberg Rodeo. They got the, the Commander 3 Touring tires, which I don't know anything about these Touring tires, Marks, but apparently if you have a dad or grandpa or yourself that are into these Touring tires, Michelin is the tire to have. I'm sure. It is the tire to have. I mean, Michelin, crushing, does, it doesn't get better than Michelin. Crushing this segment, this touring segment. So thanks to the folks at Michelin. Motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information on that. Follow them on at social media as well, at Michelin Motorcycle. And uh, Michelin Bicycle Tires, official bicycle tire of the wrap-up show, of course. Uh, Pro Filter as well. Mitch Payton, the, the Moto Concepts guys using Pro Filter. Uh, Profilter.com. Pulp 20 at Checkout to Save. They've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service from the guys at ProFilter. Um, Race Tech Ran of the Night. Let's do this. Race Tech Ran of the Night. Pulp 21 is the code to save with Race Tech. Uh, great guys down there. Get your bike some love. Get your motor work done. Get the suspension cha- oil change. Get some new bushings and seals. If you show your bike some love, it will show you love, and therefore, it will be the best thing you've ever done in your life. Thanks to the folks at Race Tech. They do motor mods as well. A-Ray is using Race Tech motor, Race Tech suspension. A lot of guys are doing it. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Race Tech Ran of the Night. Marks, do you have one, or are you going to let it go? I'll go with a modified version of it. Okay. It was originally going to be about uh, Dino being in 17th, and we thought it was a penalty, and it was just so random and and off the cuff, like super sporadic, it seemed like, but then we found out that it wasn't. How about nothing says never change AMA, Mm -hmm. like not having a gas gas logo for the first two rounds? They don't have a gas gas logo? They do now. Oh. But for the first two rounds, Justin Barsha had no gas. Did they just drop? Did, did they go to Anaheim one and be like, Barsha's not on a Yamaha? <laughs> what is this brand, dude? What is this brand? That's that's the whole thing. Is like it's just so every. It seems like everything the AMA is so amateur. Like it whether is. it's whether it's it the is. scoring, whether it's the you know not having gas gas, whether it's outdated uh, rider pictures. And I before anybody says anything about fantasy rider pictures being outdated. I'm not the official uh, organizer no, of the event. It's not a full-time. So, like, come on. Right. You can't compare that to the AMA not uh, having I'm, official I'm you. You rider can't. You pictures. Can't. Um, but, like, not having – I know you could talk about this before. Like, not having the data for who crosses the whole shot line first. Like, what, why? The, the, the timing thing is there. Why is that not being logged? Where is it? I don't know. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, also, too, Marks, as a computer guy – yeah, mm-hmm. keep doing that because it's filming. Yeah, it's good. It's good. As a computer guy, 
like their their timing pages and results pages were those made in 2005 when the computers first became like fucking update your program AMA it's like, rough it's it, like th their website looks like something that was built in like the fucking MS DOS days yeah right am I, are you am, am no, I wrong no trust me there there there's a, a fine line between like functionality and yes. and and visuals right okay. you have to find that. And for a lot of it, okay, yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But, like, oh, it's, it's so antiquated, and it's just, like, it could be so much better. Like, we're still looking at PDFs rather than, like, interactive tables and stuff. Like, it could just be – it could be so much more than it is, and, it, and and they just don't care, you know? They don't care. They don't have the manpower to do it or anything. I mean, at one point, it was Michael C. And Cirillo. Stop it. And, and then we just, like – his name's Adam. Why does it say Michael? I'm saying Adam. Everyone calls him Adam. You know, his real name is Michael. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and the AMA was like, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> we just like, what? There's nothing we can do. That's it. That's how it's entered. And that's all we can do. And we threw a fit and sure enough, it got changed. Like, silly. Yeah. They told them there's nothing they can do. They can't re-enter the name. It's impossible. Uh, yeah. Like, like that's, it's not like, right. it's not like all his data is tied to his name. No. Like I've looked at their data and how it's structured and everything. Like every writer has an ID. Like a, it's just like six numbers, and that's what all their data is tied to. It's not his name, so they can right. change the name. Yeah, it's, no, apparently it, it's not. Got nothing to do with that. Apparently so. not. Ha 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 ha. tits. Race tech round of the night. Anything for you? Um, people saying espresso. Nope, I find that quite comical. <laughs> I'm I'm all in on the espresso and the S brand questions. Those are both uh, very good things. Uh, my biggest thing is it's actually following up from JT's thing about optics, you know, with people needing to wear masks and stuff like that when they've already been tested. But the thing that bothers me the most is when you're watching commercials now that you can tell have been filmed since COVID started, people are in a biz like a, a room all by themselves and you'll see them holding a mask so they can say, Hey, even though I don't have it on right now, I'm still being safe, even though there's no one around me and things like that make my blood boil like you see people driving around the valley in a car by themselves and they're not uber drivers because i make sure i look for you know the stickers or anything like that they have their mask on driving it around people walking at the park outside with their mask on by themselves and masks are fine you know they, they're safe well, but the, the you way, have to have common sense when it comes to when but, do they wear them at sleeping at nighttime but i would also say to you my comeback to that it's fucking ridiculous but my yes. comeback to be before the pandemic, mostly Asians would wear a mask on a plane or sure. driving, and yep. you're just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. So it had, it did happen before. Oh yeah. And it also made me wonder what. The yeah, it was, was weird. Right, yeah. right, right. No, so, I get it. When uh -huh, you're around yeah. people, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll wear my mask yeah. in public and everything, but right. people wearing them by themselves. Yeah, in, no, in, in their cars. It's, it's, in their cars, yeah, by themselves. Like, no, what I, do you I, think is going to happen? Dude, I saw Mark's driving with one on. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It was amazing. You weren't supposed to see that. I couldn't believe it, Tits. You would he not had two on. Uh, Double bag. So, and he puts masks over his air vents just to make sure that nothing me, comes out no of spores. <laughs> I want to thank the folks at uh, Intense Cycles uh, for the new taser. I got a new taser. Tits. It's really pretty. I'm going to have it ready You're for you by for Wednesday. Thank yes, you. by Wednesday. Oh, I can't wait. 38 mm -hmm. fork, 12 speed, new E8000 motor. Mm -hmm. Huge improvements for the folks at Intense Cycles on their taser line for 2021. I'm very excited. So I'm dude, not even going to take it out on the maiden voyage. I'm going to let you do that because I am such a nice well, guy. I hate to tell you this, but it doesn't come with a battery, so you can't. I have my own. 
Damn it. Same battery. But oh. I'm not going to do it anyway. Tinker Tits. You think he doesn't have it? Freaking yeah. Amy, I'll buy one just, just um, to spite you. Hey, how good was Millsaps, though? It he was, was great. great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. And that's part of my race tech round of the night, people. Like, I get it. You don't like me. You think I'm an idiot reporter, and I get it. And, and, and you're all, like, happy to jump on me for th- I, I said this, and I'm an asshole, and everything else. And I think, yet again, Carmichael and I talk they all come around he came on the show on the re-raceables podcast davy came on here to do this show like hansen and i are fine just remember that everybody just i'm not such a fucking dick i'm not this dick asshole guy that everybody everybody thinks i am and when i sell pulp to thomas victor for all of the money in the world i will be the one laughing that's my race tech round of the night uh, all the money in the world? <laughs> I don't know. I just wow. made that last part up. Hmm. But but no, the point is is that these guys, like what I'm talking about, what I'm saying on Monday nights or in these podcasts or writing in Racer X or on Pulp, like it's my opinion, but it's not, it's, it's something I get from talking to other people and it's something I, you know, I've sat down to write stories about writers with a, with a narrative in my head of this is what I think. And then I'll bounce it off some people close to the writer or close on teams, and they will tell me something different, and I can't write that story anymore because that's not the idea. I changed my opinion on my idea because I've talked to other people. So just know that I'm not just firing from the hip here so, in, in any of these hot takes. It, Sometimes it, I am. It's but, never personal, right? Like you're never not doing personal. it to try and get at somebody, but there are some writers, like Cincerillo's one, where he can actually read when you're writing being critical of him and he doesn't take it personally. He's like, you know what? He's right. He he's texted me and been been before and been like, you're an idiot. And I've been like, why? And he's like, well, you wrote this. And I'll say, well, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. And sometimes he will he he'll tell me, and I'll be like, okay, well, I didn't know that or Mo- whatever. Most people, yeah, clearly don't do that though. Right. So just just again, like I, when I go on when I talk about people or things in the industry or writers or whatever, they're not. There are things that I've educated myself on and talked to people about. And am I always right? No. Hell no. I make mistakes uh, like, like anybody else. But a lot of my opinions are coming from somewhere. Maybe I can't tell you people who I've talked to or what I know, but I, you can get in a general drift of where I'm going from. Coming from, I should say. So my race deck round of the night is they all come around. <laughs> they all come around. All right. No, I think Millsaps is great. It was awesome. And and. Tr- and he asked to come on this show. I, I was wondering how that happened. He said, I need to come on there and straighten out the amateur rivalry questions about me and Alessi. And oh. I said, sure, come on up to Vegas. And then okay. we started from there. So, well, Why did Dungy come on? Was it just to talk about his coffee some more? Or was there something else going? I'm not, I'm not sad about it, you by the way. You said it was the greatest interview no, ever. No, it was. I, I didn't I, see Tits' hands at all during that The entire interview. time, were, there was some were, shaking. They you don't know what was going down on. Below the no, desk. it was... I'm not sad about it whatsoever, but uh, I didn't actually hear anything that he was promoting, and I was surprised about it. Yeah, coffee. Just other, coffee. other than the coffee. Right. That's it. Uh, have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? Did somebody or some idiot take you out? You need to call Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. Uh, old mechanic I used to work with. Uh, he's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know the clients and will take time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a phone call away, and Arthur's got your back. Arthur, 
Draper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. So if you've uh, been in an accident and you feel wronged, if you're in California, if you're in some different states, I think, I think you can do work in most states. Uh, ArthurDraper.com. Give him a call. Consultations are free. So thanks to him for coming on board. Uh, I'm going to throw this at you two guys without any prep. So if you don't have the answers, it's fine. But three rounds down. Biggest surprise of the series for you guys. Any which way. Lee Diffie, racers, bikes, anything. Marks? Um, I think one of the biggest surprises for me is probably Tomac's lack of like wow. Yep. Uh, I, I I thought at least three races in he would have had at least one. I mean he had that it's crazy because he won. I was gonna say but it he was had not that, a wow. He had win. that win, but yeah. it wasn't anything spectacular. There nope. was no like the 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 holy shit factor like he sometimes has. Yep. Um, but besides that, I mean. Uh, that's that's the first thing that comes yeah. to mind. No, I, I don't I think, think that's I, fair. I feel like uh, Anderson not being yeah. very good has been a bit more surprising to I me. I feel like well. I called that one in my preview preview shows. Yeah. Yep. Again, yeah. maybe I talked to people. Maybe I know a little bit more, but I feel like I called. I don't think Anderson's well, quite. When did he split with Alden? Uh, last year, last summer. Okay, so there's been uh, enough time where. Yeah. Was it, he could have lost if there was some sort of a training Super, base. No, I think it was before Supercross last year. But it was. But he had gone through like the whole boot camp and everything. I don't know like if he that. had or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Jets, for you, biggest surprise? Uh, actually, it was going to be Anderson and the fact that he's, I mean, mid-pack. Of course, with how stacked the field is, you know, yep. good guys are getting 10th, 11th, 12th places and, and everything like that. So that is something to it. But I'm just surprised at... Uh, I don't know if parody is the right word, but I mean, you've yeah. got just really good guys that normally you'd be saying, yeah, these guys should be, you know, top five, top seven, and they're 15, you know, somewhere around Bray- there. Brayton just got uh, 10th and got third the second uh, race. in third, right. yeah. Uh, Osborne, 10, 10, 9. Yeah. Tom- Tomac has a win and then two, I guess he was in fifth place, but, yeah. you know, he was yep. not doing that great. No, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So Indianapolis this weekend, Friday night, live show. Come see me and JT and Weege argue. About anything, we'll get we'll get people to throw out topics. It doesn't matter. We'll just argue. Uh, all right. So uh, thank you to Ryan Dungey. Thank you to Alex Ray. Thank you to Dean Wilson for coming on. Ballsy of Wilson to come on. I'm I'm stoked that he did. Good good that's job. That's just that's just Dean though. Yeah, Dean's Dean. Dean's Dean. Dean's <laughs> Dean. Uh, so thanks to those guys, especially thanks to Davey Millsaps, man, uh, for co-hosting this show. Really really great job. Next week, next Monday, I will be live from Indianapolis in some remote location, undisclosed. So the show will be once again no video for that one, but we'll do we'll do some audio. Uh, thank you, uh, Swisscore. Thanks to Pookie, Marks. Thank you. I, I forgot to mention the the un the unknown joke of the night when they were talking about Davy's locker. Do you remember what's in Davy's locker? No, it's the PC shop video. Oh yeah, it's hiding in there. It's good. It's a good one. I, I wanted to bring that up earlier. Yeah. You got in there beforehand, and then it's just it's gone forever. <laughs> Did you like his locker explanation? I mean, I it was better than nothing for sure. I mean, he could have just said nah, right? You know, but uh, I think he told what he could, right? Uh, we're, we're, given the circumstances, when you get attorneys involved in stuff like that, it really makes it so uh, you can't trust me. We you know because Sundell and Sons is deep in attorney. Oh yeah, we have all lit- sorts litigation. of NDAs and everything oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I think you could figure out. I think based on what he was saying, I think you could figure out. Uh, and someone on Discord, I think, did. Oh. Uh, narrow it down pretty well so 
Citizen anti-inflammatory, or uh, it's like ibuprofen, but obviously it wasn't ibuprofen. Snowboard, dude. Yeah, yeah snowboard, snowboard coming through. Just people on snowboard. Yeah. Through the out. archive. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, tits, thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Yep. Talon's back next week. Yep. Two weeks. Uh, or two weeks. Yep. Uh, and, and he'll, he'll be in for two shows, and then instead of me taking off, I will be back for number three. And then you'll be in Thursday for Moto 60? I will be here this Thursday. Right, when's he taking over for you for Moto 60? Uh, that's in a few weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, need to, um, I need to confirm. Oh, okay. That I can take it off. Yeah, or he gets fired. Yeah. Um, by well, the way, I'm coming Wednesday to drop off your bike instead of waiting until know. Thursday when I would be seeing you anyway. That's how much I'm going out of my way for you. Let me know the time so I will plan my ride accordingly on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I also want to thank, I can't wait till Talon comes back so he can tell us when the commercials end. Wait, you, you were <laughs> supposed to say something. You had some comments about the wrap-up show? Yeah, you didn't even get into that. Is it quick? Was it horrible? No, it was awesome. Nah, nah, I'm moving on. Okay. It's just better to just keep that rage deep buried <laughs> some things, inside Some of things are better left unsaid, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It so, was just that good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Super appreciate it. We'll see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.